Alright, you fucking yokels. Uh, we're back. Three dudes, Cold Bruce Podcast. This is Eddie Vegas. This is Steve, a.k.a. Fork Tongue. Dobby in the house of the North Ray. I just opened up a nice can of whoop-ass. Wow. I'm going to bring to this podcast, and it's me, Gary. Wow. Uh, so you know the round table? We're the boys. This is episode 26, or I think it will be when it airs. Um, it's a cold, blustery evening. We have a blizzard slash uh, what uh, aerial flood watch warning here in Rhode Island tonight. It's uh, what is it, January twentieth, somewhere around there, something like that. We have a storm coming to us that is in the shape of a shark. It is um, without teeth. Yep. Um, so it's an older shark. Yeah. Yep. So it's jaws. Or a, what? Is, a whale shark, I think, don't have teeth, right? No, those things are actually kind of nice. Those real big ones. Um, Almost sharks don't have teeth either. You know who probably doesn't have teeth? Steve, because he's like 70. Jesus Christ, man. (laughs) That would have been a lot more funny if I wasn't here and you couldn't see my teeth. Oh, wait, you can't see. Oh! Oh. Uh, Alright, so we have a couple things to go over tonight. Um... We'll let everybody know in the background, per usual, uh, we actually have some UFC going on live. It's the first ever um, ESPN Plus event. Um, Now that the new year kicked in, so did uh, UFC's new contract, shiny new billion-dollar contract with ESPN. So no more Fox. Are they just flat-out done with Fox? I think so. I think so, yeah. Um, So we'll see how this goes. ESPN Plus would stop freezing for a second every 10 seconds, it would be really nice. Are you on his Wi-Fi? Yeah. All right. So it's just they're fucking, they're probably getting overloaded. They're just not used to it. Um, so really the only fight worth mentioning on this one, uh, we'll talk about them all as they go, but the number one fight is um, uh, TJ Dillashaw and Henry Cejudo, and it's going to be a fucking banger of a fight. What weight class are they at? 125? Yeah. Whew. Um, should be a fucking good one, man. Um, <clears throat> so that should be an interesting one, if we're actually even on when that fight kicks on, to be honest with you. Yeah, we're we, at, might, we might not be. We're taping this way earlier than we normally do. So we'll see what happens. We do have some interesting music to go over when we get to that fo- that phase. Oh, boy. Should we just say what it is now, or should we yeah, say Yeah, let's say All right, so the musical topic this week, and what's been nice, too, is lately, by the way, I've been getting a lot of feedback on how well everything's been flowing. Get into the music a little bit sooner. Now that we have such a good structure, it's mm-hmm. been going over well. So, a uh, little side uh, production note. But this week's theme, thank you, Steve. Uh, Steve threw out um, one song from when you were younger, like a teenager, that you thought was awesome, radical, gnarly, badass, whatever you want to say, whatever, uh, would that be an adjective or a verb or whatever? Adjective. Adjective, right? Uh, whatever adjective you want to use for it. And now you find it utterly cringy. Um, that's one song, which is kind of fun to go back and listen to. The other song is a song that maybe you found cringy when you were younger, a youth, a uh, bright, shiny youth, and maybe now you've learned a little bit of respect for it, or maybe just flat out you actually like. Two youths. Two youths. What, sir, is a youth? Yeah. <laughs> I love my cousin Vinny. Don't you fucking toy with me, you son of a bitch. Um, yo, Marissa Tomei, too fucking fine. Damn. Still to this day. Yes. We got there. A little, uh, She's pretty hot. Wrestler. Did like a rolling arm. I've never team. seen the wrestler. Watch it. Never seen what? it. What? Never, never seen the wrestler? We've gone over this. Already. Yeah, we already yeah. talked about this. Yeah, try to listen to the back it. episodes. I've never seen it. I will eventually. Um, so, 
No, yeah, I've heard mixed. I, I say I don't want to get sad. I know the ending's sad, so the fuck you the don't. End, no, 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 no. The dies. end. No, no, no. The ending is what you make it. Yes, it's like a surprise. Yeah, I don't like that kind of shit, man. Fuck yeah. that. Yeah, but just it's good. You're gonna watch uh, it. It's not sad. Hey, we'll see. I'll get there eventually. I'm not sad about it. I'm not sad about I'm it. Not sad about it. We're getting there. Come on, settle down. All right, so uh, we have a couple other things to talk about. We have some. Deep stuff to talk about. We have some not-so-deep stuff to talk about. Hopefully, we make each other laugh. Hopefully, we get a good name for the show. I'm still not drinking. Neither is Ray. Steve, I think, is kind of on that kick as of today. Uh, as of yesterday, yes. All right, so let's start there, and then we'll get into the first deep thing that we're going to get into. So might as well do the year goal update today, because technically now you started. Yeah. So, Steven, go for it. So, I got my butcher box in the mail earlier this week. I was going to start it uh, today, but I ended up starting it yesterday. Uh, so, I'm doing the carnivore diet. My goal, um, at my immediate goal is to get down to 230 from 252 by March 1st. Or else, I have to shave my beard completely off. Clean shaven. And you have, to, you have to bick your head. I have to bick my head too, so I look like a complete So, only, uh, only eyebrows. Only eyebrows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, I'm going to want to keep his eyebrows. You, no, I'm just, I'm you, just simply yeah, yeah. thinking it so other people understand. Yeah, so... Um, oh, and we will do it before and after. Don't worry about oh, that. Oh, yeah. We're tracking it. What the fuck are you eating? Nuts? Tic Tacs. Oh, what the fuck, man? All right. So, yeah, I started that this week. It's just strictly all... Uh, I was going to do strictly all red meat, but they sent me two pounds of salmon, so I'm going to throw in some fish, too. With that, just so you know, too, like, I tried sticking to the just the red meat for the first couple weeks. I'll be honest. Just flat out saying, like, cold turkey going to that without any other... It's hard. Unless you've been working out for a while on a really fucking strict diet. Yeah. Have you seen hard. Steve? You've been working out. Look at him. Well, <laughs> I mean, like, a, listen, when you listen to more and more podcasts and stuff, and I'll send you a couple, there's a cool th- couple things that might help you, like, set yeah. yourself up. The more you listen to it, the more you realize that it's actually a freer diet than people realize. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You I've actually, done pretty much this before, but yeah. I, with some vegetables. It's it's essentially just keto. Right. Honestly, but like with less, like so less um, <sighs> emphasis on strict macros. So yeah, yeah. less emphasis on specific, like I did the keto diet, it works very, very well. The problem is for me and my body style, I like to lift weights and I like to be strong and I could not gain strength on keto. I could just, no matter what I did, I just couldn't get to where I wanted to be, even body size-wise. Isn't on keto, don't you have to have high protein also? No. No. Protein eventually turns into sugar on keto because you have too much fat, so your body starts to turn, it starts like turning it into carbs. But isn't the the idea that if you're, like, because I I was trying to do keto at one point. I was doing almost 300 grams of protein. Woo, that's why you failed. I didn't fail. I got down to 205 from like 260. Yeah, but that's not keto. Then you were doing more what you're doing now. From everything I read before, it was as long as you're you're working out and doing what you got to do, you're basically expending that. that yes protein. and no. It depends on how much you're working out. So real technical keto is sixty percent fat, thirty percent protein, ten percent carbs. Yeah. So depending on where your body weight is, is how you figure out the rest of the algorithm. So like the best way to lose weight, and and the other thing is depends on what your goal is. So if you're trying to lose weight, you want to stay under f- technically fifty carbs a day. And then, again, you adjust the rest of the fat and the protein from there. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I was on it, my goal was to be under 40 carbs per day. I would stick around 30, but my I would give myself an allowance. Yeah, I 40. think I was doing, like, 55, 50. Yeah, so like mine that. was 30 is my goal, but my set was at 40, just so I'd give myself a little cheat. Um, so, which gave me, essentially, about 100 and something grams of protein per day, which gave me about the same in fat, because those two are almost equal. Yeah. Because of the way the percentages are. 
and I'm I was like three twenty when I started and got down. I lost seventy pounds doing keto. Keto really does work, but yeah, again, yeah. for some reason, because it's not you know it's not high protein. Because if you start eating too much protein, it actually has an adverse effect. Also, I have a question. Off topic. Good. We're streaming this fucking event, right? Why, why so many? Of this why event? is there fucking so many goddamn commercials? Yeah. Why are the commercials? Period. Yeah. Because that's the whole point of all like, this. Fuck you, Dana White. Yeah, that's how all this shit works. There's also a lot of downtime in between. That's why. Yeah, but still, fucking throw Joe Rogan in there. Do a fucking interview. Do something. Like, why are we gonna fucking? Joe Rogan doesn't do fight nights. Well, yeah, he's at home right now. You do well. Wouldn't you think that he would do this one because nope. it's the first event on nope. he's ESPN? A good, he's a good fuck. God damn! I wish I had that goddamn podcast money. Um, fuck the other day. He was, it was he was making it sound pretty fucking clear that he's. He's done. He's gonna he's be done. done. He's soon. done pretty soon. He's with he's the running. podcast or UFC. No, no, UFC. no. He's done with UFC. He wants to do his own thing. He wants to just be almost like a freelance. Like he basically wants to do fight companion when they do these. Yeah. and just fucking sit at home and, t- and talk shit like kind of like we do. Yeah, that, and his dude, those those things. I usually I usually watch those and watch and mute this and watch along. I've never synced them like that, but I've heard that it's actually pretty cool. I didn't it, mean it's cool, but ninety percent of the time they're not talking about fighting yeah, yeah. at all. I didn't mean to derail the conversation. No, I'm sorry. I just, it was just frustrating that no, I have to okay. watch... We can, we can move on from that anyway. Two guys they're, fighting, they're, and then I have to watch... They're this. even locally based. A bunch of these are Rhode Island specific. No, yeah, that one, the one yeah. that, the first one was they're the ripple, ripple effect, where yeah, they those, show you the decisions. Fucking, yeah, well, the yeah. girl got killed with a, by a drunk driver. That's a, almost every one of them has been the ripple yeah. effect thing. Um, yeah, so I, I guess the only reason why I was bringing it up is because I'm also doing the carnivore thing, and I'm sticking pretty good to it. I'm down, I got down to 266. This has been my low so far. And that's about where I'm hovering, you know, give or take a, a pound or two for water weight because I've been drinking well over a gallon a day. Yeah. Um, but going to the gym like crazy. I'm going, I can show you, I track every day that I've gone and I'm way up. Out of however many, 20 days so far this month, I just start going back to the gym for the first four days. I'm at, I'm like probably 10 days or whatever, probably more than I know, but I'm going between that and wrestling and everything else, I'm, I'm going strong. So you guys are doing carnivore. Yeah. I'm a vegetarian and yeah. raised chugging milk. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I, I, I already miss milk. Yeah. See, I don't even drink milk after a day. You miss milk two already? Days. Two days. Damn. Again, I was craving fucking soda yesterday. I had, I yeah. had, um, I, I ate four fucking steaks yesterday. How many? How much soda do you drink on a normal day? I used to not drink a lot, but once I started working overnight, and the vending machines are all filled with fucking soda. What is it? Like just like cans. You like the, 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 the first bottles. couple days of this thing? It's well, you don't realize how much sugar you take in. It used to not bother crazy. me. Like when I did keto, I didn't. I didn't yeah. bother me at all. But it's I definitely had a sugar. I think this guy just retired. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Uh, one thing's for sure. Um, I drink seltzer. I like seltzer water, anyways. But seltzer water is fucking awesome. Not that shit. The fucking nasty shit with the sucralose in it. Like real fucking polar seltzer water. Oh yeah, Courtney's been on a seltzer kick lately. It's so I can successfully say that I haven't fucking eaten fast food and probably. A month. That's nice. good. Yeah, I've been. I ate five guys the other day yeah. as part of this. Dude. And I'm basically on a strict Man. water diet. Let me tell you I'm what, not drinking four alcohol, fucking so patties with two oh, yeah. pieces of cheese. I, I will hit up Smash Burger or one of those yeah. fucking joints. Five guys is the best one because you can, it's already a double cheeseburger. Then you just add a patty for a buck. Yeah, I, they have triple at uh, Smash Burger. Do they? Yeah, I didn't know that. I, I, I haven't had Chipotle in seven days. <laughs> <laughs> I had well, it's I did. I've done Qdoba twice this week. It's hard. So I've, I, I have introduced a little bit of lettuce once anyway. in a while. I've introduced. Um, I've been eating pickles lately because there's nothing in them. Like if you actually look at the, the, like the things on the back, like mm. you know, there's no carbs or anything. So, like what I what I found is my body. I've been reacting a little bit better. Like the whole no fiber thing. Like you really don't. 
poop or anything. Like you really, your body said, which even when I was doing uh, doing the keto before, when I was mi- even mixing in vegetables, like pooping was uh, few and far between. Yeah, and when yeah. I did, it was it was a rough go. You know who has See, great pickles? <laughs> Panera. Nice. I Panera get, has fantastic. Pickles. I get some local company. Pickles, they come yeah. in like a little plastic right thing for me here. I don't know. But um, I think they no, just no, it is, it's when you yeah. eat healthy, you don't go to the bathroom as much. Anymore. It doesn't smell. It doesn't. It's yeah. a lot different. But it's what, like the frequency. Like I like to go at least once a day because if otherwise it just sits there in the yeah. bottom of your stomach, and that's not good either because that's like you're, you're carrying more weight than you realize you are just by doing it. So I've been just doing like pickles and stuff has been great. One thing I'll also tell you is that has helped me. Which keto, I had the same problem with. I know my muscles. If you don't have potassium and magnesium, that's a big thing that everybody will tell you to do. Yeah. But the essential stuff. Whole Foods sells on it stuff. You can get a thing called Key Minerals. It's like seventeen bucks. You take four of them a day. It's got high magnesium from sea salt. It's got a uh, boron. It's got a bunch of other stuff in it. And I take four of those a day, dude. And I feel I haven't really had any issues with my muscles once since I started doing yeah. it. Anybody done the vinegar so, thing? I drink pickle juice if that helps. Well, I was just gonna say I picked up the apple cider vinegar. Oh, that's good for you. But you yeah. gotta just that alone isn't gonna do anything for no, you. No, obviously you have to do. You know, it's good for your stomach though. The man like, hasn't had fast food. What does that no, do? I've heard of it before. Let what him, does that do? It's supposed to help you good, lose weight, and it's supposed to. Well, uh, but do you know why though? Yeah, but are health. you trying to actively like lose weight? Because uh, you're not in that. Well, one of his goals was getting healthier, right? I yes. Yeah. Well, is, compared to what you're used to, he's actually heavy right now. Normally, he's he's he can get pretty skinny. Yeah. Believe it or not, like his face doesn't ever show it. It's not his face that you'll see. It's everything else, like his stomach and shit. Like get that beard gut. Yep. No, honestly, and I'm not. This, this is <laughs> no, no, it's friend, true. But it's yeah. No, yeah. I've seen like Ray's the kind of dude that legitimately will take his bike from fucking West Warwick all the way to like Connecticut. You know what I mean? And like I've seen him when he's doing that every day, and I've seen him when he doesn't. And like that's he. That's what happens with him. You just get the beard gut. Like, yeah. Jackie, like you thick. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> So I didn't mean to cut you off, Steve. So um, did you? Do you the first two days? Do you like it so far? It's I, yeah. I mean, it's a fucking you eat food you like. Which, right. I'm eating meat. Um, when I eat too much meat, like I, I, there's like a feeling that where I feel hungry, but it's not actual hungry feeling. No, you feel satiated, which is what the, uh, the best thing. Yeah, but it's almost like feeling hungry. Like it almost makes yeah. me want to eat. Yeah, yeah. So I gotta get used to that. But the one um, thing I have a problem with is you have to meal prep. Ground beef has been like my best friend. Well, actually, this is another thing I can bring up. I bought an air fryer. Me too. Fucking awesome. Fucking dope. Fucking so, so now good. I gotta fucking buy it. Yo, for real, Jeez, chicken wings. You never chicken have wings. to. You never have to fucking leave your room now. No. Oh, ch- chicken for real is fucking bomb. Like, cause you can eat chicken on this diet too. Yep. Carnivore is carnivore. Meat is meat. Have you cooked your steak um, in it yet? I did. Yeah. To to break up because red meat gets as much. As I love steak. It's a very expensive, and b it gets monotonous. And steak is only good when it's hot. I don't give a fuck yeah. what it is. So, like strip steak is okay, cut up later on. But like you know what I mean, like a New York strip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to fucking reheat that. Yeah. Um, but uh, stop and shop. You get a pack of fresh chicken wings. They're like five, six bucks for however much it is. You th- uh, Cajun seasoning on them. There's no carbs or anything. Fucking throw it in there for, depending on how strong your air fryer is, 20 minutes, 25 minutes, or whatever. Dude, oh my fucking God. I'm eating yeah. them like every other day now. I did, uh, I used it for the first time this morning. I made, because I'm eating eggs and bacon and yeah. shit like that too. I, I made uh, I made bacon in there. You can I eat eggs? I thought it was just. No, no you can eat, eat eggs. Anything. I you think mean, you can even you do can, a little bit of dairy if you want. Yeah, milk, no, but cheese, yes. Because yeah. cheese isn't like high carbs. Milk right, it's got high, you need high fat on this too, so yeah. I mean, cheese is high in fat. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, the bacon, I didn't think it would come out crispy. It came out nice and crispy like I did it on the fucking stovetop. I haven't fucked the bacon on it yet, but I've been dying to. Corny did it the other day. And it, it, if you, I don't know how yours is, but mine, on even with the steak, like for steak, it said 12 minutes, 400. Way it more. took like eight minutes. Uh, I don't know how big yours is. See, the size steak that I threw in there, I've cooked a couple of This is only a six-ounce sirloin. All right, that's not bad. Yeah. I had a fucking couple big boys because New York strips were on sale for a little bit. Yeah. Big boys. I had like an inch thick, almost a pound steak the other day. And that thing took me like 20 Look, minutes. Yeah, yeah, this thing was, it was only... I, it said 12. I flipped it after like five. Yeah, no one And then I checked again and it was done after like eight minutes. And the bacon took like five minutes. Seven Everything's box, different. Right? Everything yeah. it depends on how... Jeez. If you want to crank up the heat, then obviously it'll be done quicker. But I like to I like slow cook steak, slower cook it. Yep, kind of like that. Yeah. Seventy bucks. Huh? I just so went by. Uh, I just went by the, the settings. You know, they have settings yeah, for yeah, certain yeah. food, and like you cut down a few minutes off their settings. Like, I mean, if you want a well done steak, I don't like well done steak. I like a medium. So the way I've been doing it is, I I don't cook it at a real high. I keep it at uh, my thing says three sixty, which is not mine. Says four hundred. Yes, yeah, mine's that. Mine's the opposite. So yeah. if I cranked it up to four hundred, it would be of the same as yours. I do it three five right in the middle. Now, so my average steak foods. is between ten and twelve minutes, which is fine with me because that's how long it takes on a grill. Yeah, yeah. I like my medium rare. So that's why it probably took a little less time. See, yeah. honestly, I'm like, like looking at the plates, like I fucking yeah, but, fries and shit. I'm yeah, but you can weight, you I'm can at this, like, Damn, the air fryer good. you can you can cook anything in it. That's yeah, the thing. no, and it's healthier, dude. Yeah. And you like, can make legit fries, your own French fries, and it's yeah. way like, healthier. I had no idea what a fucking air fryer was at all, and I'm like, well, what? What do we need that? And then when you get it and you actually use it, you're like, holy shit, how did I survive Yo, without it? Supposedly broccoli, like asparagus, shit like that, is supposed to be bomb in it. Like vegetable, I haven't fucked with vegetables in it because I haven't needed it. But I do. I've been doing vegetable. I do. That's how I use it. Yeah. Tomorrow, I'm probably gonna try, and I'm gonna, I'll have yeah, probably have eggs and bacon. I'll try some eggs in there too. Like take the basket out, just throw them right on the. Fucking Ray is about to buy an air fryer right now on the <laughs> spot, dude. They're fucking awesome. No, here's, here's do it. You won't one. do it, pussy. You I won't order it. it. You know why it's awesome? Because I love my grill and everything, but with the wind lately, it's been too fucking. I only have a really small. Oh yeah, grill. I don't grill at all. You can't. I do, and I love it. I just filled my tank up, but it's too cold right now. It's honestly just too cold. It takes you blow through propane because you have to let it heat up so much longer than normal. Then when the wind kicks in, it fucking blows it all around. It takes hey. way longer than necessary. Yeah. Cooking them on it, I have I a nice griddle pan, yeah. and that works good, but that takes that smokes the fuck out of your house up. Birthday. This thing, dude, no smoke, no fucking bad smells. It It's unreal how fucking nice it I is. I wasn't sure how good steak was going to be in it, because I, 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 like I like to sear it where I get like a yeah, nice crust on the outside and the rare inside. Just preheat it. And then, yeah, it got a little crusty on the outside, so yeah. it was good. You know what's nice too? Here's one thing that I did the other day, dude. So I have a hard time because I love a one bold and spicy. So I've been using just a really small amount just to break it up. I threw uh, Himalayan pink sea salt, fresh cracked pepper, and a little bit of garlic powder on my steaks. This is all I use. Yeah. Love it that way. Um, so what I did the other day was when the fucking steak came out and I was letting it rest for a minute, I took a tablespoon of butter and just went up and That's down. I always hot. do that, yeah. Dude, the fucking like buttery fucking steak sauce like that dude, naturally. Dude. dude bro I'm fucking bro the best part about them though is the fucking cleanup yeah it's easy like fucking fast you know what's fucking about that I, I got me a fucking dog <laughs> I put my fucking pan on the bottom on the, on the floor for him he yeah. cleans the fuck out of the thing I just give it a little quick rinse boom ready to go You'll did you think your fucking stove again did you think at the start of this episode you were gonna fucking drop $81 on probably not but I was definitely interested and fucking sold on it so in other words what we're getting at is please somebody who works for an air fryer company sponsor us maybe <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you know, you don't even have to pay us much. Just maybe send us... Damn, you didn't even do any research. You just said, oh, air fryer. Let me get this one. <laughs> yeah. One, I'm not even kidding. He, like, one night I was craving chicken wings and didn't want to go buy them. After we... It was literally after one of the first podcasts we did this in the past, maybe two weeks ago, you were, you brought them up. 
Yeah. It was three days later. It was a Tuesday night. I was picking up Rosie from Target. I walked in. I was like, "Fuck it!" <laughs> like, I just bought. And then we. From oh, there, you we just went, bought it? Yeah. Like I don't. I don't know. Like I bought it on like a Tuesday night. We're picking her up from TJ Maxx. Yeah. I walked into Target after work. Grabbed the fucking air fryer. Picked her up. Went to Stop and Shop. Grabbed two packs of wings. We tried out the wings that night. And both of the the first two were like, "Damn!" Like fucking stewed. So dude, good. They were man. good, dude. Oh god, bro. Fuck. Yeah, never made probably cuts the time to fucking cook like him with a crack pot. Fucking no, way better. You want to know Ray's research? Way better. He looked it up. Hey, Steve, this is like the one you bought? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the one I bought, but it's close. Yeah. It's pretty fucking close. Uh, yeah, so long story short, after we just went on that tirade, we're both on the, on the fucking track now. We're all fucking water champs right now. We're all killing it with that. So we'll see what happens. Um... I have a couple things to add in, like 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 working out wise, that I feel pretty good. Hopefully, when you if you hook up over at any time, we can hook up one or two nights. Yeah, I'm probably gonna end up doing because like Thursday, uh, Tuesday through Thursday is not gonna happen. I'll probably end up going Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yeah, yeah. You all, I mean, what time do you get out of work? Six thirty in the morning. Bang out after that once in a while. Nah, I'd rather do, if I'm gonna do it, I'd rather just do it the days up because I'm not gonna. I know I'm not gonna because I come. I'm fucking filthy when I come yeah. home. I'm not going to the gym. Well, they have a shower. Yeah, shower, yeah, man. No. Shower, get, yeah, get yourself some shower shoes. Hey, man. I, shower yeah. shoes, dude. Fuck you. I take showers at fucking LA all the time because I do with a sauna. I do, uh, I do the, I'll do 20 minutes in a sauna and then I go right into an ice cold shower. Man, you want to talk about fucking living? Mm. Bro, L I V I N. Fucking, yeah, that's right. <sighs> Days and Confused reference. You're welcome. Um, yeah, so anyway, so. We're all on track there. That was a nice little 20 minutes of air fryer talk, guys. Now I'm fucking... Now I want some wings. Hey, Thanks. You got a joint? Oh, fuck. I know I know exactly where you're going with it, too. Fuck, motherfucker. I can't remember the rest of that right now. You'd be a lot cooler if, if you, you did. did. Fucking asshole. Bastard. He's like, wow, now my shoulder hurts. <laughs> Before we get into anything, I have a gift. Oh, boy. For yeah. Steve. Oh, oh boy. So this is... Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Nice. Good. Fuck yeah. Nice, dude. I'm proud of you. Beautiful. Hopefully, you'll appreciate it as much as Ray appreciated his fucking scarf that he probably threw away. <laughs> it's in my bedroom. So, we're finally going to get to do the, uh, the Young Guns uh, callback. Then Young Guns 2 is still... I saw it somewhere. I think. Voodoo. You could, voodoo? Yeah. yeah. Voodoo. Voodoo uh, from a magic... Yeah, we got a... This is a fucking podcast full of juggalos. <laughs> Right, Ray? No. Yeah. Hey, as Brandon said, he heard it on the internet. So I it's guess true. so. Originally, it's from a Ghetto Boy song. Yeah. Um, Psst, fuck that one-eyed Bush-eyed Bushwick Bill. Bush-eyed Bill? Bush-eyed Bill. Oh, shit. We, we eye brothers. I love you, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> now that you guys are ICPing it up, I guess that's an odd transition. We might as well do it. Um... One well, man had a yeah, at least one Who? fucking juggalo tattoo, didn't he? Who? Who? Big Pooms? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Didn't he? Right? Yeah. He had he had I think he had, he had this few. tattoo actually. Yeah, I don't that's know. not a, that's not a juggalo. It few, but he definitely yeah. had. Um, he had I think he had Ringmaster, and I'm like, oh, that's the worst Joker card that I ever get. Lies. Right. Fuck you, lies. <laughs> what we're Any gonna... self-respecting juggalo hates fucking Ringmaster. Who? They should. Who? Me. Who? Yeah, me. Who? <laughs> As is an L on the TV. Yeah, I, I can't fucking. It's not letting me go to the main card. Well, good job. Oh, now it's now it's oh, where it's somewhere. 
Good job, Gina Raimondo. I'm blaming Speaking you. Speaking of uh, Puma, sure. we're going to break up. That's Puma. what I was going to do, yeah. So let's trim. So the next transition, 23 minutes in. Um, today, um, might be a sadder note, but we'll try to make it as light as possible. Today, as we, are, as, as we are filming this. As we are filming this. Um, it's been four years since a good brother of ours, um, we know him best as the giant Puma. Uh, other people know him as uh, Matt Gadu. Um He's a very, very... He was a good guy. We all kind of know him via wrestling or however else you know him. He was a really close friend of most of our or all of ours, really. Um, back in the USWF wrestling days, uh, Gary and Steve probably have better older stories than I do because I came around a little bit later, but I have some fun things that I can kind of bring up too. We wanted to all tell a couple quick stories. Ray knew him too. Um, we all have a couple of small little quick things we can talk about with him. It's been four years since he passed away, unfortunately. Um, it, was a, it really was a... a tragic loss personally um me and puma were never necessarily saw we didn't always see eye to eye but we had a mutual love and respect for each other um i think my issue i guess oh i always looked at it with him was uh, not issue with him but i think the issue with the two of us was i came in so late and was kind of like an alpha of my own group that when you put me and him in the same room it was like like I never thought I needed to earn his respect. I kind of had the, the same thing with him. Yeah, you know, like when you you, I was always he used to call me a rogue. You know, like you yeah. uh, fucking rogue or whatever. Like, but after a little while, you kind of you know, there's points. He was all about respect. And he was all about like honor and stuff. And the one thing you got to give him uh, among many other things was the fact that he did. He you know he had an honor system and um, he stuck to it. And when he cared about you, you knew he cared about you. No matter how, whether you saw eye to eye or not, like you knew the man was there for you. You know, uh, little things like he hated text messaging. <laughs> you know, like he wanted that phone call. And typically, if you saw Puma come up on your phone, it was always it was going to be one of two conversations. You know, it was either going to be really good or it was going to be fucking <laughs> going to get your uh, little little talking to a little ear beaten. Yeah, I got a I got an ear beaten many a times. So, oh uh, yeah, Vegas. Uh, you know, we got we got to do some talking. <laughs> like, one time, I, I uh, we'll get into that in a couple minutes. But there's some good ones. But uh, so long story short, we wanted to kind of just. Have a couple of fun stories and uh, talk about him because the man deserved to uh, to be talked about. And if the, if we were doing this while he was still alive, one hundred percent, he would have been on there and he would have been a good guest because he loved music and he was a very articulate human being. The guy that I knew, anyways, um, loved his friends, loved his family, loved his loved the wrestling, and that's that really. Um, I, I don't know if anybody wants to add to the description of him, but. Uh, I know Gary had a story too, and I'm sure Steve has one or two, and I'm sure they're going to go and coincide we'll with. Probably end up picking up, piggybacking off of Gary's stories. Yeah. So Gary, if you want to take over uh, that <laughs> as uh, the commercials playing, I have two stories that come to mind when I think of Puma. One of them uh, is a, kind of a long one that involves me and Steve, and then there's one. Actually, Steve was actually involved in this one, but he probably won't even remember it. Um, Matt was a juggalo and at the time i was a huge juggalo steve juggalo we would all go not as the, as groups yeah steve was a fucking juggalo steve true. steve was so much of a goddamn juggalo it's been brought up a couple times on here that this motherfucker lost his shirt and his shoes in an icp pit yeah, yeah. that doesn't make me a juggalo no no no. steve is a juggalo steve came out the- i was a fan that's it steve was a juggalo steve Steve, you were got no 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 no, no, no. you 
this involves you because Puma would be so mad at you right now for denouncing that you were a goddamn juggalo. Did you or did you not at one point have ICP stickers on the back of your car? I did. There you go, juggalo. Okay, so we would go to ICP shows and uh, I think it was the old Lupos where if you would be in line, like you'd have to wrap around like the building. Yeah. So with ICP shows, they always fucking sold out at uh, at, uh, Lupos. So I think this was maybe in the summertime. So we're all waiting in line. I don't know if Steve was there, but I think he was. I was. Okay, so we're all in line. Puma's there. And at the time, um, a mutual friend of all of ours, um, known as Juice, was on a radio show, like a, I think a, like a little local college radio yeah. show called The Hatchet Show. A hatchet, I think, yeah, I think it was called The Hatchet Show. Yep. So they came in his buddy Trevor and everything. And each week they would have like a show about ICP. They would play ICP music and they would have call-ins and everything. So they decided, okay, well, we're going to do some promotion for the Hatchet Show. So at the time they were all wearing, um, they would wear masks for some strange fucking reason. I don't know why, but they were all wearing masks. And Wait, it was, Juice and his friends? Juice and his friends oh, all are wearing masks because this was part of their like persona. Uh, yeah, because I think Trevor went as bogus Trizzy and Juice was always, I think, I don't Juice. know if he was called that before he was rapping or, or not. I don't know. I think he was called bogus but uh, on the radio show. So either way, they're like, okay, we're going to do promotion for... <clears throat> the ICP show. And their promotion was they were going to get in a car. And I'm pretty sure they had like a convertible top. So it was mm-hmm. just everybody sitting in a convertible top, driving slowly by the ICP crowd as we're all standing on the side of the building waiting to get in. And that was usually the best part of the show, by the way. ICP what, shows. What, the crowd? Pre-show. Uh, yes and no, but it definitely got like... Probably a lot less sticky. It, well, no, because no assholes would yeah. would They'd be doing it outside. Oh, they would bring. Fi- oh my god! So many times that like I would have to like walk out of line because also too at that point we were always getting there like fucking like one o'clock in the afternoon. So like we were sitting there and waiting in line fucking like eight hours because we had to get in and get a good spot. When it was Hatchet Gear decided oh, Hatchet show they're gonna promote the show, drive up by the crowd, blasting ICP music. Telling everybody, hey, come see the show, come see the show, come like come listen to our show. So they get to the point where like they're gonna drive by us. So we're all standing in like one little group, as USWF does. Puma has a fucking cup, ice co- ice coffee from Dunkin' Donuts in his hand. They drive by, fucking Puma goes, watch this, fuck this asshole. Takes the fucking thing, hucks it at him, hits juice right in the face. Fucking ice coffee goes all over them. <laughs> fucking hatchet. Fuck the hatchet show me. They just fucking sped off and got out of there. And fucking boom was like, yeah, I get that motherfucker right in the face. <laughs> and like, the best part is too, if you didn't know Puma, I wish I had live footage of him right now because there is some out there. Or there's a lot of it out there. But his laugh was so like iconic to him. You can I can hear it in the back of my head. You know, like it was like a fucking... I don't even know how to explain it. Well, yeah, and it he was would infectious o- when he would do it, like ha ha ha, ha like the way. Yeah, he did. yeah, and then like I he would, I can't even. He would do that, it. like ah, get that motherfucker right off So he did, yeah, he did that. So like, and he did that just to like, I don't know if he did it just to pop us, but something tells me that like if we weren't there, I still think he would have done it. Probably. I don't even think that he knew. That we knew them. <laughs> no. Because it was just like, watch this. I'm just gonna take my fucking iced coffee. <laughs> 
And <laughs> fucking, yeah. Yeah, he wasn't afraid of anything, so he would he would do something like well, that. When, when you're that big, it's like how many people are gonna like step to you? And he didn't give a fuck. Either. No, he did not give a fuck. He, he really was that dude. Like he he didn't back down. I, I never saw him back down from anything. And my second story <laughs> is this. I've I think I've told this a few times to certain people, but so I'll tell it now because it's it's a really funny story. Um. I think it was a non-taping USWF uh, Sunday. So we all decided, okay, we're all going to hang out and get together. So we all decided we were going to go swimming. So we were all going to go swimming. It was a bunch of us. And we all took, like, different cars to get there. And one of the cars that we were in, we were following, like, Puma and his friend. I I think his friend was Steve. I think they called him Steve Dave. Oh, I think the bigger guy, right? Is it the bigger guy? No, that's um, that's Duck. That's Duck fine. is Duck the... is Ed Aruda, yeah. Yeah, but anyway, I think his name was Steve. I, th- I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. we're following them down here to this uh, to this pond. Nobody knows where it is, so we're following them. This guy, you know, we're all, we're going down like dirt roads. We're going down dirt roads, but he's going like super, super fucking fast, and like we can't. Well, I know. Run. I know. I think I know exactly what Steve is talking about. I think that's where he lived. Well. He, I think that's right up the road from here. I think I know exactly. I, I can probably pull him up. It doesn't matter. Keep going. Well, we, well, okay. So we're following him, and we're all in like different cars. It's like four or five different cars. Were we in Coventry? Where were we? I think we're in Coventry because I'm gonna say the name of the pond, and you probably even know what it is. Carmichael. Like, yeah. Yep, I go there all the time. Okay, that's so a way long, like windy dirt road. Yeah, yeah. So way the fuck he out. was going like eighty. Yeah, and we're trying to. Oh, we're like, we're in a too? fucking flatbed. Oh boy. Well, no, 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 no. This, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, okay, no, I, I got you. So. We're all following up there because nobody knows how to get there. So finally, we all meet at the point where, like, we get there. Loverboy gets out of the car and he fucking starts mouthing off to Steve and Puma and everybody. He's like, oh, you could have killed us. Nobody knows where we're going. Blah, blah, blah. You're all in the same vehicle? No, no, no. We're on, like, four different vehicles because we're all following because we all went as a group. It was like, it was me. I think Arnie was there. Loverboy, Steve was there. Um, um, Puma's friend, uh, Eastside, Puma's girlfriend, no, was yeah, Puma's girlfriend, uh, Eastside's girlfriend, and like, I think maybe Kevin and a couple other people were there. So we all get out of the car, and Loverway immediately starts mouthing off because that guy was going so fucking fast. Yeah. Leads to words to the point where we were later told that the guy wanted to basically like shoot Loverboy because he was running in his mouth and he didn't give a shit because... And Loverboy didn't give a shit, so because he's fucking, he's like, he's tough guy when there's other people around, but like when you're by him, like when he's by himself, he's not like you know what I mean. Like he'll crumble. I don't really give a shit if he hears that, but it's the truth. So he got tough guy, and then uh, he ended up, I think, leaving, and everybody else left because they were fucking so bugged out that Loverboy just almost got in a fist fight. So the only people that were left, it was me, Steve, Puma. Eastside, Eastside's girlfriend, and was Puma's girlfriend there? I don't know. Wasn't there another... Uh, there was another girl there, too. Then it must have been Puma's girlfriend. No, another girl. Oh, maybe Steve's... There was a fat girl. Girlfriend. Oh, my God. I don't know. Well, either way, everybody from USWF left except for me and Steve and, obviously, Puma. So, we're all going swimming in Gar... What's that? Garpunkle Pound? Carbuncle. Carbuncle Pound. So... 
we're there for like a couple hours. We're all swimming. Uh, there's a fucking big giant log in the fucking uh, like a tree log in the in the water. We're all jumping off of it. And somehow, uh, you know, this is it nighttime? No, this is during the day. Okay. And um, someone there has marijuana, so marijuana gets stuck getting passed around. At this point, I think AKA like, weed. Yeah, the sticky marijuana, marijuana, marijuana cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, a, uh, a joint got pa- no. I don't even think it was a joint. I think it was a, a bowl. And at the time, I think it was like seventeen. Never smoked weed in my life, and I was always dead set against it because I well, I had my reasons. So I was dead set against it. Didn't want to do it. So like, I didn't want to look not cool and just be like, oh, I don't want to smoke weed. So like, I smoked it. And I smoked it a couple times and went around. Did you inhale, Clinton? I think I did. <laughs> so, got really, 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 like, fucked up. So you inhaled? Yeah. I must have been. I got fucked up. Like, <laughs> I was... paranoid. No, no, no. Oh, oh we, we get there. <laughs> so, it's getting a little late. It's getting dark. So, we're like, all right, we're going we're gonna to go. So, we're going home, and we're driving home. And at one point, someone cuts, like, okay... We're in a pick. We're in a, a truck. Like Puma is in the front with I think the friend Steve, and in the back it's me, Steve, uh, Eastside, and Eastside's girlfriend. So we're all in the back of the pickup truck. So we're driving, and somebody cuts us off. So without hesitation, they stop following the guy who cut us off. Who's driving? Steve. Okay. He's driving, and now. He's fucking speeding up on the guy because the other guy must realize, okay, this guy's following us. Yep. They start speeding. We're going down the dirt road for the carbuncle, whatever. As you know, it's windy. Carbuncle pond. I call carbuncle. it carbuncle. Carbuncle bond. So we're going down the road. It's fucking like a dirt road, windy road. We're doing Damn. fucking, we're doing 80 miles an hour. Yes. We're doing 80 miles an hour down this dirt road. And fucking, we're on this guy's ass. In a pickup, by the way. In a pickup. When back when you could do that, you can't do that anymore. Okay. Now keep in mind, at this point, we're eighty on a dirt road. I am stoned out of my fucking mind. <laughs> I am literally probably for the first time too. This was the first time. Oh boy. I am paranoid. I am fucking scared. I'm like, we're gonna die. We're gonna die. Eastside's girlfriend. Sees me fucking panicking. She's like, okay, you know, just like she kind of like gives me a hug and like I put my head down. Like I'm in the fetal position and like my head is between her legs and I'm like, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. Damn. And we're fuck. Damn, that girl's smoking. Oh my goodness. That's the one I was talking about earlier. I couldn't remember her name. Steve, you weren't fucking kidding. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Woo. Okay, so we're driving. Yep. And I'm paranoid. And I'm fucking scared shitless. So finally, we kind of reach, like, the main road. We're off the dirt road, and we're still following them. Finally, we corner them into this parking lot of a business. We're maybe about 50... They park, and we're about 50 feet away. Before the fucking car could even stop, Puma, barefoot, runs out of the fucking car. And fucking beelines and runs for this car. So like as this point I like I'm I'm like okay we're not dead we're not dead as I lift my head up I see Puma fucking reach into the car punch the guy in the fucking face <laughs> rips him out of the car walks him over to the fucking pickup truck and he goes 
you need to apologize to my friends. <laughs> I can fucking uh, totally see every... Makes the guy happening. fucking apologize to us and then fucking like, get the fuck out of here. So, we get dropped off and I look at Steve and I'm like, Steve, do I look high? He goes, nah, man, you look good. You look fine. <laughs> I go upstairs in my fucking house. My eyes are fucking so bloodshot. I'm like, you motherfucker. And at the time, like, I'm, I'm 17. Good, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm living at home. Like, I don't want my parents to see I'm fucking stoned. But, like, I fucking, like, oh, man, I just walk in the house. Yeah. My eyes were fucking so red. Like, if my parents were somewhere, I would have been so fucked. You forgot to mention the part where your face was basically in her crotch, and you basically you could have been eating her out at one point. <laughs> wouldn't have, wouldn't have, wouldn't have had an issue with it. So was this the same night? Because I have another memory of going to Puma's apartment. Did we go to his apartment? Nope. Uh, we went to Puma's apartment the night that I won. Actually, you know, I have another story too. I can tell, but <laughs> um, I'm not. Um, the, the night we went to Puma's apartment was the night that I won the world title. Was Jack Hammer and his girlfriend there? Yeah, and they got in a huge fucking, they got yeah. in a huge fucking yelling argument and, fight. And uh, Eastside's girlfriend and the fat chick that I was thinking about that I thought was part of that story wanted me to have a three-way. And I was like, yeah, no, not with the fat girl. <laughs> would you now? Probably. I don't remember what she looks like, but probably. But... Would Eastside's you, girlfriend was hot. Yeah, but would you now do it knowing that you got to take one, quote unquote, for the team to get to the girlfriend? I Eastside's said girlfriend. I would. Yeah, but like knowing, like even if she's like disgusting, would you still take that one for the team? Like, would I you might. like? Oh, I might. Good man. Can Stand you bird box it? What? Can you bird box it? Never watch bird box. And you put a blindfold on. Is basically what I was getting at. I I don't give a shit, dude. <laughs> I wouldn't even put a fucking blindfold on. I mean, what do you By got? the way, that pizza, whatever we had that night, no. was the best fucking pizza I ever had in my life. You know what, what was, was on it? Chorizo. Whatever, what is that what you call Charissa. it? I've never had that. So good. Chorizo. First time, that fucking pizza was bomb. Yes. Yeah. We fucking, we went to Fall River that night. Yeah. Because I like, yeah, got Puma called me up. He's like, hey, man, you guys want to come out, come over? And at the, at the time, me and Puma had that. Because <clears> we had that weird, I always thought in my head, me and Puma didn't get along. He had that with a lot of people, though. I think it's because of, again, what I was saying Because he's so honest and upfront. Like, yeah, and sometimes a, he can come off a, like... A big-time alpha. Like, yeah, yeah. It was, and if you were even a little bit similar to that, you're going to butt heads a little bit yeah, with yeah. him, you know? I mean, it's... Like, what you... Not, not to cut you off, so finish that part of that story in a second, but, like, just little things like even going to his apartment <laughs> before. Bless you. Nowadays, you have things like Facebook will tell you when somebody's in the vicinity of you. I went out one time and I was like, I don't know if I was in fucking Fall River or whatever back when we was living in, in Fall River again. And I went somewhere to hang out with somebody over there. And he fucking saw that I was there because I checked in at a bar or whatever. And he calls me the next day and he's like, he's like, fucking Vegas. You fucking, you're, you're my fucking hood. You don't even give me a call, bro. And I'm like, I'm like, hey man, I'm like, I just, I was, I was, I was out with some, uh, some friends or whatever. And he's like, He's like, yeah, so you can come over the fucking bridge, come to my fucking neighborhood, you can fucking go watch the Patriots games with some other fucking cocksucker. He's like, but you can't fucking call me. Come, I, I, I like the Patriots. I, you can come up, play Madden with me. Yeah. He's like, what the fuck? You know what I'm doing? A bad fucking Puma impression, but he had that, like, yeah, distinct, you know, like, uh, oh, yeah. Rachel Ostovich? Not sad mm-hmm. with that, man. Come I'll on. still take the other girl, but uh, yeah. I'm the one that just popped up. You know, yeah, who's, yeah. you know who's overrated? I mean, who the fuck am I to say anything about looks? But you know who's fucking... Vastly overrated in looks. Paige Van Zandt? Yes, Paige Van Zandt. Yeah. 
She's a good looking girl. Man. She's alright. She's a good looking yeah, girl. Yeah, she is. Right she's good looking, but like. Now, hold on. She's a lot of makeup. Now, me personally, you know I'm more of a rose. Looks like? She rose looks cut. like the fucking, uh, the wife from fucking Curb. Yeah, she does. She's She's got a great Cheryl. body. Cheryl something. Yeah. She yeah. doesn't have a great face. My problem, she just looks like every fucking blonde California chick yeah, ever. True. Yeah, true. I am a huge fan of Rose Nirmar or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. You know, the Rose. Raj Nakamaka Jaka. Smoking, smoking hot. Still, no Gina Carano. But I, Naga, Naga, not going to work here anymore. Now. Yeah, shout out. Uh, so, <laughs> anyways, it was just one of those things with Puma, like, I don't know. You, again, back to the respect thing or the honor system with him. You know, like, I remember fucking going to a, a party at Casa de la Elias in East Providence one time, and, like, this is when I was kind of new to Sam's Club and new to really, like, this is after Evans era, but, like, not like new USWF at like Blackheart's place this is more like in between so I'm, I'm friendly with everybody because I'm working at fucking Sam's Club at this point like Kevin and fucking Arnie and all those guys mm. so me being the kind of guy I am I always rolled with a crew like that's just the way I was I like I'd go to a party I'd have fucking minimum three to four people with me you know whether it would be like Brandon or fucking Ray or like whoever at the time I, our buddy Jesse and I think it might have just been me and Jesse we were like bouncing around we went from like one party to a bar to like we having to stop by, you know, uh, Ingerslam and fucking just to chill out or whatever. And like Puma's there, and my buddy Jesse, you know, just like Ray or myself or anybody else. Sometimes we get a little drunk. We were, you know, we would hit hit it a little bit hard. So Jesse was into like karate and legitimately like he could fight. He was he's super fucking agile and strong and like it's weird. He was he's like, deceptively strong though, the way he is. Um, you don't expect it out of him because he's kind of skinny and whatever. So he's he's fucking drunk and like Puma the whole time is kind of ragging on him because he's like he doesn't know who, who Jesse is, you know. In like typical fucking Puma fashion, like Vegas, what the, what, what the fuck's up with this rogue you're bringing him? Well, I mean, come on, you know what's, what's going on with this guy? You know what the fuck's is, what's his deal? And I'm like, ah man, he's a good guy. Just trust me, just trust me. Now he's getting <coughs> a little bit more drunk. All of a sudden he's now he's hammered, yep. and now he's telling Puma that he can fucking that he can uh, wrist lock fucking flip him like judo throw him and like I'm pretty sure he he probably could have like I've seen him do it to a bunch of people I've seen Jesse like fight and I've been into I've been in fights with him and I've I've we've been in mutual like situations where I've you know whatever so long story short so this whole time I'm like laughing because I'm like I'm like oh boy because I didn't really get how serious it was going to get I think it's just funny because he's, Jesse's like yeah come on Puma just grab my wrist just grab my wrist and he's like now he starts doing that laugh like ha ah, ha you know like, he's like Vegas get your boy away from me you gotta you gotta back him down just trust me you don't want none of this man just get him back and now because he's laughing at it at first but then after a little while like Jesse just keeps fucking with him and he's like he pulled me aside and fucking kind of calm, calm me down I ended up just getting him out of there or whatever but you never hear the end of that like from yeah, yeah. forever after that it's like you gotta keep on bringing these fucking rogues around Vegas what's up and like I would drop like two or three pegs in his you know in his stance because I don't know man just like little things yeah He's a fucking. He was. He was a. He was an interesting guy. Now those things rub people the wrong way. Uh, sometimes for me, like I love that about him. That was that was my favorite thing about him. I agree. The fact he was very upfront. And very upfront and fucking, you know, honest. If he didn't, if he had something to say, he said it, mm-hmm. and he usually did it respectfully. You know. Oh yeah, the like I said, the even phone calls. If, yeah. If he caught wind of something, he would. If dude, if there was a beef, he didn't like. He would 100% want to squash it. And I don't even just mean with him. Like, yeah, with, yeah. Of people that he cares about. If two people that he cared about weren't getting along, he'd be the first one to call both of them and, like, tell tell both of them to cut the shit. Yeah. Or, like, you know, just hanging out with them fucking... 
I don't know, man. Any anytime. Just he was one of those people. He was larger than life, like literally and figuratively. I mean, like even coming to my. I think the day I really earned his respect was one of my Memorial Day cookouts, which are infamous in their own right. You guys have both been to them now. Ray's obviously a fucking veteran of those himself, but one of the first. I don't think he ever realized like how big of a deal they were, and this is by like 2010, probably 2011, somewhere around that range. And he brings over some Puma Punch. I mean, yeah. I'm sure we've all done the Puma Punch, right? The fucking yeah. essentially just jungle juice, but it's not, you know. The last time I ever got drunk off my oh, dude, was that at Rain's house? No, the, uh, no, we went to a USWF Fourth of July party, and um, I kind of didn't want to go, but Glenn was like, "Dude, you gotta come! You gotta come! So many people are gonna come! So many people are gonna come!" And we got there, there was like nobody there. So, like, I kind of got all fucking, like, sad and, and boo-boo about it for some reason. So, I had five solo cups filled oh of Puma Punch Dude, under a minute and a half. That shit was so fucking strong. Whatever so the fuck he put in that shit, man. I got so fucking drunk. And this is why a lot of people will notoriously, like, when they hear that, like, if I'm going to throw up, they'll constantly make fun of me because I'm a loud puker. Oh, you so like, yeah. so like, I'm in the corner, fucking, <laughs> and kinda I remember, like, kind of like Benny, and I was mad. Oh, I was mad because I wore, um, I had a brand new like old school like uh, Sabu like the white homicidal, genocidal, suicidal like shirt, mm-hmm. and I wore it to that event. Oh, I fucking fucked it all up because I decided I wanted to have a wrestling match in the ring because it was at Evans Yard. Yep. And uh, yeah, and then Lover Boy saw that I was getting all the attention, so he decided that he was going to drink as did much I as I. That? I don't know if you did. I mean, you would remember me in the corner puking, but that was I, literally I kind of vaguely remember like something like that, and you having a match, and but I don't, I don't remember if I was there. Oh yeah, I was. Oh dude, yeah. Can you imagine five cups in under under a minute and a half of Puma Punch? No, dude, stuff was fucking dangerous. He he brought it to that Memorial Day, the first time I ever had it. And I remember just like you, he was one of those people. I was like that notoriously for a while too. Like, oh, do a shot with me. Like, you know, it's not the only thing up shower. to that level is fucking caribou. Lou. I don't even know what the fuck you've said that word for fucking twenty years, and I have no yeah. idea what the fuck you're talking about. Um, One fifty one Malibu and pineapple. Just, yeah, that's just strong. It's Ooh, fucking Tech Nine's drink of choice. Oh, see, I knew you're a juggalo. <laughs> Yeah, it's just one of those things, man. Like you know, you'd come up to him and be like, "Oh, you gotta Vegas. You gotta, you gotta have, uh, you gotta join the family. You gotta uh, have a swig of poom punch." Yeah, because you would always bring. Whole, he would bring a, like a big the jug of it. It was yep. like ghetto juice with whatever fucking boozy mixed in it, but it tasted the same pretty much every time. And it, it was like a community thing, you know. Like you'd everybody would have to do a shot of fucking. Fuck, Courtney even drank the poom punch. Yeah, man. It was just one of those things, dude. It was like a rite of passage. Thing. I don't know if I ever actually had it to tell you the truth. I've had what it was it? Times. Everclear fruit punch? I no, dude. Honestly, to this day, I, I, I honestly think it's whatever they had, and they nah, just because it was the same every time. Yeah, maybe, but, maybe it started out like that. Maybe it was just straight up jungle juice where you just put whatever you wanted in it. But I'm telling you, by the like by that Memorial Day, because every time after that he would bring it, and it tasted the same every time to me. So maybe it's just I don't know. I don't know if I drank it in like the early stages of when it was, but. Jesus Christ, man! It, it was, was. It would be. It was just jungle juice. Like if you go to like a party in certain places, they have like the big like. Well, you say jungle? Thing. I don't know anything about jungle fucking. juice. Is essentially just. It's like the. It's essentially what he was making. They would go like. It's for like. <clears throat> you don't have a lot of money. Like it's yeah, in yeah, ghetto. Yeah. They, that's what they call it, jungle juice. So like they they get like you get like a like a pitcher thing or like a fucking I don't know like I I had jungle juice one time. The first time I ever even heard about it. 
so I went to an outside cookout or whatever, like a party, and they had one of those fucking Gatorade jugs that they, you know, like when you went to Cerul, they splash the fucking coach with, mm-hmm. yep. filled with jungle juice. And it was literally just that, it was fruit punch, fruit punch, like the gallon dollar joint that you get from fucking Dairy Mart or whatever, yep. with literally like whatever booze they had. They just, like everything and anything anybody brought, they just threw into this thing. And it was just, it was worse than drinking like a fucking, uh, Fuck you doing under that cloudy in there real quick. It's going through his little bag of tricks. You know the mic's picking all that up, right? Fuck you, I gave you a goddamn gift. And I appreciate it. Yeah. You didn't even Shut say thank you. Up. You didn't even say thank you, young grateful I didn't son watch of a bitch. It yet. Yeah. Oh, so you so I give you a gift. So until you use it, you have to say thank no, no, you. No, 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 not until I use it. Until I find out if it's good or not. True. He doesn't know if there's anthrax underneath that fucking plastic. Thing. No, that's not what he's getting at. He's judging his thank you and if it's gonna be a good movie. So if Young Guns is not a good movie, I'm gonna be it's the not even Blu-ray. <laughs> fuck you, motherfucker. You know what? Fuck you. I'm taking it back. I'm going to be an Indian giver. Oh, wait. I'm going to be a guy who takes back stuff. We can't say that. No. Whatever. All right. So we, we we did that. I'm sure it'll come up one, one or two more times. But um, the song that we're going to kick the show off was also one of his uh, one of his theme songs at one point. He had a bunch of them. I'm sure that'll come up again. So he'll be a running theme in this episode. So RIP Brother Puma. It's been four years. Um, we love you. There are many, many more stories. And... Maybe we'll get more people on someday and talk about some other stuff. But the thing that sucks about Pumer though is uh, with him going, he was the glue that tried to keep everybody in USWF friends and together. And even if we weren't doing wrestling, he always wanted us to hang out. Like, you yeah. Know, like if we weren't doing wrestling, it'd be like, hey man, like let's go fucking to a bar. Let's all go get a pizza. Let's go watch a fucking Patriots game. Like he yeah. always tried to. It was a family to him. Yeah, it was. It, was re- it really was, and it still. I mean, it still is. In a like sense, granted, like, like we all bonded over the fact that distant. like we liked wrestling, and that's what all brought us all together. But I think like with all the petty shit that like we've had to deal with, like with losing friends in our group, like if Puma was around, all this shit would have been squashed, and we all would still be friends. Yes like, and no. I mean, but that's the thing. Like, it's here's the thing with that because I don't want to go too deep into that because I want to move on to music and stuff. But realistically, now that it's, I mean, it, you can't live in the past. But I don't know if that would have been the case because look at the some of the stuff that's going on. Like the thing I sent you guys the other day. Like that's still would have happened. You know what I'm saying? No, but I'm talking about in like, our situation. No, I get what you're saying, but I look at it like this, like. I still don't think it would have changed anything because I, at this point in my life, I'm still the person that I am and I still would have been no matter what. So, like, I'm going to have my mindset and I always have and that's, again, why me and him were always kind of like... Like, I know the man loved me and respected me. Like, I know that. I've heard that from many of his people and, like, when he passed away, I was one of the... I was literally one of the first people there at the hospital and I'm not going to get into the details here in case his mom or somebody listens to this, but she was there in the room. She knows that I was there. Um, I might not have been as close to him as somebody like a Luis or Glenn or, like, you guys, but... Being in Born and Blood with him, like, I know he had a bond with me because of that. That's just the way he worked. And I know that, like, he cared about me because he would call me once in a while. Like, once, you know, or, like, if you needed, he was one of those guys, like, if you needed some advice, he could tell when something wasn't right. You know, like, Kevin's bachelor party or one of those bachelor parties. I can't remember which one it was. But we went to a bachelor party one time and I was all fucked up. I was depressed and I took, like, Adderall and shit. And, like, I was off. I was off my game. And he pulled me aside. He I was covered. Yeah, he knew something wasn't right, and he pulled me aside, and he was like, what the fuck is going on with you? And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm fine, man. He's like, no, you're not. He's like, something's not right. I know it. He goes, I, like, 
He's like, I can tell. He goes, I know when you're on, and he goes, I know when you're not. And he goes, right now you're not. Something's not right. And Because I think he heard me say that I took some Adderall or something. Yeah, you you kind of fucked up that night. I like, got all fucked up. Because, like, you, just, you even said to me, like, I think we kind of have, like, a heart-to-heart, and you, you said to me, like, I would have never thought that we would be friends. And yeah, I'm like, I thought that about a lot. And like, I all, seriously all guys. didn't know how to take that. That was, was like, different. I was like, okay, well, that's kind of weird. Well, it's because I, back in, like, here's the thing. So, before you get to know people, you hear stories about people. And you only hear the stories about people. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Well, you only hear the stories about people from their perspective. Yeah. Like, like honestly, one of the first times I ever hung out with Puma was at my house. We When they first, first originally tried, like, Kevin tried getting used to be together in, like, 07 or 08 or something. Like, way earlier. We started again in, like, 09, I think. But, like... There was an early thought process to try to get it together. We had, like, a cookout. They got a small keg. Was at my, I was like, oh, yeah, we can do it at my house. But the whole point was to, like, have it outside. Well, mainly because I didn't trust anybody. So, like, people I didn't know, I didn't trust in my house. And I had heard some things about a couple of the UCBF guys that, like, they hey, stole stuff. You'd be good if Juice was if juice was there, then you'd have to worry. Well, I don't know. All I'm saying is I went by what I heard about in the past, right? So... What I heard about in the past is what all I knew. I didn't know anybody well enough, and I heard that if they didn't like you, like they'd fuck your house up. I didn't, I knew that if they, they didn't like you, they'd steal your shit, blah blah blah, anything. So it's like raining outside, and I wouldn't let anybody in my house. Be it, we have this cake party at my house. So that was an infamous thing, and that's where me and his, me and him had a problem for that for a while because of that because he thought I was like disrespecting them, but it wasn't what it was. And then finally, I think I explained that to somebody like after I got better tight knit with that crew. And everybody kind of like was like, oh, all right, that kind of makes sense now. Because it wasn't like a disrespect thing, but in my in my head, hey, I told everybody to come to my house. Yeah. I didn't know it was going to rain. But like not for nothing, I only told everybody to come to my house because I thought we were going to be outside. And I thought like, and then as, as the night went on, like I told everybody to go to my house. I let everybody in my house. It wasn't like that. But originally, like, motherfuckers, you're staying outside. <laughs> I mean, like, let's let's pitch up a fucking tent. Like, I, I don't know any of you guys. And at that point, I didn't know any. But this is way before Memorial Day or any of that yeah. stuff. But it doesn't matter. So... That's just one of those things where, like, perception's everything, right? Perception's reality. So, like, if, if somebody tells you something about somebody... Like, I heard stories about USF guys when I was in UEBW. None of them were true. I heard that some of you guys were big-time coke heads, this, that, and the other thing. Turns out, you guys never even did coke. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that doesn't make you bad people, but, like, you only know what you're hearing. Right. You know? And especially when you're that young, you're impressionable. Like, you're gonna hear what you're gonna hear, and I don't fucking know. And then, like, you, you put the two and two together, like... The first one of the first matches I ever went to, one of the first shows I ever went to at USF because I never went to Jay's yard was Evans yard, and the first two things I witness are Mike caning fucking that dude smoking in the face and smashing his eye socket, literally walking into that segment being filmed. Yeah. Then Puma taking Chino and almost fucking killing him, throwing him over the fucking like on the concrete or over the fucking fence. Yeah. First two things I see, and I'm like, oh, all right, cool, all right, guys, yeah, let's wrestle. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's that's a lot to take in. And then everybody back then was drinking and shit, so everybody yeah. they were it was like fucking wrestling, like like the me and Steve booked that. I I've heard we've talked about it, but which we should talk about that on here too, that whole show because you guys obviously know that whole show very yeah. well, but. Like, we did dark matches that, that day, and by that point, everybody was fucking hammered and, like, heckling us the entire time. Like, people were doing, making up comments. Oh, that would have happened. Yeah, but yeah, I know that, but I wasn't used to that. Like, that's the That thing, happened so. to me. When I came from what I was doing into USWF, I had a good match with Jackhammer, and the commentary was just fucking brutal. Yeah. It's just I'm, the way sure. it was. 
Which, no, that I, I get. I'm not talking like real commentary. I'm oh, talking yeah, like no. just what's yeah, going yeah, on yeah, in the yeah. yard. Yeah, yeah. Like, fucking boy was hammered that day. That was it's the first a very, uh, out, bringing outsiders outside in is a, is a thing. Which, which yeah. was weird because there was like, numerous times where we would have open, not open tryouts, but like, hey, come down, watch if you want to be a wrestler, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then somehow, like, Steve got in, I got in, and it's like, if you're an outsider, like you're you're fucked. Like you yeah. need to you need to migrate yourself to a clique. And if you're not in the right clique, like you're like you know what I mean. Like I could have been if I didn't hook up with like Steve and like Arnie or whatever. Like I probably wouldn't have survived in that fucking backyard. Because, yeah, I, I saw that, and I was part of that at one it, point. And it's like you have to do everything exactly their way. And it's like if you're gonna go in there, like. You could have a fucking five-star match, as, I mean, the best as you can in a backyard. And like Steve said, you would go and you would watch it that Friday, and you'd be like, what the fuck? Like, why are they making fun of me for fucking yeah. being fat or doing this? And I'm like, I just had a great match. Yeah, Like, know. me and Steve, our first match together, we broke a fucking ladder that was supposed to be for a main event of, like, one of the, uh, the pay-per-views, like, the week later. And, like, we were almost, like, pretty much done. Yeah, because of that, yeah. Because of that. So it's like... Well, realistically, nowadays, that would, that's the same... Kind of, that still stuff kind of happens. Like, oh, if yeah, you bring yeah. a chair in the fucking chop shop, like, yo, you better fucking buy another... You better buy two. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but... Because like, there's this shit that, like, doesn't fly, but I know what you mean, but... But there was also a shit. lot of unwritten rules that you didn't know in that yeah, regard. That, like, if you broke it... Like, one time, Stray Cat, I'm in the middle of cutting a promo, and Stray Cat yelled at me for saying something. And I'm like, what are you yelling me for? He goes, you're doing the thing that I'm supposed to... Tell everybody after the taping not to do. And I'm like, what are you yelling at me for? Yeah, I don't but know. But again, believe it or not, real like wrestling companies right now still do stuff like that. Yeah. All that stuff is all. What's funny is even in a backyard, it was it was the politics and stuff were very much like know, actual it, wrestling. Yeah. 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 Which which is funny because it's really like that. Like yeah, even yeah. today, like it's funny how things are clicky and it's funny how all that stuff translates. Like people make fun of backyarders, but not for nothing. In this era and generation, we were all backyarders. Yeah, yeah. Everybody in a fucking locker room. At some point right yeah. now, has been a backyard. Yeah, so yeah. fucking stop it, calling people yard tars and all that other nonsense. Yeah. We, you all did it. Fuck off. But the, the worst <laughs> are when people who get on that high pedestal and that high horse who will make fun of people who are in the backyard. But little did they like did everybody it. know, yeah. they did it with you. That's the best part. That's how they know you. Uh huh. Think about it. Anyways, um, the, uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. We can go on and on about that forever, but. Which we, I'm sure we're going to circle back to this, and maybe we can even do like a part two because it'd be kind of funny. But uh, let's um, let's fucking move it to the music because it's an hour in. And I like yeah. to, I actually wanted to get to the music a little bit sooner than this, but that's okay. So one hour in the music today, which circles back to memories too, and I'm sure memories are going to come up via some of the songs we picked because we all got to chuck a lot of at least one. Um, let's go in order of the way they were played. So again, the theme is. One song that you liked when you were younger that you find cringy now, and one song that you fucking hated or found cringy when you were young and now at least like or maybe found a respect for. Um, I The second part of that was only dropped on us about an hour before we taped, or I started taping, so we all scattered for that one, but go ahead. I just did two cringy songs. Which is fine. Because... Gary doesn't search for new music, so he still plays music from his teens. Real quick, too. Well, I'm- no, it's not even that. It's like everything that I listened to as a kid, like I adapted and and liked. That's my point. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. And like, and here's the other thing. You said one thing. I'm just gonna throw it here on the table while while the podcast is on. I love you, Gary. I'm glad that you're part of the show now. But I'm gonna be honest. Remember, there's still three dudes, 
and we're the dudes that talk about music and that's the whole point of the show and when we were trying to go over come up with a new idea you're like yeah but that doesn't work for me because blah 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 and the three of us are like I fully understand that. <laughs> like the pecking order is always still going to be. I was given no, 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 three no, no, no. I enjoyed. I thought your bipolar thing. I still want to do that. I we'll thought just, that was good. It is still good, and we'll just do it. Yeah, time. we'll do it. It's yeah. just, we did a, a piece of that. Uh, like not a, long a ago. Piece of that, not long ago. Yeah. And realistically, what's even funnier is we've already done so many things that we've already forgotten. I know. And like we all threw out ideas, and I'm like, nope, we did that, or yeah. nope, we talked so. so it's gonna end up getting harder. We're gonna start. Re- what we should do was we can redo all of them. At yeah, which point. we're gonna. I just well, you know it's not only bad. Well, you know what we need to do like we should have made a fucking as stupid as it sounds. We should have made a fucking spreadsheet too yeah, and yeah. been like we've done this song, we've done this topic, and then can we circle back around? Well, what we need and to we do should probably start keeping track of that. instead of mm-hmm. us playing like UFC before like we start to do the music. We should all just maybe like brainstorm and all come up with like ideas. So then we have a list and we're like, okay, this week we're gonna do this well, instead I mean, of like do that in the chat. We yeah, don't have to do that. That's the whole point. Yeah, but like. We could have a pre-made list of right. shit that we can just pick from, so we don't have to like. <laughs> yeah, so right. Two days before we're supposed to tape, you go we back have... three months in that list. We we did that. We we literally blasted out fucking. Yeah, we, we did a lot. Of Eighty that. ideas. But well, we, we don't have to wait to send out ideas when we're here. We can do that on the chat. Too. I just, yeah, that's so I do a lot of thinking when I'm at the gym, and yeah. that's when I come up with my ideas. So a lot of times I have ideas, and then by the time I get ready to fucking write them down I was like I'm like fuck I don't remember that fucking I idea. always that's why I put stuff in it so if you just see me just throwing random shit that's why I'm doing it because yeah. if I don't put it there I won't remember it even if I have to scroll back to it so now I've been using my notepad thing on my phone but alright so the whole point was well, you guys get the fucking gist of it uh, Ray started playing the music off so we should go over Ray's picks also and we're doing we're gonna keep this going for now because I liked when we did it last week we don't tell each other what we're going to play now. We just play it. So if you know the song already, great. If you don't, we'll, then we'll find out about it. Uh, Are you cooking? Yep. yep. What the hell are you cooking? Good. Your fish fillets? No, pot no, roast. roast. We talked about it earlier. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I you said In case you didn't know, Ray told us like three different times he bought 40 fish fillets this I year. I did earlier. And he's yeah. happy about it. And they what's that name, Brad? <laughs> Gorton's. Gorton's. None of that brand. fucking dollar brand. store shit. It is it's a good brand, brand. yeah. Who buys dollar store fish? Not Your me. boy right there. <laughs> I ain't buying dollar store fish. Hell no. I'm surprised you don't buy. You know, I've always, I've always been tempted because I see them in there all the time when I was eating meat. Like they sell fucking like small little ribeyes, and I'm like, I can't at Dollar uh, Tree. Yeah, yes, no, fuck with and I can't, no, I can't, I could never like no put the money on the counter and be like, I'm gonna I've eat. I've heard this. they're pretty good. Yeah, I'm good. I'd rather fucking and they they would. They sell sometimes like you can get like a small little mini like shrimp cocktail for it. Nope. I'm like, yeah, no, that no, no seafood you <laughs> can't find. The, the best thing I just before we start talking about music, I still laugh about. I think it was the last time or the time before last when we were here. We were talking about like all these goals and fucking oh the, wait, the how, fucking Tostino's pizza rolls. Like Ray, like as Ray's just done talking about, I was hey, trying I to get healthy. You start. No, all of a sudden, <laughs> like I look over and I hear <laughs> click 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 click. And fucking frozen pizza. Dude, he's got the biggest fucking bag of pizza rolls. It just dumping them in a fucking bowl. And he always <laughs> decides he's going to make food, like, either at the point when we're getting ready to leave, or and nine times out of ten. Or we're not even done with the podcast, and all we can hear is clang, clang, bang, bang, clang, clang, clang. Well, yeah, he always decides he's going to cook when we leave, when he's either, like, completely, like, gone, like, from high or being, like, drunk. And I'm like, I don't know if I feel comfortable letting this motherfucker cook his oh, yeah. awesome chicken patties. I've, I've been worried about you a couple times, and it backfired. Like, the last time we drank, I think, on the show was the night you fucking used the well you ended up with like 
pasta over your <laughs> like you literally you fucking went outside and smoked your cigarette and you came back in and like the three of us were all sitting here kind of like oh yeah he's done he's cooked or whatever like not even thinking about it and all of a sudden like I can hear you over there like pouring water and I can hear the pasta going in and I'm like yo he didn't even boil the water he didn't fucking he didn't do nothing but he just turned on some fucking water on a pot and threw a bunch of pasta in. one of those recent ones like that's all you can hear is the background is the fucking pans <laughs> and the water <laughs> yeah. and the fucking that's the one it was, it was like yeah it was like three. dude it's so funny hearing it because you can hear us trying to like keep it together as you're back there because you're so rocked and then <laughs> when you that was dude I've had you cook before and like you cooked some pretty good food I remember like I had a bite of one of those pastas, and they weren't even like a fraction done. Yeah, but this is what I was like, 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 wow, dude. He he toasted. He comes pouring so much fucking Parmesan cheese on it too. It was so ridiculous. You come out here and you're like, what I understand, you're like. I love my cooking. I'm a great cook. And then you oh, hug, you cares? make frozen so chicken cares? patty sandwiches. We've been over this. You're like a fucking broken yeah, but it's, fucking But it's pig. fucking funny. Like a chef for your D over here. Like, I love my cooking. Well, he really, the thing is, is the flip side, he really can cook. And it's, he's really good at it. Like, his mom is a really good cook. So Those I, are just lazy meals. Yeah. But it was funny the one time you, I think on the show, you were talking about how good you could cook, and we look up and you're just like slinging chicken patties. You were good. I'm not gonna lie, I had like two of them, but the point is, is like, just, it's funny every time you go to, like, when Ray goes to turn his oven on, you know something fun's gonna happen, yeah. you know? Yeah. Then you made fish sticks. You know he's past the point of no return. Yeah, yeah he made the fish sticks because <laughs> yeah. he thought I was gonna eat the fish sticks. Yeah. No, he bought them. That yeah. Night. And then ended up making them later on that night. That was pretty good. All right, anyways. But so, I you're not going to eat them. I'm going to eat You did not go wrong, though, with the grapes, and I'm waiting for those red grapes. I got grapes. Out. Oh, fuck, man. Yeah. I can't yeah. fucking wait. All right. So, let's get on with the fucking music. Ray, you announce your pick. Uh, fuck the, you can give them fucking grapes a minute. We don't yeah. need to... It's bad enough we've already heard Gary smuggle yeah, fucking tic and everything else he's got going on. Yep. All right, so my first pick was Static X, Push It. And now, was this your cringy This song? is my cringy, like, song that I probably liked back in the day. Okay. And now, like, if you hear this on the radio or you hear it in general, you're like, what the fuck, this is... Killing me. It's rough. Yeah. So would this be on spot like a Spotify mix? If it ever was, you'd be like next. Yeah, most definitely. Now, uh, who wants to go? Gary should start with a fact first. Okay. Wayne Static died November first, two thousand fourteen. Hmm? His wife said it was not from a drug overdose, but in March. 2015, the it toxicology was. report indicated that his death was the result of a combination of excessive prescription drugs and alcohol in his system, though the ma- the manner of death was deemed natural. So. Yeah. yeah. So the body just finally shut down. Why, well, I man? Yeah, I mean, that's like fucking same thing with like, um, but they're bringing back the wrestling ball, like Eddie Guerrero, like for years abused steroids. Yeah. And his heart got so enlarged that like, he wasn't doing them anymore, yep. and this fucking eventually something happened. Well, also worse, same thing. His body, his just, body just shut down. Do you think they cut his stupid hair for his funeral? Who? Wayne Static. I thought. Fu- you know what? No, I bet you they probably fucking. They probably propped him up so like he could have that big ass fucking thing. Jesus Christ! They're coming. They're supposed to be coming back too. I don't really? know how the fuck they're gonna do it, but. Uh, so Static X. I remember buying that first album when it first came out. Yeah, and because I heard that song, it was like you know, what was it, ninety eight or something, right. ninety whatever the fuck it was like at that point. That was like something I'd never heard before. It was different. Yeah. It was. It still kind of is. You got to give them one <clears> thing. <throat> yeah. It's a little bit different than everything else. Um, 
live. I saw them live a fucking ton, and they are they were good live because they were just loud. Like that's my notes. It even says like, <clears throat> uh, saw this band more times than I like to admit. Good live show because they were fucking loud, and I put that on the caps. I said, but ugh, like man, what a fucking like Nolan hated that band. I would try to show him bands like that that I was into. Fucking hated them. He was into metal or like Nirvana, you know, yeah. it was like real metal, like Emperor yeah. and shit. So I remember fucking one day. So they they opened for Pantera, and uh, literally, Wayne Static goes, and he would he would like emphasize the next song. Was like you know he talked like a robot, like and this next song it's called, and like then he would say it or whatever. Fucking Nolan literally goes shit because it like you know it, whatever he sucked and he goes shit. In a bag! And like, <laughs> dude, we fucking lost it. Because, like, no, he would never have known the name of the fucking song because he couldn't fucking stand it. But the fact that before, like, in the middle of 10,000 people, before he can get out shit in a bag, Nolan goes, shit! <laughs> Wait, <laughs> does Static X actually have a song called Shit in a Bag? I'm pretty sure that's so He announced it as Shit in a Bag. Look it up. There's your oh, fact. Go find geez. that out. I already gave my fact. Dude, literally, though, it was like, in our next song, it's called Shit! Your Wayne in a bag. Your Wayne Static reminds me of fucking Vince McMahon saying WrestleMania three. <laughs> My Vince is on point once in a while. It depends. Like if I really try to do the life sucks and then you die thing. Miss Aretha Franklin. Life sucks and then you die. You know, something along those lines. I'm a little off, but not not bad. Could have been worse. Yep, Static X does have a song called "Shit in a Bag." You're welcome, guys. So I wasn't. My memory wasn't wrong. Um, yeah, so just like Ray, this is one of those ones that's hard to fucking listen to now, though. It's just... It's not terrible, though. Like, I've heard worse songs. Oh, yeah. I think I played a worse song on my pick, but it's still not good, though. Like, it's really nothing fucking... Yeah, I wouldn't even say that the this was good. I mean, it's catchy, and it's like, I think this is their most popular song. One of them, yeah. So I'm like... But the video was cool. Wasn't this one of those stop-motion ones? I, I think remember. It was, I think it was. Look that up, too, their fact-checker, Jamie. Uh... Steve, what are your notes on this song? Uh, well, Ray stole my pick, so last minute uh, I had to change mine because I was also yours was going to be the same song or just the band? Same song, oh, same wow. <laughs> same song, same band. Cringy, uh, liked as a teen. Cringy now. Yeah. Um, I can't even comprehend what I liked about this at the time. I guess it sounded different. Uh, this is garbage. If Wayne Static was drowning, I'd piss in the water. Yeah. But he's dead, so I can't even do that. So you, can't do that. <laughs> so you really hate this. Now. So you yes. pee in the water to. Make him have to swallow your pee, or, yes. or just add, just add to the, so add the to the water in yeah. his lungs. Are so, you now paying for your your air fryer? Right? Yeah, because I didn't update my phone. <laughs> 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 Shit, this man wants his air fryer. Are you now paying for your air fryer? Right? Sorry, one of that or someone along the air fryer, air Damn. fryer Dobby, someone along those lines. But we got our that's that's a we're on the we're on path. I'm not gonna lie, when I. I happily forgot about the uh, grapes of pop, uh, neighbors of perfect little popsicles until I saw the name of the episode. I was like, "Oh, it's so nice!" Yeah, uh, you're welcome, guys. I think it's the first one I've actually contributed name wise because ninety percent of them are rageous drunk. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> something that happens with that. Um, Ray, we're gonna need you to announce your second pick there because right. I have no fucking clue what this is. That is the damned. Okay. Off of uh, the album's called Strawberries. And the song is Underneath the Floor. Okay. Gerald? Uh, I, I will give a fact, but I always... I knew of this band because um, they're one of Henry Rollins' favorites. 
So he always like talks to about, talks about him in his like live shows, and he always writes about him in the the book. And one of the former members, I think he really looked up to. I think it was um, Captain Sensible, was like a like one of his heroes. But hearing this of this band, I always assumed I thought they were a punk rock band. Like this was not. They are. That's a earlier album. This, this is from eighty two. Oh, so what did they transition from punk? This almost sounds like post punk to uh, me. Like the what do you mean? Like did they transition? Like, like, I, like did they go from a their man style? To a woman? Basically, they went from of, like, like I'm saying, like a Black Flag, where like that, like you listen to, it, you're like, okay, that's punk rock, or like fucking, a shitty. I think they are the Sex Pistols. Like you know, you it's hear like that UK rock early on, and then more like punk punk later on. Okay, I just always assumed that they were like one of the founding members of like the punk movement and I, this is not what I thought they would sound like at all yeah. alright this band formed in 1976 and are still together in some form or another touring and actually making bands so Gary but, seeing as um, the whole Henry Rollins thing and being one of his influences did you like the song? Uh, from what I heard it, it, it was catchy but like I said it threw me back thinking that like I was gonna hear when I like shazammed it real quick, I'm like, okay, this is gonna take a turn where it's gonna be okay, punk rock, and it was just like, this is something I could probably listen to, but I was taken aback by it, thinking yep. I'm getting something different. Gotcha. Ed, oh, <clears throat> my notes I'll go a little something like this. I have no idea what this sitar shit is, but not my thing. I don't know if I'd like anything else by them. I don't know what the band's name was. I don't know anything about it. It sounds like something that Ray would listen to when he's smoking weed and listen and smoking incense or whatever the fuck he does. <laughs> um, but I just I don't nothing. I don't not like it. I, they, like I th- I'm gonna steal a famous line from Steve. It exists. Yes. And that's I mean you know I don't know it so I don't I don't hate it I don't know it I don't have anything honestly. Yeah. I don't know now. Here's my question on it though. You knew about this back in the day and thought it was cringy. Yes, I did. I actually did listen to this album before, and I didn't like it back in the day, and then I recently kind of researched it. And How I, long ago? Like We're talking like teenage years? No, we're or? talking probably, I want to say, maybe like 2000 era. Okay, yeah, that's, still, that's, more, that's the era that yeah. we're talking about. So did you, do you like their more punk stuff, or were you listening to them before this album, or is this how you first like heard them, and you're like, oh, I don't really like this? No, I was listening to a couple of their albums back in the day. So you knew the punk stuff, and when you heard this, you were like, oh, what the fuck is this? It was kind of a weird, like you said, yeah, I guess that that's being what I was the transition yeah, yeah. being like, all right, yeah. is this acceptable? acceptable? And yeah. down the line, you find a lot of music like that, and then right. you yeah, go I've back, back to and it, and you listen to it. I've gone back like, oh, and shit. Yeah. Huh? yeah, that's all. I mean, again, I wasn't <laughs> knocking it at all. Yeah. This is not that kind of a conversation. This was like, I didn't know how you knew it, so I figured I'd interview you about that. Punk, yeah. So. Did you give your... Uh, no, not, not yet. Uh, I wasn't familiar with this at all either. I'm not mad at it. Nice and laid back. Good vocals. To me, this sounds like post-punk. Um, I'd listen to this if I was in the mood. Speaking of mood, I liked how it slowed down and got kind of Pink Floydish at the yeah. end. I thought it was something like that, too. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I've crossed the realm of not being mad at it to enjoying it. So I liked it, and I'd probably check out more. Cool. More of the mellow stuff? That like this? album, Strawberries, yeah. is actually really good. It's a long album, too. We're on our own island over here, buddy. I, I'm not kidding. I didn't hate it. I just don't... I, like I have said, to listen to more of it. It threw... Like I said, I probably would like it, but it just threw me for a loop because I think I was going to... I thought I was getting something that I wasn't. Yeah. Makes sense. 
Is UFC or not on? 10 o'clock. Oh. Done yet. Why the fuck would they have prelims? Uh, they had prelims and then it cut off at fucking 8 o'clock and there's nothing in between. Who booked this shit? Somebody's daddy is. No, I think there's, I think there's a, a fight or two on a different app. Oh, yeah, I think it went to uh, the UFC app. Yeah. Jesus Christ, why can't you just have it on one goddamn show, Dana White? This, this whole thing like, with this launch of the ESPN. They did it with Fox, too. Fuck you and your ESPN deal. Nobody gives a shit. ESPN blows. Yeah, nobody watches ESPN. I can't even tell you the last time I enjoyably watched I fucking Sports Center. It's way too fucking political. You know when ESPN yeah. died? When Stuart Scott died. And that was a sad day. <laughs> you want to throw at least a wrestling show on or something? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Whoa, wait, because we have to wait for Ray to come back because it's my pick now. But um, in the meantime, um, I don't want to do it until, uh, I don't want to get into my song until Ray comes back. So I guess we should... Kind of get into a couple of well, uh, Ray is tinkling. I don't know if it'll pick up on the microphone, but it sounds like he's almost done. So we should be. I'm probably gonna have to piss after. Unless he's peeing out of his butt. No, no. This time it's this time he's not squatting. All right, here he comes. All right, sorry for the dead air there, folks. You get to hear uh, this little point of a live podcast. You want to switch this over to PlayStation? Sure. No UFC till ten. Yeah. Fuck those fools. I can go on my phone and UFC rant. Fuck, I, I can't stand UFC now. It's too getting harder and harder to be a fan. Or remain a fan, I should say. It's just harder and harder to keep track of what the fuck's going it's on. It's too much shit. You know what I mean? Like, I've been on the UFC bandwagon since, like, 93. So, like, I was there for, like, the early shows. And, like, I was... I was there since the first one. Well, no, like, the, even, uh, you know. even like, uh, one of the first one of the first ten UFC events, one was actually supposed to take place at the Providence Civic Center. And, and if... Yep. And right. like real quick, throw out uh, a year between ninety six and ninety nine. Just learn ninety six and ninety nine. Be, between ninety six and ninety nine, could be ninety six, ninety seven, ninety eight, ninety nine. One of those years. Pick a year. Ninety seven. Ninety seven. Oh. Pick out a month. June. Go we see you. June. 9th. What week? First. There First week of June. First week of June, nineteen ninety seven. I say go with nitro. Oh, Nitro? Okay. Yeah, because I don't. I know way less WCW. I'd go either Nitro or ECW. Nitro. 97, yeah, right? Jim? Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Oh, I can't select the month. I gotta fucking... Yeah, they gotta fix that, because yeah. that shit takes forever. Well, it might be different, just because it's on the PlayStation. But... My, yeah, I have, I've ever seen it. Is yeah, it's... Uh, uh, mine's on... Uh, I have a smart TV. First week thing. of June. All right. Damn. Nitro 90? Let's go. Oh, right. damn, that looked like fucking... No, Flare. It looked like Steamboat and Flair, but it, I don't think it was. Steamboat. I don't think it was Steamboat. I was gonna I say Macho Man. I was gonna say Brett, but I don't think I think Brett was still in. Yeah, he was ninety yeah, eight. Yeah, ninety eight. Oh yeah, he was there for that. Alright, so, so <clears throat> on to uh, the next one. It's me. Um, Your first pick. My first pick is my cringy pick. The song uh, band that I liked uh, when I was young, um, and it is a band called Cold Chamber. And I have a hard time even getting that out. Um, God. And I'm not going to lie, what made me... The first band I thought about when I decided to pick my cringy one was probably the Cold Chamber. My first song was uh, Loco. And I listened to it at work because I was trying to figure out what song. It was one or two other bands, but I went with uh, uh, Loco. Or I went with... Um, sorry, uh, Cold Chamber. And when I... Listen to Loco again. It's not as horrible as I remember not liking it. So in other words, like it's not as good as what I liked it when I was fourteen, but it's not as bad as what I remember hating it as I was like 
getting into real music. Mm-hmm. I've there there were songs, so I kept on scrolling through the album because I'm like, I know there's some more shit on here, and little lo and behold, did I find Big Truck, and oh fucking lord, I can't wait for you guys to talk about this, and I'll chime in also. But wow, man, does that whole album? You can clearly tell these are just four like young dudes, or well, three of them are dudes, <coughs> and one was a chick, and they like sucked at their musician, their their instruments. The recording sucks. The fucking I can't fucking stand Des Ferrara's voice in the fucking whole album. Like it's it's tough, man. Like but when you're 14 and nothing sounded like this really at the time, but then when you listen to it now, I've, I heard like four corn riffs. Like everything, like it sounds so much like everything else that was going on. But yeah. when you're that young, you don't realize, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, so I don't know if, if Gary wants to do his fact, and then you guys talk about it. But. Yeah. All right. Um, <clears throat> this band uh, toured with ICP in 1999 on the Amazing Jekyll Brothers tour. Um, they played three tour dates before ICP kicked them off of the tour. Uh, they claimed that it was due to like um, equipment issues, uh, but ICP were on a Howard Stern show, and I think Sharon Osbourne either called in or showed up. Oh yeah, I because that. she was the manager of Cold Chamber. I remember when that happened. And they, she wanted to know why Cold Chamber was kicked off the tour, and they kept saying it was because of equipment in, uh, issues, but. Uh, ICP eventually just said it was because they sucked. None of their fans were buying tickets. They were taking up spots for other bands that people were coming to see. And that sparked the whole ICP Sharon Osbourne feud that goes on to this day. And uh, Cold Chamber sued ICP and I think they settled on a court. That's nuts. I remember that call, but I never knew what it was about because I stopped liking them by that point. See, that was a weird... Like, that was a weird... Uh, by 99, I was Pantera through and through. I like been already given up on new metal. So that, that was a weird uh, ICP appearance because that was also the appearance that I think two members. I think it was I think it was Corey and I think Sean from Slipknot came in because they told Stern producers that they had a problem with ICP. But when they brought him on air to like confront them, they're yeah. like, "No, nah, man, we're cool with them." I get you. And like that was also I think they brought up the whole Eminem beef too. So like that was like a whole fucking spectrum of like, oh, we're gonna feud with Cole Chambers, Sharon Osbourne, Eminem, yeah, yeah. like so that was like that's like a famous Howard Stern appearance from the IC- ICP. But yeah. that was back when like the Haiti too. That's when Stern was like king. Not like he's not now, but I mean it's it was way different back then. That was when he was had the show on E and everything else. Yeah, yeah. E and like he was on like he was all like I think he was on hot he was hot one hot one oh six for a while around yeah. here. Uh, uh, Steve, go ahead. Um, this I also could have picked this uh, if if I I had to change my pick, so I probably eventually would have rifled through this in my head and said, "Oh, Cold Chamber is one I could <laughs> look into." Um, <clears throat> I only liked the two songs you mentioned back in the day: this one and, and Loco. Loco. Those Everything were the else I thought songs. sucked. Those are the two that they have videos for. That's why. And listening back, I still didn't hate it. I didn't like it. But I still didn't hate it. There just, are worse songs out there. Yeah. And there are worse songs on this album. It's just, but, I mean, it's a nonsense song. Yeah, it's, but it's very just repetitive. Fucking, very yeah. repetitive, but it's got a fucking nice little heavy riff and whatever. And Again, 14-year-old me, 13-year-old me when I heard this. Yep. Like, I never heard anything really like this at the point. So to me, I was heavy into Marilyn Manson and Korn at the time and whatever else I was listening to. Just starting to find heavier bands, like yeah. just starting to find Pantera, just starting to find things like that. 
<clears throat> so like I hadn't heard black metal yet. I hadn't heard you know like this. Was I didn't either because this is when my this is like my transition. This is like ninety seven from, from rap to, yeah. to metal. Uh, and it took me a long time to get completely out of yeah. out of rap, but metal first started for me. First started off with like the first Limp Bizkit album yeah. and this and Seven yeah. Dust. I had I, I never got into Seven Dust, but I had the first Limp Bizkit album. I loved Korn's <coughs> first two albums. Uh, Ma- Manson, I was a huge Marilyn Manson fan. Fear Factory, fucking all Fear that Factory stuff. Too, yeah. But uh, some of those bands, Fear Factory started. I was like a death metal band. Yeah, Soul of a New Machine is heavy as fuck. Yeah. Is this, Everything they've done is heavy. As is fuck. this yeah, how you found Cold Chamber? Because in my research for the song, I found Cold Chamber Dez. actually on a fucking uh, snowboarding DVD yeah. that had a bunch of shit. It had Machine Head. Taking I found out about them totally honestly because I used to get Circus Magazine and Hit Parader. And they, they did, did a write-up on them or whatever. So and even, they had, like, the fucking hair, and they wore makeup, and they wore, like, the fishnet. So they looked different than what else was going on. Like, yeah. Yes, they kind of sounded like corn because they were from California, but they did have their own, like, image. Back then they did. And then I used to hang out with this... I was right? Nice. I used to hang out with this kid back then, and he... Uh, Ray knows who I'm talking about. I'm not going to bring his name up because it doesn't really matter, but the kid with the hair. He had the same hair as Dez Ferreira. Do you, do you remember Dez's hair? Yeah, I... Can uh, you, I'm trying to think. You might not uh, have been, You know who I'm talking about. CM? No, his no. name was Jim. Oh, no. I'll just fucking say it. He's never going to hear this. Yeah. Uh, Kristen knows him, but you definitely know him if you saw him. But this kid, so, this kid was a pathological liar. Like, back then when you're young, you kind of believe people, especially because we didn't have an internet back then. We didn't have a lot of stuff. Yeah. So I met this kid via, uh, I don't even remember how I met him. I met him at like a party of someone who was like 13. 12, 13, and uh, we became really good friends, and he used to sleep over at my house all the time, and, like, he would lie through his teeth, he stole a bunch of CDs from me, and then, like, I started catching on, and he was stealing from me, and, like, we mean him, Carter Ties, but, nice, Glacier, um, he, uh, he would tell me that he was, like, friends with this band, oh, yeah, I, I, w- I went backstage and I met him, oh, yeah, cool, that's awesome, I, I, at that point, I was learning how to, like, stay a little late and, like, meet bands, mm-hmm. yeah, they liked me so much that they, they, you know, gave me free passes to the next show, all right, well, when's the next show? Ah, oh, they haven't announced it to the public yet, so I can't say it. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. So when they come, like, can you bring people? Yeah. Okay, cool. Then like, the next time you come over, oh yeah. So ch- uh, so I got this letter in the mail with like a bunch of signed signed CDs. Dope. Bring them by so I can see them. Ah, I forgot them. Oh, you know what I mean? Like it was like yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. So like then after a while, like I'm not stupid. Like I I caught on to shit really fast, but. Yeah. You want to try to give the person the benefit of the doubt. Like, maybe he was just lying to make himself cooler, but then it would, he, he would, like, believe his own bullshit. Yeah. But, whatever. So, I hung out with that kid, and that's kind of how I, like, really got into them, because he was such a big fan of theirs. Like, he did the same hair as fucking... Whatever. He's a fucking loser. But that, um, that's how I found them, too, in the, in the magazine. That's how I found... I, they used to have... One of, one of those magazines used to do a column about, like, new different bands and, like, underground, like, working their way yeah. up. And all those... And it was all those kind of fucking new metal bands. So, because I, I was like, all right, I want to avoid the fucking Megadeths and the mm-hmm. fucking Anthraxes and all well, that Megadeth, shit. Megadeth, that thing sucks. That's Cir- when that Cryptic Ratings album came out. And it was, Cir- I was like, well, stuff on Circus was, was good because it was, it wasn't just straight metal. It was always like the alternative. So you got a lot more of like the Manson bands. But Metal Edge was the one that was like That's strictly. probably what I was reading. Yeah. Metal Edge was strictly yeah. the fucking like all Pantera fucking like, yeah, like Phil. But they would also throw in shit like this, like new stuff. Yeah. Like See, I was a Circus and shit. I, have, I, I still have a stack of Circus magazines. I, It'll be interesting to go look back through. I could bring them here sometime. Yeah. It's weird, dude, seeing them. It's yeah. fucking, it's wild. Because yeah. there was a point where I would cut them up and, like, put them all. I, I used to have fucking pictures on top of pictures on top of pictures all over my walls. And, like, that fucking, it's wild to look back at some of the ones I never cut up. Because, like, 
it's just weird to see like pictures of old pictures of Manson and shit and you're like like there's a reason why the guy got so popular because back then nobody looked like this and yeah. even today today nobody like nobody's doing anything different than anybody else everybody once they find something that somebody likes they all copy each other mm-hmm. back then nobody had the fucking balls to do what Marilyn Manson was doing they would kind of try to they would wear makeup or something or whatever but like they couldn't do what he was doing there's a reason why the guy was so polarizing back then or yeah, yeah. fucking Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails or I was a huge Nine Inch Nails guy could never get into them I love them oh, but that's how I discovered a lot of the like just buying those magazines because yep. that's how I got so heavy into Manson it would be interesting go sorry it would be interesting to go looking back on those old magazines and looking at old reviews because I'm sure there's plenty of old reviews where they tanked an album and now it's considered like a classic yeah, yeah. album or something yeah. like that that's how I discovered the greatness of that fucking uh, biohazard CD that neither of us could ever find the live like I, I have that I bought it like um, a year ago I f- I eventually found it but like there was years that like Biohazard released that like uh, live album in like Germany yep. and neither of us could fucking ever find it and, like we remember both talking about it like how it was like the fucking greatest like yep. live album at, like to me it was like oh fucking awesome oh, there was we could never there find was, it there was a th- Dude, fucking Nine Inch Nails had a bootleg called Rusty Nails that was impossible to find. I ended up finding that like Two Guys Music once, and it was just all remixes. But back then, that was before like remixes were re- real, you know. You know, it took all their songs, just made them like super bass heavy for like car. Uh, I lost. Was it a remix or was it live? It was a remix. Oh, okay. But th- I've I've also heard all that. Like the bootleg days were nuts. I don't like a lot of the. Well, this was a this was a real album, but yeah. like we could never find it. I did find it in that era too because I had it and then I lost it or sorry it got stolen but um, I don't like a lot of live music they really there's only like two or three live albums that I like the Pantera one Pantera Dynamo is fucking phenomenal oh are you I know, like I actual lo- produced 101 Proof yeah, Live yeah, is still it's fucking, that's the best live album ever Biohazard played. is another one I don't even I don't like their their actual music like I like the live versions better yeah there's I can't not many more I can't get into Biohazard other than that fucking that live album because for some I don't know I just I could never like I remember I bought a Biohazard uh, CD and I just couldn't get into it I think I ended up giving it to you I was like nah it's not my thing yeah yeah that was a long discussion yeah. on Cold Chamber sorry guys it's alright no, well good. I didn't even say anything oh yeah, yeah, yeah really right. talk to I gotta take a leak <clears throat> well before you go I looked them up like the guy from Cold Chamber is in fucking uh, he left and he's in Devil Driver yes. yeah he's always in that Devil Driver that makes that that my mind is blown. No, no, no. Devil Drive is not that bad. I just no, looked no. that up and I was like, "What the fuck?" Because that's two different genres of music. Yeah, he, really. he became Phil Anselmo Jr. He literally Bruce Harrow just like Phil started wearing the same leather bracelets as Phil. Fucking wears the exact same cut off fucking uh, khaki cargo yeah. shorts. He wears the same Chuck Taylors. He, like he became Phil Anselmo Jr. I wonder if I met this guy. I met a couple guys from Devil Driver at uh, Ozfest one year. I'm st- my biggest problem with Devil Driver is his voice. I still I'm not I'm not sold on his voice. And I've seen him live. They're good live. I've seen him live twice. Basically, that's where all I really have. I put. I actually don't mind the music so much, but the vocals are really hard to handle. Uh, it's always been that way with this band. Uh, I wonder if there's a truck driver out there blasting this, trying to be all proud in their big truck. Uh, that's basically it. That's, I can picture that too. You know. See, I like when you do shit like that when you yeah. when you say jokes because they're funny. Lad lib. Yeah, do a little lad. Try to set up a little bit more because you, you. Has anyone ever actually read the lyrics and what the fuck is the song about other than is a he big saying truck? Move on. No, his fucking. No, all his lyrics suck. What's it called? Cold. That whole album is terrible. Big truck. Big truck. What's weird is like their second album, Chamber Music, had like Ozzy on it. They copied. They re- redid that Shock the Monkey song. Oh, yeah. And that album's just as bad. Like it's not any better, but like it, you can tell that they 
tried harder on that one? Do you want me to... Uh, si- uh, I can read you the lyrics. I want you to read every lyric. Okay. Uh, right now, literally? Yeah, yeah fuck it. I won't see because I can't remember how it how it goes. Sing, I want you to. I want you to. I want you to recite it like a classical poem. Bitch, big truck. Right, pause, pause, pause. This is his segment. Yeah, this is your fucking segment. Go on. Bitch, big truck, too small, too small. Don't compromise. So have fast, too fast. Don't realize. Have hand on wheel. Set the sights. Drive with me. Too fast. Too fast. Don't realize. So have fast. Too fast. Don't recognize. Have hand on wheel. Set the sights. Drive with me. Moving. Motion. Said move. Said moving. Somebody better come and drive me. Big truck. Ain't no grave gonna hold my body down. Oh, come on. Ain't no grave gonna hold hold my body. Hold my body. Big truck. Come on. What? He, so he stole Johnny Cash lyrics at, at that point, and the rest is just nonsense? Yes. I mean, and also right now, I will, because uh, I typed it in, and let me see what their people saying is the meaning, because somebody said, okay. So before you, while well, you're looking for that, that's definitely gonna be one of your segments. But yeah. we're gonna give you a fucking different thing, a different thing that you have to recite it in every time. Yeah, and you have to do one of the songs that we pick. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I'm just gonna recite lyrics. Yeah, yeah, but if you're gonna give it a scenario. It like has to be like, yeah. po- like we'll give you something like, every day, and like you have to improvise. The next one's gonna be like frightened in a corner. Yeah, okay. we're gonna be like, <laughs> that so works. you're basically gonna be on whose line is it anyway? Yes. That we, works. So now, not only do you have uh, facts, but now you ha- your actual segment is going to be you reciting lyrics from one of the songs we decided to have you write. Like, dude, some of the black metal songs that have oh them in them. Oh, God. <laughs> Darkness in the forest. <laughs> Lucifer. Fuck me. <laughs> it's going to be the most ridiculous shit. Uh, I can't wait. Oh, it's going to be so good. And the best part is we're going to be able to, like, collectively between the three of us pick which one it should be, you know? Yep. Um, all right. So the uh, the song that I picked for the song that I couldn't fucking stand any more than what I couldn't fucking stand when it came out is the way I'm gonna say it. And now I'm not gonna lie, when it comes on in a bar, I, I tap my foot to it. I've heard three or four hardcore bands cover this song, and I've watched people mosh like dudes that like normally like if if you had worn this band shirt to a hardcore show in the early 2000s or late 90s, you would have gotten a shit kicked out of you. Those same guys that would have kicked the shit out of you now mosh to the song when bands cover the song. It's fucking... It's madness. So you learn to respect it because it's a mindless song. Yeah. It's not that bad. I don't like the band. I don't have to like the fucking band. The song's, you know, it gets you going. It's a little song by a band called Limp Biscuit called Break Something? Break, break Stuff. Break, break stuff. stuff. Yeah, Break Stuff. As an adult, though, you can appreciate this more because when you come home from fucking work... All you want to do, yeah, is just fucking break something. Yeah. Oh, I've, I'm not gonna lie. I've thrown this on to like to. So I'll go through phases where I show Rosie songs when I was growing up, like songs that I actually like. Sometimes it works and she really likes it. Sometimes she can't stand it. Sometimes she goes back and finds things on her own that she ends up light, loving, right? So sometimes I'll play two or three songs that I really like, and then I'll throw in like a Godsmack song, or I'll throw in like a Linkin Park song, or I'll throw just because I think it's funny. And she'll like, I'll crank it at a red light with my windows down. And she's like, she'll turn all red and be like, this is terrible, this isn't good. 
you know, so this is one of those songs that I would have put on, and I think, you know, I don't know what she actually thinks of the song. She would have to be here to tell you, but... And I still fucking hate Buff Bagwell. But. I don't understand why Limp Bizkit such... They get such hate. Like... I can't fucking stand them. I still, I still to this day can't stand them. I don't know. I don't, I don't mind them, honestly. Like... A lot I, of people don't mind them. I saw them live. I thought they were fucking awesome. They, uh, it was like their anger management tour. It was, uh... It was like Popper... It was Exhibit, Papa Roach... George Michaels. Um... Yeah, uh, fucking uh, Eminem with D12 and Limp Bizkit. I think part of it is Fred Durst because he's such a dink all the time. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think, mean, I think my other issue with the band, like DJ Lethal's pretty legit. I know he's actually he's pretty uh, he's actually pretty good. Like, uh, what do you call him? Yeah, he was in House of Scratcher. Yeah, and he, he and did a, Nostra. He did a couple songs uh, on the first Soulfly album too. He did a couple things on that, and he did a couple other things that I've heard him do. Like he's he's pretty good. And like I, I'm not a big fan of Les Borland personally, but like yeah, but you know what? In a in a field where like when you're in this kind of band, when everybody is just wearing, especially then like backwards hat, baggy shorts, yeah, fucking like Adidas, and he comes out and he's wearing fucking like makeup and he's makeup, like yeah. a spa- like he stands out like yeah. good or bad, like he's the standout. So like. Obviously, if you get if you get past your like Fred Durst hate, like you're gonna like gravitate and look at him, and you're like, "Well, what what's this guy?" Supposedly, he's actually a really good guitar player, and just because of what I guess, like on the side, he's actually done a couple things, and like people have been impressed with how good he actually is. And a lot of those guys are like that, from what I've heard. I don't, I mean, I don't know the difference, Um, but I don't know if anybody else. uh, Do you have a fact about him, or do you have Uh, this song? Was the fourth single from the band's significant other album? The, the second album. Yeah, yeah. This is the one that you probably like. Is I think uh, had counterfeit. Yeah, yeah. Had, and had, I think it had Roland on it. Too, had, right? no, 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 no. Roland was Roland has on the, the second or third one. Chocolate starfish is, or something. Roland's not on the first one. Oh, right. no, 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 no. This no, is no. the second. He album. said Roland. Yeah. This is the this is the one. This is the second album. This the one, one that you had. That had like counterfeit and yeah, yeah. No, that's, uh, that's the first album. That's the Sound first album. I had that album. This too. was yeah. their. This is this came out in ninety nine. This, yeah, this is the this second album. album. The first time came out in like ninety seven. Yeah, ninety seven. Yeah. I bought that and brought it to Joe Walsh's house. Like I liked the first album. Everything else, not so much. But yeah, it was because well, really they were different. just they were just they were metal. And then this, they kind of no, like, they were still doing the rap metal thing in the first one. They were they were definitely different though. It was yeah, a, yeah. it was a lot different back then. Yeah, they they mainstream. It's like them Heat Head PE. I like fucking I like their first album. I fucking hated them. See, I like their first album. See, I should play that shit because I still like that Serpent. Boy, that shit's fucking dope, man. Uh, but they, they even after the first album, there are songs I like. I don't mind this song. Um, even yeah, I figured uh, going back to it once it came out, I was like, oh god, I'm gonna hate this. I still didn't hate it. No, it's memorable. It's a catchy song. I think a lot of these, um, I don't even necessarily hate because because I like them as a teenager. Yeah. Like they bring back yeah. different memories and shit. And it's so, so it's nostalgic. It's kind of even hard to hate, even though I don't. I would never turn it on on my own. Like if this played now, I'd want to fucking slip my wrist. But yeah. like, it's not the worst fucking song ever. Like I, yeah. I. What's even funnier is like, like the band Dope. I like the band Dope. They're worse than this. Like realistically, like their first album not that good. But like their song that like Kimberly's Ghost to me, I love. There's a couple other songs. Uh, uh, Debonair. I still like that song. I still like a lot of the songs from the first Orgy album. I still like. There's a million of those bands that I was into. That was a, that was fucked up. That was a huge fuck up. Yep, that wasn't supposed to happen. 
at all. How do you? He ducked the fucking. Or did he bump for the clothesline? I ducked no, the clothesline. he ducked the clothesline, and I think he was supposed to. He was supposed to duck and just do what he just did. But but Hugh Morris threw his knee up by accident, yeah. and fucking he and, just sold the knee. And this he shouldn't have sold. And this tub of shit was responsible for fucking no, molding. He was, he was good though, Hugh Morris in the ring. He was good. <sighs> He was one of that the better. As fuck. He was one of the better underused guys in WCW. He was definitely good at making trainees put eggs in their ass. Oh, he was a dick for sure. The fuck. Uh, long story short. Uh, yeah. So, do you have any other notes on the the break stuff? Song? No. No. Uh, I put uh, this is one of those artists I had to nitpick through the songs that I like. I can't really say I like like any full album from him or like you know he's just got a few good tracks. A little louder, right? Yeah. Um, uh, basically, the only other thing I have to say about it is it's better than Big Truck. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Again, not, not, I knew this wasn't necessarily going to be so a was, one, was one of these one you liked now and you didn't then, or were they both that cringy? One. That one? Yeah. Okay. In other words, I, that's kind of what I was getting at by seeing it. I've seen it, t- like, covered twice now. And both times, like, the crowd goes nuts. Like, it's at a point now where, like, Metal and hardcore and stuff like at one point the elitism was really thick and it's not like that anymore. Well, I mean it is, but I think back when this came out, you had a different era of people, mm-hmm. and then the people who are playing now and into it now are people who grew up at the time Limp Biscuit was right. popular. Well, it's the same idea as like most of, a ton of hardcore bands now rate hardcore and straight up metal bands list Slipknot as one of their biggest fucking influences, like a ton of bands in their like 20s and like if you were growing up in the hardcore scene if you wore a Slipknot shirt you get the fucking shit kicked out of you now like everybody raves about them now you have hardcore dudes that one at one point would have talked shit about them or like yeah, yeah I love their first album. at a yeah. certain level of hardcore if you go to like <clears> a like a un- more underground level it's probably still like no yeah they're still they're still days. elitist tough guys and yeah, shit yeah. like the Boston beatdown dudes but like it's just it's just funny to, it's the same idea as wrestling man you'll have you'll have guys for a, remember there was a point where it wasn't cool to like wrestling then the attitude ever happened and all of a sudden it was cool again but then now because wrestling's uber cool because of all the underground stuff now people are admitting to liking things that they are at one point were taboo to like you know what I mean like I, I don't I don't know how else to explain it but like you listen yeah. to podcasts and you'll hear people talk about stuff and they rant they'll rave about things that they like that they shouldn't like I guess is what I'm getting at and yeah. this is one of those songs I think everybody's got that with a band like this. Same thing yeah. with Corn. Like, talk about talk shit about Corn all you want, but if Blind comes on, you know you're banging your head. You know what I mean? Like, it's just there are certain things that you just like you know are just facts. You know, like, and at the time, this was they were ahead of their time. How many bands that came out like the like after this tried to copy them? That sucked. Yeah, the, you know, the first album was '97, and they were kind of like the one of the progenitors of the rap metal thing straight rap metal yeah, yeah, yeah. like it wasn't necessarily even new metal it was just straight rap metal right, and like right. once that blew up then Machine Head copied it and then this one copied it then yeah. that one copied it like every fucking just like in the late 80s early 90s when every like real thrash metal band decided to do a ballad like every band that was taken seriously at one point decided to do make a new metal album like the, it like it was so fucking like Rob Flynn decided to wear fucking uh, you know cornrows in his hair and was all of a sudden fucking you know like but it's just and it wasn't just him like everybody was doing stuff like that yeah you know it's fucking Fear Factory's Digimortal album that has a fucking hip like there's like a rap song on it I think well they have like a whole CD that's mixed uh, kind of like almost it's almost like techno or yeah. fucking whatever it's just funny that like that's 
Or the other thing that was real big in new metal was everybody was covering songs like "Message in a Bottle." Was Machine Head did that fucking? You song know, it's, it's we've cars. talked about we've talked about Pantera getting shit from hardcores before, and it's funny that they get shit from hardcores because in an era where everyone everyone was doing all the stuff you just said, yeah. they went the complete opposite direction and yeah. stayed metal and got heavier as they got older. Yeah, people talk shit about them, and they still talk shit about them. It's, it's, it's weird. It, it, they're they're an anomaly because of what they did. Yeah, they stayed true to metal, got heavier every album. And somehow, like the elitist, they made songs too. about uh, about not yeah. liking the trendy fucking new metal. There's shit. numerous fucking Phil and Solo uh, interviews where he's talking about like not liking that hippity hop limp biscuit bullshit and yeah. like all this other shit. It's just, but they taught with Static X. I mean, there there were long, but see, but that's that's where the divide started happening because Phil hated all that stuff. Yeah. So that's when Phil started getting his own bus and Phil started getting, like, to him, being to himself. He was on the back problems, but, like, that's when he was doing his heroin and shit. Because mm-hmm. Vinny, you, now you can tell it's all out with Hell Yeah and fucking, what's that other band, uh, Damage Plan. You can tell that him and Dime kind of liked that stuff. Yeah. Dime was just open. Dime didn't give a fuck. Yeah. He was friends with everybody. There was not, like, I remember when I saw them at the Centrum, fucking Godsmack was on the side hanging out with them. You can see it in the bootleg that I have. You know, like... Like, it's the same thing now. You'll have guys that, like, Jamie Joss will bring on fucking Frankie Palmieri from Amur, and a lot of people can't stand that dude because they're, like, the new version of Linkin Park, and he decides Linkin Park is one of his favorite bands, and he's, like, deathcore. You know what I mean? Like, so that's what I'm saying. It's so weird now where, I don't know, just like what you fucking like. And I think this is a good, perfect band for that. Like, if you like the fucking song, dude, if somebody puts this song on at a bar, I don't hate it. Yeah. You know, and I guess I that's the only reason why I wanted to bring that up. Limbiscuit comes around on tour. Would you go see him? No, really? No, damn, I have zero yeah. interest in ever seeing him live, not even a little bit. Only if Shaggy's gonna try to drop kick Fred Durst again. <laughs> yeah, forget about that. Uh, who's uh, those are my two picks. Um, Steve's pick, Steve's pick. I don't remember what the fuck I picked at this point because I had to change it at the last second. I have, uh, have uh, yeah. <laughs> where oh where could my baby uh, What's that be? called? The last kiss? Is yeah, that what it's yeah. called? The Lord took her away from me. <laughs> Take uh, on a heavy head, I got to be there. So I can see my baby when I leave this world. Yeah. Um I didn't like this at the time. Um but because now you like it. I like it now. Yeah. Um, it's catchy as fuck. It is. I didn't like it at the time because I did like some Pearl Jam back then, and this was so different from the stuff I knew that I just, I just never gave it a chance. And um, I've liked it for a long time now, but back in the day, it was just one of those songs where I was like, "What the fuck are they doing?" Yeah. Um, That's kind of how I feel about it. But like now, in general, yeah. 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 You well, to, you'll you kick it off. You might as well kick it off, right? I just put. Uh, in you want me to give my you a fact? Opinion, this is. What, no, you can go give it a fact if you want. This song is a cover that was originally released in 1961 oh. by right. Wayne Cochran. Wayne Cochran. I thought you were gonna say Static. Me too. Wayne Cochran. Wayne Whoa. Cochran. All right. Well, uh, this is one of the songs that like. I really never cared about like I liked a lot of Pearl Jam back in the day this just didn't appeal to me in their catalog yep and same reasons just because it was so different from what they usually did or what yeah like you're saying like it, it doesn't really make sense like you're questioning yourself is like alright this yep. is you know the opposite of what I'm used to hearing from them so yep. 
So, Gary, this is a popular song, and you were just singing the lyrics. Do you like the song? I do like the song. Do you like Pearl Jam in I general? Hate, I hate Pearl Jam. Really? Yeah, I don't like Pearl Jam. Can't can't get into them. I don't... Like, in the in the era of grunge, like, if you had to take a side, if you're, like, a Nirvana fan, Pearl Jam fan, like, I always gravitated towards Nirvana. Like, I was more Nirvana than Pearl Jam. And I, I just, like how they kind of matured, too, as a band, like... Yeah, at a certain point, they just became a rock band. Yeah. Um, I wasn't into a lot of alternative stuff. I liked a couple Nirvana songs and a couple Pearl Jam songs and shit. I can't even think of a lot more bands at the time, but I didn't like a lot of Soundgarden. Didn't like a lot of Soundgarden. I liked a couple songs. Stone Temple Pilots. I liked Stone Temple Pilots first couple albums. After the first two, I was downhill, but I loved the first two. That's that was probably my favorite alternative band at the time. The first two albums, still, Purple's still one of my top favorite albums of all time. Soundgarden's yeah. underrated, in my opinion. They are, they are. I just never got, I, yeah. I never got into them. Yeah, but I think people appreciate Cornell more in other stuff than when he was in Soundgarden. I think. Uh, I don't know. I feel like Soundgarden was bigger than. Here's the thing with Soundgarden. Audio audio. I think Soundgarden has songs that greater perceive how good they actually were. I think things like Black Hole Sun and Spoon Man and um, uh, Down on the Upside, or the, I mean, there's a bunch of songs um, that they had that were so big that if you actually try to listen to an entire album, good luck. I, I can never. I, I was a huge Soundgarden fan at one point. Then you realize I you're not really a huge Soundgarden fan. What is it? Uh, super Unknown. Super Unknown. I could listen to that straight through. I, mean, I, I haven't tried since I was a kid, so I don't yeah. know if I could now, but I had one album, uh, Down on the Upside. Yeah. Had, like Ty Cobb on it stuff when I was a kid. That was one of my first CDs <clears throat> I ever bought. And I like you know th- that was okay when I was young. But then you'll see. I love that song, The Fourth of July. Allison Chains was too. Allison Chains is right up there with STP. Oh me. fuck! I, see, I, I had. The, I like them more now. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same. But, I like. Um, I like the song that. What is it? Um, Mad Season. Yeah, no, yeah. Mad Season's a band. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that that's guy. That's my fucking favorite. I only like that one song by them. But no, that whole album's off. I don't fuck. like it. I really? Oh, man. River of the Sea, dude. That's the song I like. Yeah, River of like the Sea. the other one with Pearl Jam? Temple of the Dog? Temple yeah, of the Dog, that's yeah. good, too. Yeah. That's good, too. Um, as far as uh, you were talking about. I thought about, Temple of the Dog was a side project. It, it was. It is. With what the, you're saying. It's with Chris Cornell and Eddie Vedder. I've actually never heard that album. I only know the one song. Eddie Vedder's in that? Too. Yeah, both of them. Maybe it's just that one song, but it's definitely Maybe. a side project. Yeah. Um, you're talking about Sound, Soundgarden uh, albums. You can't really listen to an album. I feel the same way about Alice in Chains. The songs I like, I can't listen to an album. There have been... I've learned to really like some of their albums. Though. When I was younger, I had a hard time with some of their albums because yeah. there were certain songs that were just... It was like too much for my ears at the time, but now I've grown a great respect for them. As you get older, sometimes your ears... Change. Yeah, I should give the albums. A, there's probably like if I pulled up Spotify, I probably have forty fucking Alice in Chains songs. Dude, but go, there's a bunch I don't. Go like. back and listen to Faceless, the first album. I listen to that all the time. That yeah. fucking album's phenomenal, dude. It's heavy as is fuck. Is that the man. one with the uh, Queen of the Rodeo, or is that I don't know. Just, that's, that's, that's on a Lost Vault? No, uh, with I, a bunch um, of live stuff. Faceless. Come on, Steve. Just go start, home. As we die young. As we yeah. die, that's one of my favorite fucking songs ever. Go just, home and snuff the rooster. Now, yeah. Now, real, real quick, I'll throw this out there. In my personal opinion, talking about live albums earlier, as much as I love Nirvana, I think Alice in Chains' live album is the best thing they ever did. And I think that's yeah. one of the best live albums. That fucking Unplugged album is untouchable. 
I, I think I wish they'd bring Wallace. Like, MTV what? would come the back. Chains. Oh, you do the shit like that. Do shit like that. I think but they don't do it with good bands because everything that fucking MTV plays now is fucking They don't play anything. Yeah. There's no music anymore. Well, I I didn't even know MTV was actually still around because keep up on There was plenty of unplugs that it was bands I didn't like and then I saw them acoustically and I was like oh that's pretty good I wish somebody would bring that back like, you know what I failed TV. you know what I failed and I'm just gonna throw this out there because they started doing hip hop when LL Cool J did a fucking oh, unplug fucking... but that's that's what ruined it like yeah. you can't do an unplugged like I'm not trying to be an asshole but, no you're right like yeah but they work. did unplugged they did like Mariah Carey had one that's fine though uh, 10,000 Maniacs had one like, that's fine too Realistically, though, but what, are the, what are the only two you actually know, though? Alice in Chains and Nirvana. And Nirvana's Nirvana. really the only one that anybody really knows. I'd have to think about it, but I know a few. Wait, uh, a, see if you can pull up a list uh, of the acoustic albums. No, no, no. Actual MTV un- unplugged that you album. remember. Oh, actual MTV Oh, uh, uh, Eric Clapton. That's well, he, another one. He fucking sang yeah. that song about yeah, his. Well, that's another different one. That really, it's just that one song. Didn't they have like an Alanis Morissette one or something like that? Yeah. They had a shitload of them. Yeah. But again, I go back to how many do you actually remember? The only two I ever really think about are the two that... Pearl Jam probably had one. I think Stevie Ray Vaughan one. I think Something of Pilots tried doing one. Yeah. Because actually, their stuff, acoustic, is phenomenal. Like, all their songs translate super well to acoustic. Purple album is still one of my favorites. I think that's the album. That album's that, Yeah, that, that and Core. I like Purple purple album better too the core is great I've been listening to that a lot lately but man like something about purple fucking Vaseline fucking I always see that shit on vinyl at Newberry Comics and I never pick it I up I never pull the trigger me either I don't know why and I, I think it. it's because I've heard it so many fucking times yeah, that I'm like I don't know I try to buy new things that yeah, I don't own yeah. yet same with the Alice in Chains albums they always have those yeah. two and I'm like eh, I don't need these do you want to my problem is like do you want to really rebuy everything like $30 yeah, yeah. a shot like Plus, I've heard it so many fucking well, times. Well, cer- certain albums shouldn't be $30 anymore. Oh, I'm not trying nothing, to be Nothing should be fucking $30. No, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I get like a brand new album that was, had never been released, like the Dynamo Panther thing. I get that. Make yeah. a small batch of it. Yes. Make it. Make the reason why you're buying it for $30 because it's one of 500 or one of 1,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, make, give me a reason. Like... I, it kills me that like fucking Michael Jackson Thriller will come out and it's thirty bucks where I can go to fucking some U shop and buy it for three bucks it'll play fine. And it's the original copy. Now a lot of times this one's just as good. Even it sounds better. Yeah, because like it's mastered for a vinyl. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm so glad. Like I told Steve, like I'm so glad that I don't collect vinyl because I'm the type of asshole that would have to have. Everyone. Every yeah. fucking copy of like, I would have to have that three dollar copy, but then I would also have to have the hundred and eighty gram fucking vinyl, oh, and then then I would have to get every fucking color. It's yeah, like I don't get that. Like I, that, I, I have a forum where people post, you know, what they bought and shit like that, and there's people that'll buy the same album fucking forty times, mm-hmm. every different color, every different variation, and then it gets repressed a fucking year later. They'll buy all those too. Yeah, that's like, nuts. what the fuck are you doing? Nolan, the only band he's like that with Nirvana, but that's it, just Nirvana. Yeah, like he has everything, dude. Like every fucking. But does he thing. buy every edition of everything? everything? Really? Only Nirvana. Jesus. Only Nirvana. He's got more shit from Nirvana, dude, than you even know existed. It's fucking insane. It's insane. Like I'll go for a first edition over like something that was recently made, but I won't go buy fucking every edition. He'll buy every, anything you get his hands on. He buys it. But it's just that's his one right, yeah, true yeah. love, you know what I mean? Like yeah. he he has always been like that with them. Like them and Pantera. Pantera, he was he's got a fucking ridiculous amount of bootlegs, filled full bootlegs, like early fucking super joint, uh, Texas nineteen ninety nine fucking whatever, like just crazy shit. 
tapes and stuff. He used to do all that tape trade and stuff. I would love to have shit, old shit like that, and just throw it all on YouTube for fucking everybody to hear. He's got That's all. What I would do, does he? Uh, yeah, I, I should. I gotta get him back over here and hook him up with you because he he would just let you borrow it and fucking throw it up. We could do like literally that could be on our channel. Like check all this shit out. Yeah, because he don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um. What the fuck was I gonna say? How, oh, you were talking about your song. Did anybody actually put the, give their notes? Um, I don't know. Did they? Uh, yeah. I think we just yeah no about. right now you yeah you did it was short Ray was short and then Gary went the into it. Notes on your first song. Yeah, the yeah, the Project song. song. You what said you it? you said you were never into it and you didn't like it then you don't like it now. The last kiss. Oh yeah yeah we were talking about Pearl Jam. Yeah yeah. yeah. Yes uh I, I, I never gave my notes yeah, on that. yeah I was pissing. Um, I actually was gonna chime in because I like Gary. Never really got into Pearl Jam because I was Team Nirvana. Like in the flannel days, mm -hmm. them and STP were two of my favorite bands ever, still to this day are. Um, but I now, as an older person, actually respect Pearl Jam a lot. Like, I go through phases where I want to listen to 10. I never listened to it when I was a kid. So, their songs. Well, you know what the difference was? It was almost like Nirvana was teenage and like Pearl Jam was like a little more mature alternative. Yeah, the when I think Pearl Jam, I think dudes in 1995 that were 28. Right, right. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, they weren't into hair metal. Yeah. But they were... You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how to... It reminds me of, like, 95.5. It reminds me of, like, 97... Uh, what is it? 90... What was the edge? 97.7? 90... 99.7? 99.7. Yeah, 99.7 yeah, was the edge. Like... Like it, or the Gravity Games. Or it reminds me of, like, those dudes. You well, know plus, if I mean? you really go... If you go listen to Pearl Jam, it's really just rock and roll. It's yeah, it not is. really alternative. Yeah, well, the, and what's funny is, so again, I never really got into like 10 when I was younger, but now when I listen to it, I think it's fucking incredible. I get why that album was such a big deal. Yeah. Um, well, everybody just made a big deal about it because of uh, Jeremy with the song and the video. See, I, I, I don't... See, I never got that because I always thought Jeremy was like one of the songs that like people didn't give a shit about. Like I know it was a big song. So, well, like, no, 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 of a bunch of their other songs. But people gave like, a shit about it because of the, the controversy yeah, and the lot. video. Yeah. And like as a young kid, I never obviously like I figured out what it was when I got older. But like when I watched the video, like I was like, oh, did he really just fucking shoot all those kids? Because at at one point they like they zoom out and they show all the kids and they all have like blood on them. It's yeah. like, oh, he shot him. And then I realized, oh no, it's a fucking song about killing him. Like he kills himself in front of the kids. That's why. Is it though? That Do is we like, know that for sure? That is definitely. Is it? It's a true story. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like when it's, you, a, it's a true story about like as a young kid, kid, like I think that came out. What was it? Ninety four. Ninety one. Oh, that came out ninety one. Holy shit! Yeah, so I was 10 like, came out ninety one. So I was like eight when I saw the video. So I'm like, I'm like, oh, he shot all these kids. And then when you're that's always what I thought it was too. And then when like you figure it out, you're like, oh, that kind of makes more well, sense. Well, so of you that, didn't. So you just found that out right now. Yeah. Ready for shit. this? I never had cable, so I never watched videos back then. So I I've never. I've actually never seen somebody the, who is uh, like an abusive parent or abusive that is yeah. Well, it is. But the reason. But that's why he kills himself. Seen it. In so long I've never seen the video so you know really but no I, I didn't have cable I never watched that shit back then but um, the reason why I know why it was a big deal one of the reasons why I realized that it was a big deal is because there's a oh Jesse Leach did an, an interview series for a little while for Revolver Magazine about two years ago and it was called uh, um, What's in Your Head or something, something along those lines and he, he did it with a couple big name people if you've never seen it check it out it's listening to him talk to people because he's so I don't know, articulate, but he also has so many, like, anxiety problems. You can tell it's hard for him to talk to people like that. And the first person he had on in the series, he did a bunch of people. I think he did Roger Merritt. I think he did a couple other guys like that. 
he had Keith Buckley from Every Time I Die on, who's also like an overly amazingly articulate person. He writes novels. Like the dude's that's what he he was a uh, English teacher before uh, they took off. Every time I died, I took off. He, he was an English major in college, like super, super articulate. So when they were talking about it, they were going back and forth about like, hey, you know, what, what do you, what do you remember, like starting your first band, or like, how do you remember like getting the lyrics? And he brought up like a punk band, and now he would take uh, the punk band song and write his own lyrics to the cadence of the song, and like that's yep. how he caught on that he was into doing that. And then uh, I can't remember the exact question, but. Um, he said, like, well, do you remember ever, what was the first time you remember seeing, like, something that had, give you, like, an impact that you knew, like, heavy music was what you wanted, and he goes, uh, the uh, Pearl Jam Jeremy video. He's like, that's when I knew that music had an impact, just something along those lines. And I never, like, I know the song has a huge impact, especially for the era that it came out in, but I never seen the video. Yeah. So, to hear two people that I respect so much lyrically and musically, like, talk about that, and we're in a similar age group, we're all around the yeah. 35, 40 age it's it's crazy to hear people talk about that kind of stuff, and they're both in like heavy metal hardcore bands now. You know, like to for them to go back and cite that as one of the things like that. It's a cool interview. I should send it out. I don't know if you guys listen to shit like that or watch something no. like that, but it's like almost like what listen to a podcast. Yeah. It's cool to listen to because Jesse's such a good person to listen to talk, you know, speak. So, um, yeah, I never get my thoughts on it. so. Pearl Jam kind of slipped my grasp when I was a little bit younger, but I remember they were super over-fucking-played on the radio, too, and yeah. all my dad listened to when I was young was 91st UI. So I put uh, Pearl Jam, Last Kiss. Uh, I bought the single when it came out because it was for a benefit or something. Um, I don't remember if there's anything else on it. It's like a white... It's a cardboard white, it's white thing, white, yeah. and it's got, like, blue and red. I have it at my house. Um, I said uh, it was a little bit better then to me because I was a little bit younger, and I, I never really heard a song like that. But still a really good song. And I was also confused whether this was your cringe song or not. Like, I couldn't figure out, because you played yours in a different order than I did. Yeah. So I couldn't figure out at first. And I'm like, oh, this is just an odd pick for Steve in general, because I've never really heard you talk about things like Pearl Jam. So yeah. it was, I was impressed with the pick. And then I realized that you were, it was your, like, that you like, you respect it now kind of pick. Yeah. Once yeah. I heard your second one, I was like, oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I get where this is going. Yeah. Um, but no, it's a cool song, cool pick. It's a super, if you actually, I mean, if you listen to the song on the wrong day, that's a tough one. Yeah. That's a fucking tough one. Man. Yeah. You can hear the fucking pain in that dude's voice. It's, it's, they got the sound, the soul that they wanted out of that song. You know? I don't know if, uh, you were in the bathroom at the time, but this is a, uh, a cover. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. I knew that. Yep. I, uh, I, I had the single one. I bought it. It's, I think it says all that in there. I can't remember if it's a lead better cover, lead belly cover. No, who'd you say it was? Uh, Wayne Cochran. All right. I knew it was something. Oh, actually more there was two people that. who actually covered it. But, uh, who originally wrote it. Wayne, was, Wayne Cochran. Oh, okay. It's from like Somebody the 50s else. or something, isn't it? 61, did you say? Yeah, 1961. Yeah, I knew it was something like... I knew like where it came from, the era that it came from. I just didn't know who it was, but... It really is. It is a beautiful song. Um, like I said, it's it's catchy. Yeah, like you can't... Really like, if you're by yourself, you're, you're fucking... You're probably going to be singing it. And if you're by yourself, listen to it at the wrong time. Oof. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. All right, so, Steven, that's your, your second pick. I, <laughs> My second pick. I think it came... You said uh, Last Kiss... Oh, no, you said Jeremy came out in 91, right? Yeah. This also came out in 91. Uh, MC Brains, Uchi Coochie. <laughs> Gary, what's your MC Brains fact? Okay. This song became a crossover hit, peaking at number 21 on the Billboard Hot 100s, while also topping <laughs> the hot rap singles at number one. 
The single also achieved the gold certificate from the RIAA for sales of 500,000 copies. And I bought one on cassette. I had this cassette single in 91. I walked across the street, 20 Oakland Beach Ave, and the Woody's CDs and tapes in Meadowbrook, which is no longer there, and I bought this on cassette. I don't think I have ever heard this song until today. I didn't think anyone would have heard it. But and, it was a big song at the time, as you just heard. And like when I was adding my song, I was like, brains. I'm like, oh, I'm like, why the hell is not Steve going to put a fucking bad brain song? But this was not what I thought it was. No, and I looked it up. When I looked it up on Spotify, I wasn't sure if it was the version because it said 7-inch mix. And that's the only song on Spotify for him. So I don't know if that single was the only thing he ever put out. Or not. But anyway, this song is very fucking 91, as you can hear from the beat and the lyrics and the fucking... And listening to it now, I mean, I knew what it was about, but listening to it now, at the end, he's talking about, um, you better take the pill, because the, the, ne- the guy... Because I won't hurt you, but the next guy will, so he's talking about making sure you take birth control so you don't get pregnant. And it almost, to me, it, it reminded me of Will Smith rapping, yeah. how, like, he's... in like. Family Guy, you ever watch Family Guy? Like, they do a whole, like, spoof on Will Smith on how, like, he's all, like, super clean and, like, he doesn't rap about anything controversial, but except yeah. for obviously this song is. Yeah, yeah. But, like, the way that he rapped, like, it was just, like, I don't even think he swore. Yeah. And at one point he was going to say, shh. I think he was going to say shit and he said, shh. Oh, really? And he just, like, yeah, like he stopped himself. Yeah. No, it makes sense. I mean, definitely a product of the fucking time. There was a lot of shit that sounded like this at the time. Um, yeah, it's fun. listening to it now, it's completely cringy. And this I had a, to stop myself from laughing multiple times. And this is a song you just you just pulled out of your ass like at the last second. Yes, yes. Um, I, I wish I could. I wish my brain wasn't in such a fog this week because I would have tried to pull out something as rough as this. <laughs> I, I definitely feel because I have I have just as bad, but. I didn't, when I thought youth, I meant, like, I really, I've always been a music fan, but I took to music, I would say, from ages, like, 11 to, like, now. You know yeah, I, mean? I think I was, I think I was 12 when this came out. Yeah, so. see, so, like, this, I would, 91, I was, it would have been 7. Yeah. So, like, for me, this is, before, like, I knew Crisscross. Yeah. And I had that tape, and I knew, you know what I mean? Like, I knew some of that stuff, but, like, I didn't know what the fuck, I really didn't know what rap was yeah. at that point. I think all of us probably had the Crisscross. I yeah, uh, crisscross and another bad creation. The other kids, uh, Aisha and all that. You don't that remember? No, that was a, that was the biggest crisscross was. Yes, nope. I, I have no idea what that is. Yeah, uh, but at the playground, you don't remember that. No, all no. I know is that daddy long legs make me jump. <laughs> a Mac a daddy, daddy make will make you yeah. jump, jump. Crisscross will make you jump, jump. Uh huh. What about I missed the bus? Come on. That was the second album. Nope. Not as good. Only had the first one. They tanked big time. That was the same album. I think it was a second single. I think it was the second album. album? I'm pretty sure they came back as an adult. They tried, tried, yeah. They tried. Then one of them died. One of them was dead. Yeah, I found out like a year ago. Yeah, you just like jumped. You're like, you're dead! You had to beat me to the facts. No, I didn't know you were going to say it. I was going to... Because it fucking... It freaked me out when I found out. I once left my house with my pants backwards when I was a kid. That would you be were fucking. Brush. You were destined to be on a stage, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. How it, my, I was the fucking trends that you you did that. Then you did the fucking. You shaved the little yeah. marks in your eyebrow. Yeah. It's okay, man. We've all we've all done our thing. Um, yeah. So I had no fucking idea what the song was. I just knew that it was. I said some kind of '90s hip hop. I don't think I know the song, but stuff like this is tough. 
Yeah. Um, it's just, I, I, there's a million things like this back from like the late 80s, early 90s yeah. that like when you hear this and then you think like, well, two years from now, Notorious B.I.G. is going to put out Ready to Die. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just weird. It, rock is the same way. Like, yeah. You literally think like, well, two years before this, Striper was rocking around, walking around with like, walking around with like fucking stretch pants on and then like, boom, 91 comes and here comes fucking Pearl Jam 10 or here comes fucking Nirvana Nevermind or yeah. here comes like, you name the fucking album. For, you know, like, it's it's crazy to think that, like, those it's the same music, thing. Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, look at what albums are... There's some phenomenal albums that are coming out right now, but yet we have, like, Takashi 6 9 You know what I mean? So it's not that Yeah, no, it's wrong. always like that. There's always that. It's just that we haven't seen that yet. Like, to yeah. us, that's all in the past, so we remember seeing this, like, this nostalgia. Yeah. But, like, what's going on right now won't ever be nostalgic for us. No. You know what I mean? Like, no, it'll be nostalgic for, like... A 15-year-old yeah. right now. Oh, dude, I hear the kids at work, they're like in their 20s, like early 20s, and they'll be like, oh, remember when blah, 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 like they'll talk about like a cartoon or something. Yeah, we're like, now the old men saying, what the fuck is this yeah. shit? And the kids younger are like, oh, this is the shit. And then when they're our age, they'll be like, oh, this this Takashi 6 9 he was great when I was a kid. Yeah, and then there'll be wild. some new shit, and they'll be like, oh, this sucks. Dude, that already happens with some of the stuff that, some of the hip-hop artists that they'll talk about, like when that XXX kid died or whatever, like three dudes at work, the younger dudes, they all were like all upset about it. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that is, man. They're like, yeah. oh, that doesn't bother you? I'm like, no, because I don't know who the fuck he is. I've never even heard of him. It's not like, it's not like you fucking, I don't know, man. Well, it's, it's, it's weird to think that, like, Like, this... there are rappers that I would know, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, I get that. You know, like, if fucking, if someone had him in a Drake, I'd be like, oh, I get that, because yeah. he's Drake. Like, even if I don't like him, like, I get it. Right. Or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I'm sorry, if someone having a pit bull tomorrow, I'd be like, oh, hey, pit bull died. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that sucks. Like, I remember in 2004 when I was going to the club, like, I would have danced to the fuck when it was up. Mr. Like, 305. Yeah, you know. Worldwide. Like, it's just, I, I don't know, man. I I don't see how a lot of that fucking underground, like, SoundCloud rapper bullshit, like, when everybody, when that Lil Xan kid died, all these people were so upset about him. Like, I get that it's a young kid. Or, like, what's that kid, Mac Miller, from that passed away a couple months ago? Yeah, I, yeah. I he got of, big at one point. So yeah, I he did. And I, and I did get him, but... The, he's just another one now. How yeah, yeah. fast did he fall off? Like, yeah. But that was going on in our era, though, too. Like, how many people died? Look yeah, at right. fucking the dude from, um, uh, oh my god, Ray, you know exactly the fuck. Not Jim Blossoms. You liked him. You turned Blind me on. Blind yeah, Blind Melon. The dude from Blind Melon's a great example of that. How big could that guy have eventually been? Yeah. You know, one of the best songwriters ever. Soul One is one of the best songs I think ever. We talked about this, but do you know that where Providence is responsible for him dying? No, I never heard about that. Apparently. He did a show, I think, in Providence, and he bought whatever the drug was oh, yeah. in Providence, oh, wow. and then uh, he took it, and then that's how he died. I do know that Providence was an unbelievable hotbed for heroin at one point, and I found that out because of White Trash Rob from Blood for Blood. Me and him were going back and forth one day, talking, and uh, I brought up how like I live around, I'm living in Rhode Island. He, was, he told me that he's like, yeah, dude. He goes, when I was like about ten years ago, and I was into it real deep. Providence was one of the wor- fucking hotbeds yeah. like hotbeds like you came here for fucking makes sense because I think we're still one of the uh the most addicted you know with, whether it's heroin or fucking when, well, it's, uh, it's because of where we can get it because we're like Newport like, yeah we're, we're literally like a corridor port. yeah, yeah. When uh, Jason Mewes was fucking... Yeah, he, he lived with my friends. He used to... He lived uh, with fucking Frank. Yeah, my, he, my friend's friend. He came down... Yeah, he was fucking... People... When he was hiding like, from the cops. He yeah, lived people, in Providence. Yeah, people were hanging out. Like, they'd be yeah. going to the fucking club hell every night. And like, yeah. oh, fucking Jason Mewes is here. Yeah, like, he from, Sam. Sam and Frank and all those guys. He yeah. was from my fucking friend. My best friends. He was living up there. 
I never met him because I wasn't really around back then, but he was, he lived on Frank's fucking couch. And he was, that's when he was running, like, so, you know, when Jay and Silent Bob's, um, uh, not Strike Back, oh, Clerks too, when he's talking, when they're talking about how, like, when he became, like, a reformed Christian or whatever, and they're like, oh, what happened to you? How, you guys disappeared? And he was like, yeah, you know, I was, I was running from the wall. Like, that was all a real story. Yeah. That really is what happened. Yeah, because he, he lost contact because he lost contact with Kevin Smith because Kevin Smith was trying to get him clean yeah. and then there was a point where like he just dropped off the face of the earth for like a couple months and yeah, nobody nobody here. knew where the fuck he was, he was here. except for like everybody in Rhode Island like who's familiar with Kevin Smith movies are like I'm hanging out with the guy from fucking Dogma it's just it's, <laughs> it's weird it's wild to think that that's what's going on thank you Gravity Games I'm getting this the same error though um, yeah anyway so yeah I don't, I don't know I didn't know this from a hole in the wall, and it's just, it just was to me. It's not nostalgic, really, but the sound was like, yeah, yeah. It's so early nineties. Like I picture this dude having like parachute pants, and I picture like like <laughs> girls with huge hoop earrings and like like high waisted bikinis this, and like this reminded me of um, Dean Michael is better than Bret Hart. Nobody I don't saw that. I don't disagree with that. Uh, uh, they used to loop. This song, <laughs> with this cheesiness, reminds me of "I wish I was a baller." I wish I was yeah. a little bit tall. Like oh. it's like I wish I had Ski-lo. a phone. Yeah. yeah. I, I also see me with the I lyrics, know all that shit. When the lyrics came out, I got this easily confused with "Ooh, Jawali Wali, Ooh, Chipping." Yeah, whatever yeah. the fucking song was. That was way later, but yeah, I could see that. Yeah, but yeah. it's weird to think that this, like, when you say, "Oh, this guy's a rapper," and then you're like, "He's in the same category as like Notorious B.I.G." Right, Tupac, and it's yeah. just it's just weird, yeah, to like fathom that. Like you said, like in like three years, B.A.G. puts out that fucking album, and you're like leaps and bounds, like completely different. Fuck, man, what N.W.A. When was fucking the fir- when was the a- first N.W.A. album? Mid eighties, eighty? No, I think it was eighty. I it was late, like, mid to late, like yeah. eight, eight, uh, eighty eight, eighty nine. Either way, like. Think about that for a minute. Yeah. Like, you know, Public Enemy. Like, that's the shit that's, that was Yeah, the out. East Coast gangster rap didn't wasn't a thing yet. So this was still kind of like... A, that kind of shit. Uchi Coochie, whatever the fuck it's called. It was still the kind of shit that was on the radio. Because yeah. NWA wasn't on the radio. No, I know. It's just funny that, like, when you... now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Expre- Ex- Express Yourself, I think, got played because it was... Yeah, yeah. They, that was, a cl- it was clean. They made, yeah. it, I mean, they, they made that a clean song. Which is weird because, you know... Anytime you ask them, they'd be like, oh, we're blah, blah, blah with an attitude. And, like, you know, it's weird to What are they with an attitude? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's more of a question for uh, our, our good buddy Ray. I don't know why I always get fucking directed in this general fucking segment. <laughs> Fuck off, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, ninjas with attitude? <clears throat> whoop, whoop. Oh, yeah. That's a nice segue saying how they're my picks are next. Oh, wait, did Ray have any notes uh, on the I didn't say anything yet. Uh, what did I put? Let's see. Coochie Coochie. Couldn't really say I recognize this. Sounds like something from, like, Menace to Society or something. Uh, I heard him say Rakim, so I thought it was, like, Rakim or something for a second. Uh, a lot going on. Not really a fan. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. Hmm. All right. So, yeah. I didn't think you would like it. Here's before we Why go. Why not? No, no, not even, not even playing that that uh, that avenue. This doesn't. I don't see you liking rap music in general. Why? He's played rap music on the show. Other, than, like what? Jedi uh, Mind Tricks. I know. Yeah, uh, Ray actually has Jedi a really Mind good Tricks? knowledge of rap. Yeah, he does. Ray knows hip hop. Really okay, well. Jedi Mind Tricks, nonfiction, completely yeah. different. So com- what you're saying is Ray likes white rappers. Is that what you're trying to tell? No, me? no, no, no. What I'm saying is this is like the goofy rap. 
And he's more into like you said Jedi mind tricks or like what Tech Nine. Uh, okay. Well, realistically, Ray was also really big in a Saber Civil when we were young too. So yeah, but isn't it pretty close to white? Yeah, but how many people in Jedi mind tricks? One. Really? Yeah. Just fucking. What about one Mr. Guy? Liff? Mr. Liff is a black guy. Yeah. Mr. Liff is nasty. He's not in Jedi mind. Why? Why is Mr. Liff nasty? Because he's fucking. Because he's with black. His words. Nasty meaning good. Nasty meaning good. Oh, okay. Just, Woo. Like, just like bad means good. You're bad, man. What, this really? power glove is so bad. What is this, a callback to last week with the 90s? Yeah, well... It might as well be. Yeah. Well, that's... <laughs> I was going to say, the, I'll be honest, the last two weeks, even though we're going along with this music talk, this is some of the most fun... I, like, I never in my life would have thought I was going to have the picks that we've had tonight yeah. when we started doing it. So, whoever's listening to this is probably going to have some fun with it because I've gotten good feedback from the last one. But, all right, not mention Dell. Yeah. Dell the fucking Homo Sapien. Deltron 3030, in my opinion, is still one of the best hip-hop albums of all time. Bob Dalalina, Mr. Bob Dalalina. You know, I'm surprised that none of us fucking... Because I'm sure we all fucking listened to it and rocked it, and it didn't just hit me until right now. Snow. How did none of us... If, I, agree, if I gave this some thought, that would have been so mad. Oh, well, again, I, like I was saying a little bit ago, because of the Asian was with me and you, I didn't think to go like back as far as like... Like, when I was a kid, I liked uh, Life is a Highway, the original one, Tom Cochran, not fucking this bullshit country band. Like, that's kind of cringy now, you know? Yeah. Like, I liked a lot of stuff like that when I was young. Like, that's why I brought up Crisscross because I had a Crisscross album. Like, I, I didn't want to go back that far because it, yeah. that was when I was a kid, so that, that's obviously cringy. I wanted yeah. to go with something that everybody around me, I, I took it as like, what was everybody listening to in high school that I couldn't fucking stand because I was in, I was in a Pantera or whatever, you know yeah. what I mean? But right before that, I was into Cold Chamber. You know what I mean? So, like, that's kind of where I took that. But, um, see, with the snow thing, like, stuff like that, I know that kind of stuff, but I don't really, I never yeah. listen to Shaggy. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? A cat meowing? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh. Holy shit, Ray. How come no one's spraying your ass? <laughs> <laughs> He's got some thin ass shorts on, too. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, sorry. I sorry. I forgot. He go change into his fucking podcast gear. He fucking drank He drank all that milk about two hours ago. Yeah, and he he said he drank it just to spite me because he wanted to fucking have farts. <laughs> fucking son of a bitch. Uh, never seen anybody like like you said. Who chugs milk? Yeah, like nobody. I've never seen anybody just chug milk. Who says milk with an e? You you pronounce it milk, dude. The way I say it like this because <laughs> when, we, when, we, when we go when we used to go on the kiss cruise. Like, everybody would make fun of our accent. Oh, Rhode Island, yeah. Our and they're like, no, dude, you got the worst accent. And like, I always put it in, because Courtney will yell at me and make fun of me all the time. Sorry, buddy. Nobody wants to go to Wendy's. Oh, Wendy's is rough. When people say Wendy's. <laughs> when someone says, hey, say milk, I go, I just explain to them, I'm saying it like this. Milk Gibson. That's how I say it. He does. He says it with an E. Yeah. Every time he says it, I'm like, yeah. I, I, that's not a Rhode Island thing, though. No, no but like... We're on a boat with, like, fucking people from, like, Europe and, like, yeah. all over the United States. And, like, everybody's just, like, I've never... Even people from, like, Boston or, like, they're, like your accent is completely different than ours. And, like, yeah. I don't... This, it's just how I talk. When I'm not paying attention, mine, mine kind of comes out. You can tell I'm from the East Coast, but I don't sound... I don't... I pronounce a lot of my R's more so than a lot of people I know. But when I went to Arizona, we talk 
so much fucking faster than oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like everybody else. If you go like southwest or down south, everybody talks like Dude. slow. What's well, stupid cold. too? Like, Everything when, they do is slow because it's when, so fucking hot. And when yeah. they find out that you're from the east coast or even like close to Boston, they're like, "Yo, yeah, get the, oh, yo, yeah. pack the car, yeah, have it, yeah." Everybody like, thinks we're from fucking Massachusetts. It's like, no, 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 not not the same. Thing. I would I would shoot myself in the head if I sounded like somebody from Massachusetts. Yeah. I yeah. know I sound like an asshole anyway. Do you guys know who... Uh, yeah, kid. Today I got uh, Hoochie Coochie. Do you guys know who... <laughs> Uchi Coochie. Oh, who, that's fucking you know, Hoochie Coochie, man. Do you guys know man. who uh, Mike McCarthy is? He's like an up-and-coming indie dude right now. He's, no. I got to show you guys. He's, he's really good. He, he calls himself the masshole Mike McCarthy. And he cuts... Dude, he's the king of the All fucking those, promo uh, right now. His promos are gold. Fight starting at 10? Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I got to show you guys. Remind me to show you one of his some of his recent promos. You guys are both proud of him, but he he... he has a wicked Boston accent when he does his promos, and he's doing this one where uh, he's he's going up against this kid named the Prize Alec Price, and he's like, "Yeah, some some prize uh, some prize you are. I used to get better prizes at the the county fair, old Coke mirrors." And like the way he said it, like, dude, I fucking lost my shit because he snuck it in so fast because he's got he does the uh, max cycle so. Hey, Mike McCarthy, if you ever actually listen to this, there's your shout out. So, which I have a funny story about him because he was in the, he sang in an old punk band. And I, I didn't never put two and two together. I watched that dude smash his fucking mic into his forehead and chase everybody around with blood. And now he's a indie wrestler. Wild times. He opened up for Ramallah at the fucking Tigers. Then me and Ray were there. Anyways, um, I guess it's right. it's two. Tw- we had two hours and twenty two minutes into this somehow. What? Jesus Christ! (laughs) It doesn't feel real. So we'll do this, and then we'll do the uh, Gina talk, and fucking I don't know much else. I don't know what else. I had something to bring up. Whether if I we can, we can. Yeah, we have time. I get it out because I I should talk about it. Because if you if if you leave it in you, it'll eat you. It'll eat you hot, kid. Eat your hot out, kid. All right. It'll eat you fucking hot. Yo, we gotta go uh, soon because it's snowing out, and there's gonna be a packing band. Is it even snowing yet? I don't think it's. I don't think we're gonna get it. We should probably check, huh? We're supposed to get like one to three as of right before I left. Yeah, that's not supposed to happen tomorrow. No, it was supposed to start. Sounded like you said tomorrow. Like, like Ram- oh yeah, not like that fucking that band Ramallah. Yeah. yeah, I did just say them, and I'm a big fan of White Trash Crowd. You, like <laughs> Steve, is so goddamn old. He <laughs> does not know how to use <laughs> fucking. <laughs> Mom, I'm holding both of them. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> this is why we need this is we need video. Oh look, put a I didn't little, do anything wrong. Put a little <laughs> fucking muscle into it. <laughs> it was the way that was like. Well, don't worry about it. They're high. No, it was no, like high. Well, why can't you? Why can't you open up the window and just see if it's snowing out? That's what the hook. It's not snow. Oh. It's not snowing. You already looked. You blind man. <laughs> Jesus. My thing was, one, was one. Steve, you seriously? Is that? Huh? And uh-huh. like part of it would open. Yeah, yeah. So I kept doing it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so stupid. I thought you were saying it was going like that because I was pulling the fucking thing wrong or something. So uh, I was like, what? No, you could tell something was up, but it was just funny that the fact that like. Yo, where are those grapes at? Oh, shut up! <laughs> you tickle my asshole with these grapes, and now you're just gonna not gonna bring them out. Son of a bitch! Get your grape, shut up. Yeah, we're gonna fuck. I'll let me bring that. Shut up, you ungrateful bastard. You ungrateful bastard. You know what? He breaks out the finest piece of china he has. (laughs) (laughs) Damn straight. Wait, not only not only is that his grape bowl, but that's also his fucking pizza roll bowl. (laughs) It is. It is. (laughs) 
And then I still think about that, like, hand frozen pizza rolls. <laughs> fucking clanking in it. It's like, you ever hear somebody pour chips in a bag? It's fucking, it's pizza rolls in a po- fucking porcelain bowl, dude. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, sorry. Oh, he's even washing the grapes for oh, us? That just yes. made me laugh so Wow, you hard. care about us. Wow. Actually, uh, I don't even think can you can't ever fuck can't. with them. Oh, those are just those are all Gary grapes. <laughs> Holy Why, you, I thought you were eating grapes last time. Oh, you can't have red grapes? Can't have grapes. Good. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're like me. More grapes for me. You're like me. Let that drain right I don't want to break my diet on the second day. Yeah, oh, no, 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 no. Have some you'll, grapes. You'll, you'll, have some grapes, Steve. Eventually, eventually, you'll break like one or two, but... Yeah. Like, blueberries and stuff are actually good for you on the diet. Yeah, yeah. You actually look up Stan uh, Efforting if you've never heard of him. He, he does something along those lines, but he tells people to eat an orange in the morning because it helps break stuff down, and that kind of sugar is actually really good for your system. Yeah, it kicks yeah. out your... Uh, look up Stan Hansen. Efforting. The rhino. Little Tainy Wayne. All right, let right, me get Jesus into my Christ. picks. We do got to get on with this shit. All right, my picks, I went two cringe, two cringe songs because, uh, as I explained before... Uh, a lot of the crappy music that I listen to as he threw blueberries in there too. Those fucking blueberries. Damn. A lot of the songs that I listen to as a kid, I still continue to listen to, and a lot of the songs that I listen to are definitely cringeworthy. And when this topic was brought up, I even googled like, okay, cringeworthy songs, and I want to say ninety five percent of the bands. I'm like, oh shit, that's on my iPod. That's on my iPod. That's on my iPod. So my first pick is, and I'm pretty sure all of us have listened to this song when it first came out, and I'm not sure how they felt, but I thought it was good. Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby. Except for Ray, he thought it was still MC Brains. <laughs> I can't wait. Let Ray uh, say his idea first. But I do, right. I have a fact if you guys want it. Well, sure. do it. well, you do the fact last. Okay, that works. I put, fucking throwback, haven't heard this in a minute. It was a good song for the time for a one-hit wonder. I give it more cred than Mickey Avalon. <laughs> Isn't Vanilla Ice doing real estate now? <laughs> I believe he was for a minute. We still have that TV show where he's renovating houses. That's what I was thinking about. He does? Yeah, I um, don't know if he still has it. That might be old now. He isn't, he also, isn't he also a juggalo? He had a good time. He actually had more than one. He had um, Ninja Rap. Yeah. yeah. On, um, that was Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Yep. All right, Steve. Uh, I got Have you ever seen a turtle get down? Yeah. Same as <laughs> jamming to the new sweet sound. I don't have much to say about it. I think every fucking word that could be said about this song has already been said. Uh, it's. I, I didn't, Did you like it at the time? Um, To an extent. I wasn't like a huge fan or anything, but I liked it to an extent. Same way I feel about it now. I don't hate it. Yeah. Now, were you when you were younger, did you realize that it was the dun 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 oh, like, uh, no no I didn't the I queen didn't, you didn't I, put that together I didn't like queen then I don't like queen now I don't give a shit I didn't know was that a cross between David Bowie song too Under Pressure well uh, David Bowie was well, Under Pressure oh gotcha gotcha yeah. but if you listen to the the oh, reasoning his, behind it it was the best because yeah, his, his, if you go like he did like an uh, interview where he goes mine goes dun 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 theirs goes dun 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 ting yeah. Like that's those are actual words that he said yeah. to try to say that he did not rip off. The I think they sued him. That's why they did, and he lost. And he also, this is the song where he had to uh, sign off the writing credits to this song from Sh- the the guy that this is supposedly Suge Knight. Suge Knight hung him out the window. Hung him out the window. You never heard that song? That, that, uh, I knew of something like that. Yeah, 
Supposedly, one of Suge Knight's friends wrote the song and didn't get credit, so they went over to Vanilla Ice's hotel room. Basically, Suge Knight hung him over the fucking balcony until he signed over the rights. Holy shit. So, Suge Knight denies it, of course. Just like he denied that he didn't He's have... He's in jail now, isn't he? Yep. Didn't he finally get caught for killing somebody or something? He did. He uh, he tried getting on the set of the Straight Outta Compton movie. Oh, yeah. Because he thought that huh. uh, he huh. was supposed to have a meeting with Dr. Dre, which he wasn't supposed to. And he, I think, ran over somebody and killed him. Good. So he copped the plea. Yeah, they talk about it in that uh, Sugar Night documentary on Showtime. Which is, I like I said, that. it's all right, but he definitely kayfabes a lot. Like, oh, I don't know why... Tupac's dead. I don't know why Biggie's dead. You guys think he's going to kill him? What? Uh, I think he I think he had uh, Tupac kill. I think he had them both killed. Maybe. I don't know. There's so many fucking theories. That's something we should get into because I guarantee you must fucking know all kinds of shit. Dude. I wasn't a big fan of Biggie or Tupac, okay. so I don't... I mean, I know some stuff, but... I was more of a... I'm, I'm getting that another time. Uh, my notes go to something like this. And I'll even show Gary that I didn't edit them or anything. And so I'm going to read them first, but I'll show you. I didn't edit these or anything. So this is real notes, guys. Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby. Better than Steve's rap song. <laughs> and way better than Ray's sitar shit. Mickey Avalon for president. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really write that? Swear to God. Because I knew, I knew you were going to take a jab at me. <laughs> So I, that's why I had you go first because I was waiting for it. Oh my god! I just literally almost choked on a goddamn grape. <laughs> I knew that that was gonna happen. Like I was waiting for it. I was setting it up because we, like, you even brought it up earlier before we started listening to fucking anything. I mean, before Steven got here. <laughs> so I was like, "Fuck this motherfucker! I'm gonna get him." Yeah, because Ray, like I said, Ray thought he fucking shot. Yeah, shot. shot you, yeah, he fucking shot you good, and it was like, "Fuck you, Mickey Avalon!" All you yeah. do is waste a pick. Oh, okay. So my fact for this song is this song wasn't even the first single off the album. It was a B-side. Uh the, the song was uh funk play that funky music. Oh, yeah, I remember that. That song was a flop, so uh, Wait, the DJ flipped it over and started playing this and it became a hit. I like the other song better. I don't think I've ever heard it. Play that funky music, White Boy? Mhm. Never heard of that. Me? I've heard of you. No, the fucking real song, not not Vanilla Ice's <laughs> song, you fucking mook. Mook? Jesus Christ. The fuck? I'm a fucking mook? Fucking <laughs> mooly. These are good grapes, though, right? Thank you. Uh, oh, they're fucking fantastic, Steve. Just have one. <laughs> have one. No. Nah, don't do it, because I'm, I'm not going to give you the satisfaction. I'm three weeks in, dude. I'm, I ate a piece of pizza today. If I already ate a piece of pizza, I'm gonna have a couple grapes. Yeah. Here. Next week fuck? I'll have beef lo mein here, and I'll be fucking eating in front of you guys. I, I would die love. Us. I would love some pad thai right now. Fucking <laughs> some chicken pad thai, bro. I'll bring a fucking steak if I have to. <laughs> Yo, I you miss it. I I literally stopped at fucking Whole Foods before I went and picked up G Money here. Yeah. And fucking got me some steak. I'm like sitting here eating. I pull it out, and he's like, "What the fuck is that?" Can't I'm wait like, to get my fucking air fryer, man. Yo, yo, so good, man. I'm telling you, it's going to change your fucking life, man. What is? The air fryer? Oh, yeah, it's fucking great. I can't wait to see you cook all the fucking Gordon's fish sticks in it. <laughs> you fucking throw that shit in, it'll be done in five minutes? Nah, probably less. Really? I bet you, yo, I bet you it makes a, I bet you it cooks the fuck out of a pizza roll. Yeah. Oh, shit. No more of that fucking microwave soggy shit, bro. You're going to have some nice crispy joints. Right? Who needs a fucking microwave anymore? Yo, no, for real. It takes the same amount of time. It's yeah. real food. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Pork chops are okay in it. It yeah, dries man, them out a little yeah. bit too much, but they're, they're not bad. They're passable. Fucking onion rings up in that bitch. Yo, you make your own. 
Like make some fresh joints. This air fryer is literally going to be the death of your um, oh, yeah, of your diet. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a good thing for. The- no, because I think he's going to discover all the things that he can cook in the air fryer. And oh yeah. And he's going to be like, onion rings. Well, let me do chicken. Chicken wing. I'm gonna do fish sticks. Like you're gonna be cooking. What again? All that stuff you can make healthy though. Like you can make healthy. Onion rings, if you make your own, not buy them from the Dallas. Well, I don't think he's going to be making homemade onion rings. Ah, I think you, he, no, you'd be surprised. I I would pick him to make his own stuff if he could do that. I know him better than I'm going to be honest. The only time I've ever seen this man cook is probably the pot roast right. that he just dined on. Real, real real talk. Tell me if you had an opportunity without making a messy situation out of oil and stuff. Tell me you would whip up a batch of your own like home fries or fucking legit French fries. Oh yeah. All day long, right? I know you better than that. You'll fucking you'll whip up something like that. But in the case of he's doing a pod, he's doing a podcast, right. and he's gonna look into his freezer. Oh shit! I got a bag of fucking onion rings. Like he's gonna. Oh, once we start drinking again, it, all bets are off. Like <laughs> it's gonna happen. But I'll be right there with him. So he, he won't also be made the mystery stew one time. <laughs> oh yeah, stew a la mystery. Yeah. The only mystery was how long. No, was Steve it was okay. I I, I know what happened with me. There was one piece of what chicken was it, that chilling? I went to. No, oh, it was chicken. It was some kind of stew. It was like oh, chicken. Okay. You mystery chicken stew. Chicken. No, it was. Oh, you made yeah. the chili too. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. All right. So where the fuck were we? Meatballs? No, you did the meatballs. I did the yeah. meatballs. Yeah. Where were we on this? All right. Did uh, any of you guys fuck with the ham I made in the fucking slow cooker? That shit no, was banging. No, uh, I think we're on my second pick right yep. now. My second pick was ICP's Hocus Pocus, uh, Jason Nevin's Headhunters remix. That's a remix of a song? Yes. That was the original version? Nope. The, totally different beat. Yep. It's fucking... This This version is the better of the of uh, the two that came out. And I thought it sounded a little hollow. I feel like it, maybe I was wrong. No, it definitely sounded... I don't know if it's the setup. Like, I've never heard it on, like, a real setup. Yeah. So maybe it was that. I don't know. But it did sound hollow or something. It didn't sound... It didn't have much bass in it for some reason. Yeah, maybe, like, or maybe it was the quality of the Spotify rip or whatever it was. But uh, this was my entrance music for a long time in USWF. This actual song? This, this version. This version. Huh. Um, I don't think I even chose it. I think it was given to me at one point. Because I, would, I, would, I didn't have a set entrance music. Like one week I'd play fucking Fear Factory and then yeah, I'd yeah. play whatever. And then I think I forgot my music one day and someone just threw that on and I just kept it. Because it's got that long intro and fucking whatever. Um, yeah, it's it's, it's perfect because as soon as I go, dun, 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 like you, you, it's like at that perfect spot where you'd be able to walk through the gate. Yeah. Um, and Steve was a juggler, so it worked. Stop it. Um, <laughs> well, I'm not. I, I wouldn't call myself a juggalo. We we've, we've literally gone over this. I have stickers on my car. Yes. Yeah. You did. Yeah. I that, wouldn't call myself a juggalo either. You are a juggalo. I just know some of that music. You're a juggalo. I'm not a juggalo. What is a juggalo? His I've name never is Ray. Seen live. I've never and seen he likes live. to cook fish sticks because he's even, gay. I've never even seen the fucking band live. Gary. I, I don't know about now, but back in the day, they were good live. Very good. Um, i seen ABK, though. That's terrible. Oh, yeah. my God. What, what the fuck? Because that's you to do this. Why would you go ABK see the Native Warrior? And Isham and somebody else. At you like Isham, right? right? I do like Isham. So you went for Eshan. I went for Eshan. I can see I you gotcha. fucking with Eshan, but the fucking... Oh, my God. EBK? Why? He was just there. Did you see his nubby finger? No. He's got, like, a fucking missing finger. It's gross. So ICP gets a lot of shit, but the first uh, few Joker's cards were... Well, 
so the first six minus the second sixth one, if that makes any sense, uh, were good, and the EPs are pretty good. Um, I th this is a, like a larger conversation, but I feel like ICP. When ICP, ICP is going to be one of those things when they die, certain people that don't appreciate them now are going to appreciate them more. Not because they're skilled rappers or anything like that. <clears throat> Just the whole uh, the whole gimmick and the business aspect of it. And a lot of the songs in that era weren't that bad. They're very story-driven and shit like that. Uh, this is what... I have no idea. <laughs> Oh, you motherfucker! I, no I would have I been there. Sorry, oh, guys. you cocksucker! That was the surprise entrance. Oh shit! The Sandman. Yeah, dope. Yow. <clears throat> anyway, oh, yeah, that's that my sucks. little ice. I guess they hit him though because I I would have found out that he was there. Uh, who wants to go next? Uh, oh. I think it's I will. Ed. I'll just go. Yeah. Uh. <clears throat> her face is not good looking at all, by the way. I think her face is good looking. I don't think it looks great right now because I highly doubt she's got that much makeup well, on. Even at the way, it looks kind of got a manly face a little Maybe bit. Maybe if it wasn't for the corners. <clears throat> I don't know, man. I'm feeling it. Good body on her. Mm. Mm -hmm. Anyways, I'll tell you what. She's got some... Either she's her eye, eyebrows are definitely tattooed on or microbladed, and her eyelashes are definitely fake. Well, I don't know why she would rock those while she's about to fight, though. So, unless they're, like, she's probably got, uh, I think you can get those, like, put on somehow. Yeah, not a good decision. I know, <clears throat> I know a little bit too much about stuff like that. Oh, yeah, he just you messed said, up her eyebrow. <laughs> or eyelash, or whatever the fuck it was. Eyebrow. Yeah, when you said micro whatever, I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? Microbladed, they, they legitimately, it's fucking weird. It's almost like getting it tattooed on. So, you can tattoo your eyebrows on yeah. like Jackie has, or you can do microblading, which they literally take, like, tiny little incisions, and it, like... Fills in somehow. Hers a hers a tattooed on. Yeah, and she fills them in from there. So when you get your oh, eyebrows tattooed on, okay. you get like a basis for it, and then you just fill in whatever you want with like a pencil from there. So being uh, a guy who lives in a house full of girls, and my wife sells cosmetics. Yeah. Do they understand that most guys don't like when the eyebrows and shit are so manicured and shit like that? Depends. A lot of guys are into that. I it think depends. it looks fucking weird. Mostly. It depends on how much so. It depends yeah. Like, like Paige Van Zandt's look pretty normal. They look normal. fine. Yeah, like but normal. when she's full full face of makeup, they're probably way bigger than that. But that's where most girls will keep them. Yeah. Because then you can add them, you can add stuff to it, or you can take away from it. That other girl is clearly hers are tattooed like that, and then they, she fills it in from there. That's how that's done. So you can tell that it's microbladed because there's like little fillings. Yeah, yeah. And then what she does is she probably draws them in from there, so that way it looks solid. It's just so. I hate that. There's a lot. So unattractive. I could fucking show you guys. I could this, between Brittany being a fucking uh, professional hairstylist and I was around all that shit, and then Kristen and Rosie. Rosie's really good with the makeup, so she like, I don't. She watches tutorials and shit on it. Um, but that's, you learn a lot. That's my life. And we're in bed and Corny's watching fucking seventeen different girl yeah. videos of people who put up tutorials. I'm also, and I don't know if we've ever talked about this in the podcast or not, but I'm going to drop this here. I'm a huge fan of RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm not going to lie, and I don't give a fuck who thinks that's funny, gay, whatever you want. But I love that show. I think it's hilarious. I think drag queens are the fucking funniest people on the planet. I give them all the credit in the world for walking around and doing the shit that they do because it takes guts. Henry Rollins is like the really way, good friends with RuPaul. Uh, on the same uh, aspect, there's a YouTube channel called um, The Nobodies. And they have a show called The Nobodies Watch Wrestling. And it's trannies 
sitting around. They're not fans of wrestling, and they sit. They watch like WWE pay per views. It's fucking hilarious. I'll check it out. (laughs) But see, shit like that. Like that's what I'm saying. It's. I don't know. I, I think it's because I've been around a lot of stuff and none of it bothers me and I like, I mean, I'm friends with a lot of people. Yeah, like that, so. I don't think it bothers any of us, but. I think I, I guess I'm just, I was immersed in that world for a little while, yeah. so it's, I just got more used to it than I guess some other people. Main but, face, I'm telling you. Right there, yeah. But then I've seen it another That's time. That's definitely like, training face right yeah. there. Yeah. Ray is the training savant. We yes. all know Yeah, this. you know what? I'll give him some credit. Um, what the fuck was I going to say from there? Anyways, um, I so my notes are simple. ICP, Trunk full of Fago, car full of fat chicks. That's it. Okay. This is the only album I actually know. I'm not going to lie, I like some of the songs on there. Uh, I remember the, my first actual introduction to any ICP songs, because I never listened to a single one before this, because I didn't have Spotify or anything, and I was never about to go and buy them, was I was dating a girl in high school, before I met Kristen, right before I met Kristen. How you doing? Was she chubby? Nope. Oh. Uh, Surprised. Nope. Uh, actually, I don't. I'm not really. What are you talking about? I've dated. I've dated them all, man. No, 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 no. I, was, I wasn't going that avenue. I'm saying a lot of. Oh, the girl I knew didn't like ICP. I was getting to that. Oh. I went out and hung out with her, and it was the girl that was friends with Brandon's older brother that passed away. Um, Dylan and uh, Hamlin was around, and all those people, like all those people. Um, and it was up in his old hood, Cedar Hill area, like Love Lane and all that. And I remember, like, hanging out with them on a Friday night, and, like, they would all, they had, like, a crew, like any other crew, and they were all kind of, like, nerds, and they, we went to this one girl's house, or this dude's house, and they were watching their home videos, and it was, like, one of them, like, the ICP home videos. Oh, Shockumentary. I, I don't know. Shockumentary was basically... I couldn't tell you what it was. All I know is it had Hall of Illusions video on it, I think. Yeah, it was Shock- Shockumentary. Yeah, they, they wa- I watched that, and that's the first time I'd ever even, I'd never heard one single song by ICP before that. I'd heard of them because of... Yeah, Shockumentary yeah. was it was uh, it was weird. It was it was trying to be like a history of ICP, so but Carnival also Carnival Chaos an album. Carnage. Carnival. They were yeah, Carnival they, Carnage. they followed a, an ICP fan. It. What it was like, but I had and that. then in between Carnival they would Chaos show. Carnival Chaos is a Guar album. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, but good. What was I saying? Oh, the yeah, it was it Wasn't was that, it, that was made for MTV, wasn't it? I believe it wasn't. I don't even think MTV ever uh, ever played it. Yeah, because they what happened with them is like they were around. But Malenko, see, this I think we could probably do a whole fucking ICP episode where like. Well, that'll never happen. Bro. Well, you, but, you know, but, but yeah. there's there's a whole like. We could, a, but we're not. But listen, I believe even that I've Joe Walsh has given me comments on, about how much you explain their stuff because like we don't know that stuff. So the fact that you actually like this is your one thing where music wise you can pitch in more than the rest of us. Well, like it's actually a good thing. Well, with ICP, so like they were around obviously before Great Malenko came out, but Great yeah. Malenko was. Supposed to be their big break into the mainstream. It was. And then, well, what happened? They got signed to um, Hollywood Records, which is owned by Disney, and nobody realized that they had, like, the lyrics that they had. So the album came out, it was on the shelf for, like, five hours, and then when Disney found out that they were with them, they took them off. Is that why there was two different versions of that? Like, with the net and game, and then another. There was, like. Hollywood video, uh, Hollywood video, Hollywood Records released it, like I said, for the first like five hours, and then they dropped them, and then Island Records picked them up. And oh, then okay. They released basically the same album. There's a green and a red one. No, right. there's. See, this is where they they went, and this is where they're smart with in the business aspe- aspect. They released the album, same album, different colors. Okay. So there's a red, purple. Yeah. yeah. So if you're a juggalo and you collect yeah, all, yeah, the, you had to have. 
yeah, all of which them. Which is what most of those guys did. They needed every copy of every. Yeah, yeah. When I did. when I used to fucking collect, I used I have to, I had to have. There's four different color Nirvana Neuteros. Like Nolan's got all four of them. It's like you know, it's what you do. It's like if your thing, it's like oh, I have to collect every ICP yeah. CD. Like you have to fucking, you know yeah. what I mean? You have to do it. So but I remember, there's a what blew me away. What I was surprised with them because I just I never really took them serious. But that album, there's a couple songs on that album that are pretty fucking intense, like beat wise and stuff. There because I never heard anything before that. Well, I don't really know anything. But then I went backwards and tried to hear listen to some of it, and none of it ever sounded like that one. So I know that to them, like again, that was their biggest commercial hit album, I think, and. That's like there's. I have also heard some people say that it's almost like their sellout album, but like there's a reason why because I feel like it's easily their best and it sounds like even like sonically it sounds better than everything else. I would say Jekyll Brothers Jekyll sellout sellout album. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's when they had totally blown up because they were on the fucking Family Values. Well, Jekyll Brothers also too. There's a whole song on there about how like. They're not gonna like be sellouts, and you're never gonna see them play like certain festivals. And then that CD came out, and then like a month later, they played Woodstock '99. Yeah, yeah. So it's like they completely contradict. That's everything. what they were on. I knew it was something like that. Yeah. So you imagine like because if you bought the pay per view, like I think the Woodstock pay per view, it was was it wasn't like oh you can watch this band this band. It was like you watch the feed that they put on. Yeah. So like if you're going to watch the yeah. Woodstock, you're like. Oh, I want to see Kid Rock, or I want to see fucking Foo Fighters. And at one point, they just change it in the ICP. So like everyone watched like, a bunch of it live. The, uh-huh. Not ICP, just Woodstock '99 in general. And I'm like, what the fuck? We yeah. had a couple of friends that went to it. Dan Warren, a couple of the kids. Dan, didn't Dan kind of Raleigh go or something? I don't remember. Uh, yeah. They're bringing it back. Oh, yeah, whatever. They are bringing it back. <laughs> I, I'm a, I have a hard time with that. Sometimes I think I want to go try to do like a riot fest because it'd just be cool to see some of the bands and then. Other times, like I don't do good in big crowds like that, so I don't. I feel like I just get really bored. Yeah, I get bored at those big fests because it's like you're just standing there. I'm not like a bunch of bands I don't yeah, want. I don't see. know. I'm not like people like that are into that kind of stuff. There was a point at Riot Fest. I think it was like two o'clock, and it was like nothing for us to do, and we ended up on? laying down Jesus underneath the fucking Christ. tree for like an hour and just didn't do anything. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't like a lot of the music that's on these. I'm not like everybody that, like, people that go to those love everything that's on them, or for the most part. That was oh, Calf Slicer. Oh, Knee Bar. Oh, God. No, she's not. Wow. It's all that cocoa butter. <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to say. Is she a stripper? Well, she's a fighter. She she's awful <sighs> thick in the pants. Both of them are. I'm getting, getting, I'm getting a little weight. I'm getting thick in the pants. <laughs> There we go. That could be the name of the episode. Yeah. Wow. I'm staring down Main Street, and it is pretty. <laughs> That's for sure. All right. Anyways, <clears throat> um, I don't think Ray had his. Uh, Want to get into talk on the uh, talk about the marijuana thing? Did you give your thoughts on the song yet? No. No, because uh, he didn't. Song? He didn't praise uh, it. ICP. Uh, basically, all I'm gonna say is I'm not a fan of that song in particular, and. I probably know like Chicken Hunt and a few other songs by him, and that's about it. Like Hall of Illusions or whatever. And Hall of Illusions, that's one of the songs I like. Yeah, I'll, that song is uh, actually pretty like eerie. I think it's a. Other than song. that, I'm not like a huge fan. That's all I gotta say. Hall of Illusions was a song that they <clears throat> referenced a lot when uh, MTV News was doing this uh, the story about how them get them getting booted off because it's like you know your wife can't smile because you knocked the teeth out and they're like. 
That song, I think that's why I like this song because it was the most serious song they ever wrote. I think they I had think a shit song. ton of songs like that. Actually, like along that subject matter, it's just that people don't listen to them. Yeah. Like they just oh these guys are fucking idiots. So they don't listen. Even the fans that I knew, all they ever liked were things like chicken hunting and shit like that. So like when I heard that Hall of Illusion song, that's the song that caught me. And I was they like, had oh, tons of shit. like anti-racist and anti-pedophile and anti-fucking this and that. Kind yeah, of fucking uh, they got a song. Fuck your rebel oh, flag. Final final note I'm gonna say on that is. When me and you were going doing our feud in USWF, I almost cut a promo using some of the lyrics from that song just to get a pop. I was gonna when it, when it was actually uh, the Sherman Brothers versus U2. I'm pointing to Steve and Gary right now. I was literally gonna cut a promo saying something along. I can't remember the words right now. Again, you guys will correct me on it. But it was uh, you see all the blood. Yeah, your boy was just here. Or whatever. Like I was gonna fucking cut that promo in the middle of something like pertaining to Steve. Yeah. And then ho- hopefully get the pop. And I ne- I just never ended up doing it. But. I had it all mapped out in my head, and I was going to cut it, and fucking, I just never ended up doing it. But, anyways, my last note, we can move on to some of those, because it's two hours and 49 minutes, guys. Yeah, Ray episode. wanted to talk about uh, Gino, well, correct? Yeah, well, Gary was bringing up the fact that uh, he's well, trying I'm, to find the reason why I'm against it. No, 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 <clears throat> this is why I wanted to bring it up, because yeah. I feel, and this is probably on my end, when I look at you... You surprise the shit out of me sometimes when you're knowledgeable on things that, like, I would just be like, what the fuck? Like, like music, like, when you describe some certain music, you're like, oh, that melody and that tone and when that guy plays that, 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 like, you're very articulate and you're very smart when it comes to shit like that. And when I found out that the Gina Raimondo wanted to finally pass mar- the marijuana to make it legal, I was like, okay. First thing I was like, oh, that must be good for Rhode Island because... Yeah. We're going to get all the taxes, and I saw what it's been doing for in, like, Denver and, like, Massachusetts. Like, there's fucking people wrapped around every day trying to buy the fucking weed from all the stores. So, I'm like, oh, that must be good for us. And then I saw you comment on someone's page, and you literally went through a checklist, and you're like, she tapped? The other girl tapped, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, so, yeah, you went through, like, a checklist, and you gave reasons of, like, like, why it's not good. And, like, you had, like, specific reasons. and, And, like, it kind of blew my mind that, like... Maybe, like I said, my that fault. Ray knew something other than music. Is that mm-hmm. what you're trying to say? Well, no, because it wouldn't surprise me that he know. Like he, well, he is the three dudes and cold brews resident weed guy. So I wasn't shocked that he knew his shit, but like maybe that he he knew it so well. Maybe I should apologize for stereotyping you. No, that's fine. And, Don't worry. And about thinking it. that you're not as bright, you know what I mean? Like he said, like I know. <clears throat> Which is awesome that I know all my ICP shit, so I'm the resident like ICP fact guy. Unless you want to take my throne, because you're <laughs> just you're right up there with me. But like, explain to me why it's not a good thing. Like, wouldn't weed be a good thing? For it the would. State? It would be a good thing if she wasn't trying to make it different from every other state that has legalized. And how is she doing that? By basically regulating it and making everything smaller percentages of what people can get recreationally. Which is kind of a joke. Yeah, I mean, like, put it to me, who's somebody who is like a, you know, fucking, how can I put it? Like, you know, grandfather didn't smoke and like, I can smoke a lot and fucking enjoy it. Fucking, it, it's a joke. It's like, you know, what's the point of me even going to one of these places to get something now if you're going to fucking charge me fucking top dollar for something that's not even going to do the trick compared to what other states are getting, first of all. Another big reason on it, too, is like, 
they want to make it so you can't grow in your house to grow. You know, I'm sure people are going to be growing for the dispensaries regardless. But you won't be able to, like, say if you wanted to brew your own beer in your own house, nobody's fucking stopping you. You Not know, why can't, I, why can't I fucking do this if it's recreational? And I think edibles you know? would only be able to be made at a certain strength. And they want to ban concentrates. That's So no oils, no that's oils That's fucking ridiculous. So all this stuff in mass, you can go buy uh, edibles as strong as you want. You I can go agree. Buy, you can go buy oils. You can go do whatever. So if you're not doing that here, you live right next to mass. People yeah. are just going to go buy it over there. So you're not getting the fucking... But if you're doing it safely, I agree with all that, like making it yeah. and, you know, mold-free and all that shit, like I said in my post. But at the same time, it's like people don't get it, like... It's mainly a profit for the fucking, you know, the state so let's, of okay. Island for, you know, so not let's, benefiting you at all. So no. let's say it goes through as how she wants it, yeah. and you want to buy, like, say, a weed brownie. And let's say the potency is, in Rhode Island, it's five. Five milligrams. Okay, let's just... Which is nothing. No, no well, yeah, but, let, you but let's just yeah. say that. But then... You I would can, need you something can, that's, like, 25. But then you can go to, to Mass right and get a 25. Yeah. So doesn't she see that... Well, so what is the reasoning Well, before? here's the thing. <clears throat> um, yes, most people probably would. Actually, most people probably wouldn't. They just say fuck it and buy fucking five of them. Mm-hmm. And her husband is the biggest weed cultivator in Rhode Island. That's the whole thing about fucking. Um, the cultivator. So what does that mean? That he, grower. He's a grower. Also, speaking of so that, there's also they've also yeah. because of all the bullshit laws, they they fucked everybody over when they first said that they could start growing weed in Rhode Island for uh, patients. I know somebody that uh, grows it right off of Jefferson Boulevard. You know, we're talking about it last week when he bought a car with me. Um, <clears throat> they fucked a lot of people over because they passed some law afterwards that if you weren't a certain, if you couldn't keep up with a certain size amount, you couldn't even, you, you can't keep yeah. up with everybody. Like, they, I don't know the exact thing he, I wish, I should probably just get him on here to talk about it because he's super smart about it. He's a professional. Like, I think it's ridiculous. I just want to bring up the point too that like, say if you wanted to go get a medical card that you couldn't own a handgun, yeah, you know that, that's a ridiculous fucking thing. It's like, well, if you oh, go to California, they have to hire they have to hire a fucking Jack Daniels and go buy a shotgun. They have to hire I mean? fucking armed guards to carry it because it's cash only with yeah. a lot of those places. Yeah, I get that because there's so much fucking cash flowing through. Yeah. So why would she wait to do it, and then now all of a sudden she wants the to do it? But she's now she's trying to do it is because everybody around her. Well, is here's doing the deal: she doesn't want to be the last. She's getting pressured because the state wants it to happen, but she's got to figure out a way to get her greedy positive. Is what's going on. Yeah, and her husband also owns the land that the dispensary is built on. I don't know which dispensary, but one of them. There's only three. Yeah, Rhode Island again. Rhode Island fucked everybody. They they Rhode Island. Here's what they did. They opened the floodgates, right? And said, okay, anybody that wants a card and wants to become a provider and a grower or whatever, come get your cards. All these people went out and got licenses and cards, and then they fucking passed the new law right after everybody put all their money in to get to get fucking this license. That if you don't grow X amount, you like they, they, I don't know the exact details, yeah. but they like they put like a restrictions on it, right? Like right away that not everybody could handle. So if you weren't a mass, mass, mass producer, you can't even fucking right. You, you can't even fucking cultivate or whatever. The other issue is they also put a ban on how many uh, supply companies they could be. So that's why there's only three distribution centers in Rhode Island. Yeah. So because they cut it down to only three, that means there's less market for everybody to be able to give so if there's only three places giving out all the legal marijuana right so they need mass quantities so if you can't that's the way that's the way you explain it to me if you can't produce mass quantities say you're a smaller operation you, you know like growing it out of your house right. or something or you turn you 
pretty right. garage. Instead of this being an apartment with Ray lives in, this would be a grow shop, right? But this is enough to produce a hundred pounds a day, like these places are. This is enough to produce like ten, two pounds a day. You know right. what I mean? Like, so, so, so like anything in Rhode Island, it's being geared towards <clears throat> certain people and companies, right? Like everything, like all the construction in Rhode Island, right. in the same way, right? Exactly. That's yeah. why you only see Cardi on everything. That's right. why you only see certain, you know. But like. So what happened was because they limited the amount, so they, they opened up the floodgates on how many people could grow, but you have to be able to grow certain amounts. To yeah. be able to even, you have to be able to grow a certain amount to be able to sell it, right? So the original thought was that you were going to be able to, if you had a medical card to be able to use, you're going to be able to just buy it from whoever you wanted to that grew it. So like if I grew it and Ray had a card to buy it, he could just come to me because we're friends. Yeah. They fucked, and they, they fucked that over because that's originally what they told everybody they were going to do. So all these people went out and fucking paid the $200 to $500 for the card to grow or to be a medical person. She cut it back, or whoever cut it back, to only three dispensaries. So the fact that there's only three, well, now that limits who can actually buy the stuff from the growers. Yeah. But the only people that can sell it to these mass places because they need such a big quantity because there's only three means that you unless you can produce X amount, you can't even bother growing. So right. like if you if Ray and his house could only grow ten pounds a week. So she took everybody's money and then said, if you can't grow yes. seventy five million pounds a year, yes. then you're your shit out of luck. I'm you good with what yeah. Colorado so all these people went and all these other states have done. Yeah. All and these you know, people went and bought all this fucking equipment. It's but it's, it's still highway it costs, robbery. Dude, it, it they, costs so much money to grow they, weed. Yeah, like, and the person going to sell the fucking weed to the dispensaries Getting a fucking hundred dollars for an ounce, it's getting flipped for four hundred dollars. Right. Well, no, but that's the other thing. So that's that's the other fact of it, though. That's part of why they kind of cut it down because they didn't want a million people just growing. So like, you have to own a professional like cultivating company. Like, you have to be able to produce pounds, dude, yeah. like hundreds of pounds, yeah, to be able to even compete. And you have to be able to pr- because there's only three buyers. So if you can't keep up with their demand. You can't even be in the game. So she if you made can't produce the way they want you to. You're just wasting your money because it costs, dude. Literally, if you if you grow in your basement, just a, like a minimal amount, it will literally like I think it, the minimum it is to run a At decent grow shop. It's like two grand a month or something. So just they're not doing the whole alone. just being somebody's caregiver. So, so everyone you grow can't, in a house. That's you can't the point. Just you can't be somebody's. Caregiver. That's the issue. You so can't they, be a caregiver. They took everybody's money under the. You have to. You like. You want to grow. You want to grow. Then fuck Chang- over. Then changed it, yeah. knowing full well that her husband yes. has the biggest and... Will- and I'm sure those bigger companies said, hey, there's a little money for you. Here you go. So we can stay in. Yeah. And like, it, it's, it's legalization at the most minimal level because they don't really want legalization. Yeah. And just because they have their hands in the fucking... No, so here's the issue. So when, when Colorado did it, though, is, is it Colorado just, did it legitimately. Yeah. And it's just, just like, it up. you can... Here's weed, you want to grow it, you need a card. Yeah. yeah. Do anything you want. It's, they, they make so much money from it in that state that they give it back to people now. Yeah, because yeah. didn't, didn't they... But it also raised def- all the fucking... Yes. Yes. They, they cured their deficit within like the and first And the extra like money months. they gave to schools. Yeah. Oh, mind you, now, so there's two, that's twofold. So if you talk to Mags, I asked him about that, and he goes, yeah, they're not wrong. Like, everywhere is way nicer now because of that, because there's so much money coming in. But property has skyrocketed because everybody, everybody wants to move that, yeah. So yeah. that's the issue. So now property is four times what it was. But eventually it's going to be legal ago. everywhere. Yeah, but, if, you, yeah, but if you're already in that area, like, you don't have to worry I'd about it. I personally rather it yeah. stay just the way it fucking is. I don't have to worry about it as much. Yeah. You know, so personally. Has, has she put a limit? On, say if <clears throat> say she legalizes, can you go to 
Joe Schmoe's like dispensary and be like, I want to buy five pounds of weed? Or is there no, a limit? No, you're going to go in there and they're going to tell you you're going to be able to purchase probably up until like an ounce. The way we have it right now, you have to have a medical card and you can only buy so much. You can only be, you can only have, uh, it's decriminalized for anything under an ounce. So you can, you can drive around with an ounce as long as you have a medical card. Right, and product. the stuff that really helps people, like the oils and shit, like the kids that have That's what pisses me off oil, is that they want to take that. Completely illegal. That's can't, can't have it. Yeah. Now, I personally think that that's a better form of smoking it. It's a safer way of smoking it. It's a way that I'm discreetly doing it so you're not being bothered by the smell as much. Yeah. Um, I think it's a plus-plus situation, and I think to knock that out is fucking dumb. One, because money-wise, that's a fucking giant fucking market right now. And two, it's just fucking irrelevant. You shouldn't be trying to take away something that... It, it could be, you know, if I was a medical patient who had a, you know, a serious ailment and that helped me, you're basically saying fucking... You can't have your medicine. I can't have my medicine. You're basically yeah. saying go to Mass and make them some money. Yeah. yeah go buy That's it literally what they're doing. That's yeah. what most people are going to do. If that, And I don't think it'll pass because of that. Like, they're going to miss out on so much fucking money. Yeah. Which, which is what I don't understand. Like, this should have been a good thing. And I don't understand why... It still can be. If people actually step up and actually really fucking do something about it. But it just seems that there's so much negative towards it. I don't think... There is. Towards her and her bullshit plan, just like all the other stuff. Yeah, but you know what? Just and like Netflix just, it's not even all on, that other bullshit. It's not just on the pot with Gina Romano. She's just a fucking grubby fucking bitch who wants her hand in everybody's pockets. She wants to fucking tax Netflix. She yeah. wants to... Something um, about healthcare, too. Right? Yeah, even though federally... Oh, yeah, that's going to fuck a lot even, of people. Even yeah. though federally, oh, it's not God. law anymore. We don't have to have healthcare. She She's wants to bring it back to the state where you have to have healthcare or you're getting a fine. Yeah, and that's going to fuck over a lot of local yeah. businesses that can't afford it. Yeah, small businesses is already a problem here. It's yeah. real hard to open a small See business you later. here. Even, now, even big businesses, like if you... It's going to drive out businesses that want to come here. Like, um, if you work over fucking, like, 30 three hours yeah. whatever you're supposed to be able to be offered healthcare right. so now once all that shit happened with like Obamacare a lot of the companies like around here yeah. had to drop everybody down to part time right. and was like listen I'm sorry like we can't afford to offer you yeah. the healthcare right. so like it fucked over a lot of fucking workers yeah. right. like Panera was like that for a while like a lot of like people were like working 40 hour shifts but like certain people can get healthcare but they didn't want to offer it to any- everybody not for nothing the amount of the <laughs> Healthcare is a fucking scam and a rig in itself. Yeah. I, I'm offered healthcare. I don't have it right now because I can't afford it. Yeah. United Healthcare fucking blows. Uh, it's so fucking expensive, it's not even funny. Me as a single person, it's $75 a week for yeah. bare bones. Like, even if and, and then then checkups, dude, regular doctor visits, $50 a shot. So if I want to go yeah. get fucking checked out, it's $50 plus I pay fucking $75 a week. That's not including dental. Right. Get the fuck out of here. There's guys that work to have one kid in a family, dude, a family plan. That's crazy. 275 a week. Yeah. Fuck that. 275 a week, man. Like, how the fuck do you live? Right. Well, even even if you signed up for Obamacare when that was, you know, the big thing, like, I went, I looked into it, and it was a, it was the lowest I could find on there was like $150 a week. Yeah, it's fucking insane. It's all a racket. And then, so yeah, you pay for this so you can go see a doctor, but the doctor's fucking copay is so astronomical. Like, if you just have a little bit of a cough or a cold or something, and you just want to get, it's just something to fucking help you out on, it's 50 bucks. The fuck out of here, man. Yeah, all you need to know about the universal healthcare bill that was passed before federally is that the insurance companies wrote the bill. What the fuck does that tell you? Yep. You think they're going to hurt themselves? Yep. No. They wrote the fucking bill. 
And then the biggest is why marijuana is still not legalized nationally right. because they're going to lose so much money. Right. Same thing with that Kratom shit. If you actually have you guys ever seen that Le- a Leaf of Faith documentary? No. Dude, holy shit, watch it. Watch that fucking documentary. That's something we you guys should all watch. We should talk about because of this conversation. Rent it if you have to. I rented it. It's fucking phenomenal. What's it called? A Leaf of Faith. A it's Leaf? A, a Leaf. Like the pot leaf yeah. of faith. Dude, I'm both of you guys, all three of you guys would find it fascinating because mm-hmm. it, it goes in real deep about that. It talks about how at like a state level things get banned without any fucking knowledge on why it's leaving le- illegal in the first place and you can bring like reports and documented uh, proof that like something works for somebody and then they'll go well like if you're not greasing their palm they won't pass it's it. crazy exactly. to think Dude, it's, it's fucking it's crazy, crazy to think though that not so long ago everybody's farms are getting burned down and raided and and now they're just fucking running in and fucking taking all your fucking weed and stealing well, your Well, even after money it was probably. legalized, the, f- the federal government was still going in and fucking taking everybody's yeah. shit. Yeah. Well, that's why fucking Damaso won't bring in CBD to his shop because th- that gives them a pass to go come in and raid your shop. Well, you can get you can do CBD here as long as it doesn't have THC. Right. It's legal to sell, but it still gives them a free window to come in and bust right, your ball. Right, right, That's yeah, why yeah. he doesn't do it, because he doesn't even want that. I know, I work with Which a guy that was, um, he used to be, like, one of the main cultivators in California, and he's like, you better have all your fucking eyes dotted mm-hmm. and T's crossed, so they're going to be in there fucking... Yep. What about your lowercase J's? Yeah, those two. Like Jed Wells? No, I was... I know, I get the... I get he capitalized Juggalos. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah me and... Whoop, whoop. Me and me and Ray, whoop, what? You say what, what? Whoop, whoop. Juggalos, can you feel me? Worldwide. Running with a hatchet straight out the Lotus Pod. Come oh, on, bro. Fucking terrible whoop, whoop for a former Juggalo. Whoop, whoop. Oh, I, I forgot that the former Juggalo is now critiquing me, who is a former Juggalo. So I don't even want to fucking I like the it. fact that everybody's talking about being a former Juggalo. <laughs> I never once... <laughs> I never was. I've never been. I've it, been accused of being a juggalo. See, if if Steve's thing was like, well, I've been accused of being a gay guy. Have you? <laughs> yeah, but I don't know what's worse, being a juggalo or being a Mickey Avalon fan. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! Shots fired, bruh. Gauntlet's been thrown. Oh snap! Motherfuckers, be hold on. Can of whoop ass! Pow! Wow. Uh, alright. So, uh, anyways, Joseph Benavides is gonna whoop that ass. It was very enlightening to get this weed conversation. Good. It was a good conversation. Yeah, seriously, I'll leave faith. We know that's, we should all watch that for next week. And I'm gonna watch that movie that you brought up, but those are the two we should watch this week. The night comes for us. And Steve better watch. Young guns. Oh yeah, we got a lot of stuff and to I, watch. Bro. I watched the first episode of Punisher too. I don't want to get in. It's too late to get into. All I watched that, the, yeah. the first three. Damn, so good so far. Yo, so There's good. something happened in the the in the in the first episode that made me verbally like yell out. I go no. We'll talk about I it on the way home. What? Said I bet you I know what it was. I didn't finish it yet. So yeah, we can't even talk. Yeah, Ray, you watch the first episode. Ray got eight I minutes in. Eight minutes. And his in. friend <laughs> told him to turn it off. Oh, um, hey, please turn it off. I want to watch this later. I am, uh, I'm three episodes in, and I'm, I think it's, it's very good. The very, the first season was really good, but I thought it was a little too drama, like too much TV show action It was going slow on. for the first few yeah, episodes. Yeah, the first three episodes of this one, like, my heart was racing last night. It you was know what fucking I, insane. Some of the most, some of the best action I've ever seen. I like it because 
he bleeds. Yep. And like he runs out of ammo. He's fine. Yeah, it's like it's not like His I'm watching. Get broken. I'm not watching the fucking Avengers where yeah. like fucking Thanos like punches somebody and like I there's no blood. I rewatched Infinity War the other day and it's it's so good, man. That's a fun movie. I literally fast forwarded to the last like 20 minutes of it and watched. Glass that. has officially been released and it's getting some odd reviews, man. I watch. I'm a big movie, movie review guy. It's all over the map. Some people fucking love it. Some people hate it. Some people are fucking split down the middle. No pun intended. Like it's. I want to see it. I saw. I'm, I'm gonna watch it. I'm I saw the the headline glass. Anything but super. That was the headline. I saw that too. Yeah. Hey, you also didn't like Unbreakable. Yeah. So. Have you seen Split yet? No. Well, I want to watch it because we said we were all gonna go see Glass. We should also so fucking glass. watch it. When are we gonna go see Glass? I don't know. It's gonna be in the theater for at least another two weeks, right? Probably. You don't want to go first weekend. Fuck that. Plus, the Patriots are on tomorrow night, so we're not going to go then. Maybe next weekend. We'll see. Well, Maybe. next weekend's Royal Rumble. Oh, we got to play Sunday. That. We got to figure that out. And that's right. I don't even know. Are you going to. We cool next Sunday? Are you coming to go see Royal Rumble after your dinner? I don't know yet. We're going to we're gonna record a podcast during the Rumble. The Rumble doesn't start till like 8. Yeah, it's a late one. I think, I think it's, it's I think itself won't be 7. Yeah, we can do that one at my house if you guys nine. want. It's up to you guys. Unless you want to just do it here and watch it here, that's fine too, but it's up to you guys. We'll plan it, because I have to wrestle until like 4 o'clock that day anyways, 4 or 5 o'clock. So gotcha. but the Rumble doesn't start until 8, I think. But guys, we're going to miss the Pro Bowl. Oh my god. I don't give a flying fuck. Damn. Uh, so yeah, it's, salad, no, it's 3 hours and 10 minutes in. I can, honestly, we could keep on just talking, but I don't want to keep this super long. No, yeah. I've noticed, the I've episodes are better at like two, two and a half hours. Two and a half, three max. Um, yeah. I did have something I was going to bring up, I don't know if I want to get into it right now, but... <sighs> At this point, it's kind of late, and I could talk about it on the next one. Honestly, I think if you talk about it, it's gonna lead into I thought me, that was salad me opening it up. Yeah, it's gonna lead into. I'm still gonna bring it up. It's something that just I went through personally this week, and I'll even talk about it afterwards. But we can talk about it more. Oh, this is something I want to talk about because we we still never touched on what's going on with Jesse Leach, and this leads into what I was gonna talk about with my own self, uh, with him and his him and his wife getting divorced nothing's wrong with me and Chris and we're fine but I like just depression in general it has to do with that but it's what happened that just it was very odd I had a very odd week uh, but we'll get into that another time I'm trying to keep things light this has been a lot of fun I can't fucking believe three hours just went by when you said two and a half hours I was like what dude it, I don't even remember half the shit we talked about and it's only 11 yeah it's wild right now this is fucking crazy how fast this went um, anybody have anything else we want to get into you just want to watch the rest of the fights and eat some grapes that sounds about right. There's more grapes? There's more grapes. More grapes? Oh, more grapes? Um, Shit, there's me some grapes of wrath up in this bitch. You asshole. What? What? That's, that's, a, that's good. No? Fucking asshole. Fuck you. I can't wait for you to fucking have to walk around with a fucking big Ted and a fucking no beard. You're going to look... You, you, you know what you're going to look like? You're going to look like that... Uh, if you ever see, like... When someone does a rendering of like what cartoon characters look like in real life, uh, you're gonna look like Homer Simpson. Homer Simpson. Yeah. Homer Simpson's got a beard a big though. Head, yeah, but, but, but I don't have an elongated. And he doesn't have three Watch. single strands over the top of his head. Uh, I know what you're talking about. My skin's not yellow. No, I know what you're talking about. They, it's like a real life looking person. I know what he means. It's not. I know what he means too. Yeah. He's just wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I know what he. I know exactly what he's talking about. They give him like regular skin color. Yeah. If I can find it. I know, it's creepy, I know. They did one of Peter. Well, either way, Steve's going to look fucking weird, and it's going to be awesome, because I'm going to take the buzzers, and I'm literally going to clip off his fucking beard, and it's going to be fucking fantastic. We are going to have to record that if that happens. Oh, yeah. It what is, is, 
did I have a wager on anything? I don't think so. No, I don't think I so. I just said I. I no, just you know why it. there's a wager? Because it's not even a wager. Because Steve's like, I want to lose. I want to be this weight by six months, and then you're like, Nah, fuck that. I'm gonna do it in three. Like all brazenly, like I'm gonna That's fucking kill it. this. But I know what it is because I I wanted to be down under two forty by June. I think is what I said. And I'm kidding. yeah. I'll. I'll I'm not going to make this bet, but I'll hit 230 before March 1st. Oh, shit. You better hope that your body has a good reaction You only to have you. 20 pounds to go, though. 22, yeah. I just lost 12 in fucking yeah. 10 days. I know. Gary doesn't know what he's talking about. Water weight alone, you're going to shred. You're going to be down 10 pounds. For the again. sake of this fucking show, you should tank this goddamn competition. Tank it? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. Have some grapes. <laughs> What was the, now? What was the flip side? If you did it, what was there the wasn't a flip side because we figured it out. There, there was, wasn't because I there wasn't a flip side because I wasn't like there's no way you're gonna lose it. The fact I just said if you there's got to be a repercussion, man. You can't have a one sided wager. That's not the way this works, especially on yeah. But maybe he shouldn't have been like, oh, I'm gonna do like he no. gave him. He gave himself six months, no. and then he. In the same breath said, fuck it, I'm going to do it in three. You have to smoke a joint with Dobby. Right? How is that even fair? I'm you got to walk around like a mutant with no beard on? I'm straight edge. It goes against my beliefs. I don't give a fuck. His, his, maybe his... No, yeah. first of all, if you're going to say it, you're going to go, I don't give a fuck! Like Smokey. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that means. I don't hang out with Smokey. I don't Friday. Know. Friday. Oh, that's Smokey. Sorry. Sorry. God damn, man. Get your head out of the pot clouds. Hey, I don't know. You guys are talking about fucking Smokey getting whipped in the face with a fucking... No, no, first of all, you brought that up, not us. Oh, I I was thinking the Mike Bennett thing earlier in the fucking chat. Where he came up. Um, Alright, so... What was I going to say? I think we're going to be ending this one, fellas. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll figure out something. There's got to be something on the other side, because if he does it, there's got to be something. Maybe you eat a steak with him. Again. Yeah, but come on. That's oh, against fuck. your beliefs you now? Eat steak. It's against my he- It's for my health. Yeah. Yeah. Eating steak is healthy for you. There's a lot of fucking proof. Dr. Sh- Dr. Sh- Are uh, you Sean- a diabetic? Dr. Sean Baker is. Pre-diabetic. He's 52 years old. Ripped like a motherfucker. Six foot five. All he eats is red meat. All he eats is fucking big steaks. He eats over four pounds of steak a day. That's it. Nothing else. Water and steak. And that's all that dude eats. Believe me. I wish I could eat steak. I wish. You I can miss- I miss it. There's Sometimes research. I miss it. You do. You like the research? I dare you to do some research. Dr. Schrumbaker. I've done my research. research. Okay. Me giving up meat was not like an well, overnight decision. Like, I pondered. We'll come up with something. Well, here's the thing. I'm not saying sugar. I don't want you to drink fucking soda. I'm just saying a steak. Yeah, I a small soda, steak. I haven't had soda. Well, here's, here's the thing about the research. Like, a lot I'm of like the you research. You really have to smoke it. Eat a few edibles. <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck did that come from? It's so good. Yeah, we'll even put them in veggies. Oh, broccoli edible. I would probably do. Um, we gotta come up with something. Gummies or whatever the fucking. Thing okay. That, the, wait, no, it? wait. CBD. CBD? No, not CBD. That's not. You don't get high on that. I'm not looking to get high. Well, that's the what's, what's the, the fucking point of taking them? Yeah. What punishment is that? CBD to you? is just good for your health. <laughs> it's it's actually so you should just be doing anyways. It's gonna make you feel better. That's a natural thing. You can dude. You can go literally to the hearts up the road and fucking buy CBDs. You know CBDs. what? Gina Raimondo is great. Fucking is weed great? is a gateway drug. You guys are fucking. You guys are pushers. It is great. You guys are right. All right, we gotta come up with something. We, we'll have we to come up with something by next by next week. All right, how about this? Gary has because he likes to dress up and do role playing stuff. He's got to wear like a sheet, like a tunic, 
and fucking feed uh, feed Ray grapes no, on, on like a fucking bed of pillows. He's gonna feed me grapes, motherfucker. <laughs> I can probably like my a, diet for that. I'm like a bed of fucking. I'm like a bed of pillows, I would, though. I do that. I don't like what. I'm gonna wear a toga. Big fucking deal. No, not just a toga. We're gonna find fucking a really <laughs> skimpy, slutty toga. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I don't want any part of this going down. Why? We're gonna be we're gonna be right here. Yeah. Part of this going down. Maybe uh maybe just like a a, like a big leaf with some twine and cover your privates and your ass. (laughs) And that's it. I, I, I obviously have I love, to wear. I love every ounce of what we're talking about right now. <laughs> maybe you just wear a fucking loop. And it's going on YouTube. You cannot no, no, no. Chipotle. No, listen, listen. You yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe you should. <laughs> listen, the leaf would be flapping. While your ass is fucking out. <laughs> no, listen. listen no, 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 no. no. We, we got to put them in the back, too, so when I do have Chipotle, like, you can see the fucking. That's what I'm saying. The wind would be flapping, yeah. 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 Listen, no, no. Fuck, fuck the leaf thing. We gotta make like a fucking G string out of like Chipotle a puffy cloud. No, 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 like a puffy fucking cloud, yeah. and like maybe like a lightning strip comes out of it or something. Oh, a Chipotle wrapper would be good. I didn't even thought of that. Oh, oh I'll just, God. I'll just wrap my big dick in a fucking burrito. Okay. Your dick. I don't know about the big part there, hombre. Settle down, fucking you, grande. Are you trying to say that you don't have a grande? I'm. I'm. I, for uh, if my dick was on Ray's body, it'd be a honking dick. But because I'm a larger fella, it looks like average. A honker dick. <coughs> honkin'. Hon- honkin' dick, yeah. A big old honkin' dick. A big old honker. That could be the name of the episode. A big old honkin' dick. Big no, old. it's definitely I'm getting thick in the pants. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. You're welcome. All right, Jesus Christ. Let's fucking put this one to rest. Ray. Everybody will be back in a week. Hit us with a closer. Arrivederci, motherfuckers. Peace.